it started with <laughs> actually the other night i had a fart and the fart sounded very similar to the disturbed <laughs> and it started like that and it was one of those where i did it and then at that moment i turned to jenna to do the yeah. and she turned to me to do it and i was like <laughs> so i guess i'm correct that yeah, it sounded yeah. exactly like yeah. disturbed since we were both on the same page uh, bone tomahawk, my little oh, yeah. flute benders. With that, welcome to I Like to Movie Movie, the podcast about movie movies. My name is Garrett Smith. My name, sorry, my name is Dan Scully, and uh, we're joined tonight by uh, an illustrious guest who joined us for our <laughs> Blade Runner twenty forty nine episode, which is one of my favorite episodes we've done in the last year. He was a wonderful guest on that, and so we decided to have him back. Dan and I have been guests on his show many times. Mm-hmm. Please welcome Jacob Harrington, Hello. the Based on Nothing podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> you should be. This is Dan you- and I's favorite episode of the year. In keeping time. on brand with your podcast, can you announce that this may or may not be the last episode <laughs> yeah, of our be. podcast? <laughs> it might be bad enough to wrap it up for good. <laughs> uh, Jacob, welcome back. Thanks for being it's here, great buddy. Great to be here, guys. Yeah, it's wonderful. Uh, I've seen you guys more in the past month than I have in the past six months. Uh, it's been nice. Isn't it wonderful? On my show recently. Yeah, yes, it's great. Uh, and uh, if you if you can't tell already, this is our loosiest, goosiest show uh, every year. Is that the we terms that we're using? For yeah, this? the loosiest, loosiest and the goosiest. We're gonna have a great time. This is the top ten movies. That top ten movie a movies. Question that I never would have thought to ask, and it's what is the maximum amount of loosey goosey, and is it loosey goosiest or loosiest goosey? But you went all in loosiest goosiest. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah, it's totally. It's it, gotta be. Yeah, it's because our, you gotta be loose. You gotta be loose. I just like, like a, to say, like a goose. goose. Like a loose goose. <laughs> on the, on, I want to apologize to your listeners on the Blade Runner episode. I was breathing into the mic so much. <laughs> I'm very conscious of that this time. Okay, have you been sitting on that for like a year now? I've been ashamed. Just ashamed. <laughs> Buddy, I can't tell you how many times when I listen back to this episode, this podcast, I hear myself go, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, oh, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's I like fun. agree with things people are saying as they're saying them all the time into the microphone. My buddy Steve texted me because he, uh, Steve, friend yes, of the Steve, show, friend of the show, and he was on. like, you, and he lo- he loves the show. Yeah. He's been on the show, and he actually complimented that. He was like, you can always tell when Garrett's enthused because he, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's great. I mean, that's that's why we're here. Man. Uh, yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm uh, constantly embarrassed by my own presence Same. on the show. So welcome to the club. Listening back to your own podcast is. Not funny. It's a hell. Yeah. Uh, I never have to do it. Uh, Garrett <laughs> does the editing, which is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Great. Um, and, but the thing is, though, like I listen to the pod to like your podcast, and when I'm on it, it doesn't bother me to hear sure. myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On this show, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is this asshole? I feel it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this, this is uh, this is our best movie movies of 2018 thus far. Thus far. Halfway through the year, we like to do a thus far episode where we talk about the best stuff we've seen so far. And this I gotta year. say, recording this right now, it is June 15th. The yes. Of the year. This is like dead center. We're dead nailed center. It. We, we nailed, nailed it. it. Yeah. We're halfway through this terrible year. It's yes. flying by. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, thankfully, the movies have been great this year and have been helping me get through this horrible year. Uh, it has been a really good year so far. It has and been I've a good year for so movies. many movies so far yeah. this year. I, I think movies, both big and small, have been very good this year mm-hmm. uh i think as we go through our list we'll find out that um all kinds of stuff has been good this year it's going to be a nice amalgam of, of different kinds of releases uh really i'm just warning our listeners right now that this is one of our long episodes it's a little loose long. it's a little fun we're going to be drinking we're going to be having a good time 
So settle in. Uh, one thing that we do with this one, Jacob, is as best as we can, we try not to spoil what we're talking about because sure. yeah, yeah. we like this episode to be something where the, people the can. Yeah, well, yeah. where this pe- one gets a response from our listeners yeah. where they go, "Oh, now I know what to watch." Exactly. So yeah, like, we want them to, to seek movies. these movies yeah. out. Yeah. Sure. So if there is something spoilery that you want to talk about, Warn that's us. fine. Yeah. Just drop a. Yeah. Drop oh, a, you you yeah. mean spoilers for the actual movies themselves? Understood. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. 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 Yeah. As we talk about these movies. Keep them spoiler free if you can, but if you got something you really want sure. to discuss, it's spoiler. Just say it out loud that that's what it's going to yeah, be, and we'll have them mark it. Yeah. Got it. Good and to then know. another thing is now this is something that I found difficult is usually we land on some kind of a theme. Yes. In putting together my list, I had a difficulty trying to find one, and yeah. I don't know if it's because I was really shuffling my list like a lot. In, in literally an hour ago, I, yeah. I pulled an audible and rearranged fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and I feel really good about where I landed. Um, but but I can't really put my finger on a theme, so I I want to put it out there that we should all kind of point our our faculties towards trying to crack one. Yeah, good idea. I, I've got a loose idea of one uh, that we can, we we can talk about as we get towards the end of the episode here as, Into as we try and get that. But um, I agree actually. There it's the there is one we're gonna find. Yes, it. I just I don't yes. I haven't landed yeah. on one yeah. yet. We like uh, just for instance, Jacob. Like I think it was like 2014 was like the year of doppelgangers. There was yeah. like a ton of movies about doppelgangers. 2015 that year. was all about surveillance. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We always run into something. Yeah. 2015 so. was a very high surveillance news year. Yes, yes. exactly. Yep, yep. And like my number one that year so was Snowden came out. Oh, you sure? And yeah, so yeah. like it tied, you know, that kind of. Yeah, event. you might be right. That might have been the Snowden. Year. I never saw that movie. Yeah, me, me neither. Uh, Citizen uh, Four. Four was I cool. heard that's great. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's just that was one of those movies, though, that as soon as it ended, I was just like, all right, well, that's horrifying. And um, <laughs> what am I what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could watch the movie again. Yeah. I, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm yeah, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I can think. <laughs> and now we just live in that world. Like, I guess I'll just wait for Oliver Stone to make a movie about <laughs> yeah, this and I'll watch that, too. And yeah, he has the yeah, answers. That's it. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, has the answers you seek. <laughs> Uh, uh, before we get started, yeah. we got to do a little bit of housekeeping, of course, up oh, yes. front. So you can find us uh, everywhere at I Like To Movie. I Like To Movie Movies. Just Google it. You're going to find yeah. us. Yes. That's what we do. So uh, please send us an email. Please tweet at us and interact. Uh, that's yeah. all we ask. So uh, definitely check that out. Rate do you want to drop on... Uh, based on nothing? Oh, yeah. Before... yeah. I'm on Twitter at BON Podcast. All your listeners seem very nice. I feel like <laughs> the, the intertwining of our shows has brought me some nice listeners. We have and my definitely... show has also very much pivoted to become more and more about movies, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Probably due to knowing you guys, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> right on. You're also a huge movie fan. You really yeah, are. Yeah. I, yeah. It was always sort of there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think we've definitely, I know like Perla still listens to our show, I think. So like we've definitely picked up some uh, some listeners off of yeah, your show yeah. as well, which is great. Also at AILITE. The podcast Twitter doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Good. Uh, yeah. Download that as well. Very nice. Uh, because yeah. this is going to be a long podcast and I don't expect you guys to be here for the plugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. End. Exactly. Well said. So <laughs> check that out. You and, should uh, check out Cynadelphia.com. Yes. We all contribute to that website. Um, we should also push Shame Files podcast. We should. Um, that uh, the editors of Cynadelphia, uh, Ryan people. Silverstein and nice Jill cat. Malcolm. Oh, they're they're great. Sophie's adorable. Great cat. Great they, cat. They were just about to get her when they were on my show. It was oh, very right exciting. on. Yeah, oh, right cool. on. I watched. Uh, I watched all of Braveheart whilst giving <laughs> Sophie scratches. <laughs> so it was a it's wonderful her favorite thing. movie. So check out their podcast. Yeah. They just did an episode a, on uh, Tropic Thunder. Came oh, out today. Right. So oh, I'm very okay. excited to listen. Great to that. movie. Can't wait to listen to that. And then there's a new podcast in town to push as well which is I saw it in a movie yep. which um, a couple of our previous guests from the uh, Love Witch episode uh, uh, the people behind Movie John yes. uh, they do a podcast where they're dishing out movie based advice to your questions <laughs> that's yes. a great idea and yeah. so yeah I'm assuming it's it's 
It's really Probably good. Do. They have a great rapport. I uh, listened the first to the first episode. episode. Very, very it's excellent. really good. It's, very excellent. Yeah, I need it's... some advice on where to find a grave full of gold. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what movie can you guys recommend yeah. me? Um, I mean, <laughs> are you looking for, uh, what is it, uh, City Slickers 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good, the bad, and the ugly, but it could oh, be City Slickers 2, too. Yeah. The search for Curly's Gold. Yeah. So, of course, check that out. Yeah. And also, uh, the boys at Cinepunks as yes. well. Um, Love those boys. We're all trying to unify. Yeah. So... Uh, That's and what's happening. One real quick thing I want to throw out is um, uh, July 14th. It's a Saturday down at South Street Cinema. Uh, this is like kind of an exclusive right now. I don't think they've even announced it yet, but I have the permission to say it here. Uh, they're going to be doing a Nick Cage night where they uh, are going to do some... Uh, just a bunch of Nick Cage-themed stuff that's going to be really fun. I actually think what's going to happen is they're going to have a collection of Nick Cage movies that the audience will get to vote on which one they want to watch oh, together. Man, nice, nice. Uh, and uh, now Dan can't be there, unfortunately. But I have a wedding, guys, but I'll be there in spirit. Yes. Uh, I'm going to show up. Rep and I like to movie movie, and I'm going to bring out one of our favorite old Nick Cage games from the old uh, movie movie live show that we did. It's a really fun, funny Probably game. our best show. It's the best show we ever did. Uh, I'm bringing the best game that we made for it. It's really fun and funny. Uh, so we're going to use that as an excuse to promote the podcast, but you can also come win some of our patented movie movie prizes, which is a bunch of bullshit that Dan and I don't want anymore. Mm. Uh, so uh, come out to South Street Cinema on July 14th for the Nick Cage night. And also check out South Street Cinema. Yes. And also shout out to Puff. I mean, that's oh. probably the, Whew. short of this episode, probably the, my favorite thing to do every year is go to the Philadelphia uh, Unnamed Film Festival. Indeed. And uh, it's happening again this year, and I just can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I, I believe it's going to be, I, I mean, it's, it's always September? in the fall. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's always in the fall yeah it's, it's awesome. so good I yeah, it's just it. so good no it's no. the best man i actually recommend like getting a ticket for just one of the movies like look up their schedule figure out which one sounds interesting to you and get a ticket because it's so fun or get a weekend pass they're cheap as they're fuck. super cheap and it's yeah. like so cheap to the point that if you buy one and you still only go one day there's a value like yeah. a huge yeah. value it's wonderful. Yeah. i have never seen anything at puff that i i went like Ugh, yeah there was some where i was like all right yeah but most of them like the fuck was that yeah, yeah. yes yeah they, so. they get the, the best movies it's so fun uh so yeah that's great okay cool so all that's out of the way we're gonna jump into 2018 2018 baby, so best far. movie movies so far uh i think we should start with our guest and let him start off with his number 10 movie unless yeah, jacob you do. prefer to hear dan and i i have two movies off. sitting um, in my number 10 slot and whichever one comes out of my mouth first <laughs> is going to be what gets it so i need some time before i go yeah i'll go I'm ahead saying. and get mine out of the way do but it. we shouldn't talk about it yet because i think we're gonna unless i'm wrong tell me if we're gonna talk about it later I well, thought, I mean, you, you do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, get, we'll talk yeah, about it. My number 10 is Hereditary, and I All had right. a, hard time, uh, I really, a hard time placing it. At first, it wasn't on my list. The more I thought about it, it earned that spot. Yeah. We're, are we going to talk about it later? We will be talking it about it let's later. Let's save it then. Yeah. Let's save, let's save the conversation for later. The one no, I bumped no, I mean, off. Why is put, it on your list? Uh, I just had a wonderful time seeing it. It was fun. I went home and fucking read about demons for an hour. And I was like, this is this is probably what, not what you should take away from the movie. Because <laughs> when you look at the Wikipedia page, I was like, ooh, yeah. the the this is interesting. I want to read the book about this. I just liked it a lot. I like the 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 motions the script takes you through. It's a very well conceived script. Yeah, I, I'd rather say this because the movie it bumped off is Infinity War. Oh, interesting. I, Dan told me you have a rule about like well, well it's, it's Dan's personal rule. rule is. Everybody fucking knows exactly. that I am all in on Marvel, Star Wars, and all that. There's nothing I can say about those movies that is Hasn't that I feel said. is of worth yeah. to the listeners. Yeah. I, I wanted to ha free up a spot on my list. So Infinity War is definitely one of the things I enjoyed most this year. I had also and had I would a agree. very That was an incredible time. flick. Yeah, I had a great time even driving home from the theater. But I had a hard time gauging my overall enjoyment of it. The reason I fucking loved it and will remember seeing it forever 
is because um you know when, when Garrett and I saw Deadpool and yes. the dude behind us talked the entire fucking <laughs> movie Christ. was terrible. Yeah. So in movies, I hate when people comment and yep. talk like yep. that. But when people have an involuntary like collective oh, reaction it. to something, that's pure joy, and I love yeah. it. When Thor uh, winds up in Wakanda, everybody fucking saw it. So we yeah, yeah, that one's fine. Spoil yeah. Infinity yeah. Yeah. I was clapping like a little kid. The whole yeah. theater was the, a great feeling. Just that, a, oh, yeah. that movie yeah. is <laughs> full of great crowd moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt so much fun. I remember yeah. when, uh, and and since we can spoil Infinity War, I remember when air quotes Black Panther died. died. <laughs> this woman in like the third row, like it was dead quiet. Everyone did a, <gasps> and then you hear this woman when she goes. Oh, I want my motherfucking money back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, me too. <laughs> a great reaction. Yep. Uh, all right, cool. Well, so, you, but you want to save the hereditary conversation yeah, for when it comes up later. Okay, that's good. Discussion yeah, I'm, I'm going to get real into hereditary. Yeah, I'd rather do it when you're doing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> sounds good. Do well, do yours, I, I can do my 10, money. and that way you got another okay. minute to figure your 10 I out. I think I figure where I'm going to land. All right, Because okay. if we're doing honorable mentions, the yeah, we'll get up. Yeah, we'll get to those. I have a lot of honorable mentions, so I might... Use your microphone and tell the audience. Whoops. <laughs> I have a lot of honorable mentions, so I might pepper them in throughout my, my top ten list. Sounds good. Sorry that about really that. Good. It's all right. <laughs> it was so funny that you made a side comment to me and Dan during our yeah. podcast. Uh, all right. So number ten. Uh, this. So honestly, this was the only slot on my list that was a struggle for me. Uh, everything else pretty much locked right into place. I knew what I wanted on the list. But number ten, I had a couple of things that I was tossing around. And I finally settled on a futile and stupid gesture. Oh, which I is still not watched that. It's the movie That's that really David good pick. It's yeah. really good. Uh, David Wayne directed it. I think I it's always sh- forget that was him. He directed yeah. it. It shows huge growth for him as a filmmaker. It that does. alone is reason for it to be on my list, I think. Because I like Wayne a lot, but I like Wayne's movies because they're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like Wayne's movies because Wayne is like a particularly uh, is a director that I look to for like any kind of visual stamp or yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that. But the storytelling in this is it is just like head and shoulders above anything he's done before. And that, um, that is thanks to a really great script that I, I can't remember who wrote it. He didn't write it. Um, but um, the thing was, so when I watched it, it's a Netflix movie. You can watch it right mm. now. I'm sure it's still up there. Um, it, um, it, <laughs> if they retired their right, own right, movie yeah. off of Netflix, that would just be, be ridiculous. It would be a very Netflix thing to do. <laughs> yes, it would be a very Netflix fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it depressed me when I watched it in a big way to the, to the yeah. point where I was like I don't know if I like this movie, mm-hmm. but this movie I mean there were uh, there have been quite a few movies this year that have like sat with me this movie really sat with me I couldn't stop thinking about it and part of it is because I I used to do stand up comedy so there's like a part of me that relates to a lot of what's happening in this movie um, but part of it is is because I think if you're a creative person at all and you watch this movie. Uh, Doug Kenny, the guy that it's about, is a particular kind of ego uh, that I think anybody that's creative has to some extent. Mm -hmm. His was just blown up huge. And it led to a very self-destructive life pattern that I recognize in myself and I recognize in a lot of creative people that I surround myself with. And I think stop it, aggressively gesturing at both of us. Uh, sorry, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, he wasn't actually. Yeah, that yeah, was just was, an audio yeah. joke for you guys. <laughs> uh, it, but it, I was, I just related to it so much that it depressed me. But then it also kind of like, by the end of it, I was like, yeah. But that also is like, that's that's what movies are for. Mm-hmm. It's it's to let me watch something like this and recognize those behavior patterns in myself and go like, oh right, but I'm okay. Like I'm Very still well here said. and I'm okay. And I can use this as a way to go, like, when I see those tendencies start to occur again, knock on wood and stop it. You know, like, just back up a little bit because you, you, you recognize those destructive patterns. 
This is a weird way to talk about liking this movie, I realize. But no, I, that, that's incredible, though, because there's a few movies on my list that are like that aren't for because me. I enjoyed them. Yeah. It's because when it ended, I was like, I needed that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, that was, that was sure, good. Man. That this, was a good meal. This was very much that way. And that, by the way, it's also really funny. It's, it's really a really funny, funny it's comedy. And short. I'm sold on anything with, yeah. with Will Forte's inclusion. That and man he's is so good. Like, in he's it. really fucking different yeah. than the rest yeah. of us. By the way, Donald Gleeson is. Gleason. Oh, Domino Rally. Domino Rally Gleason yeah. is is so good in this. People watched it and didn't know. It was didn't know it was him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing something know he completely was in different until yeah. this very moment. I mean, I've not seen the it. The whole but. cast is super good. Yeah. well cast. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is a really good movie that I that I actually wish I had given a little more credit to. Like at the moment I watched it, you know Can what I, I mean? Add something about it. Yeah, like please. what you were saying. That movie feels like like. Emo music like American football to me, where it makes you like when you're sad, it makes you like someone else feels this way. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's very relatable. That movie's about like getting old and, yep. and managing your ego and your creative personality. Yeah, there's there's some moments where like it just cuts to like it's like a jump cut of just him sitting there and then in different outfits, and it's like yeah. to show that time a lot of time has passed. It's yep. it's a great movie. And it, I love David Wayne. One of my favorite comedy directors. They came together as a fucking masterpiece. I love that movie. It's so stupid. I hate that movie. One of the stupidest movies ever made. It's so stupid. I fucking love that movie. (laughs) You know what it is about that movie, though? It's like, it's one of those where, like, because I I love everything David Wayne has done. Except they came together because about five minutes into it, I was like, "Okay, I fucking get it." Yeah. And then there was it's more so movie. Dumb. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it is a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's very rare that I dislike a movie, so I, I went hard. Yeah. yeah, he's just an all around great director. He's great. That that is mm. a very different and exciting like step for him. I think so. It's, it's still pretty funny, but it's also a pretty serious drama. Yeah, it's very sad. It's a sad movie, but it's good. Yeah. So it's not just characters describing their function within the movie. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. There uh, a, although they do do that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean that's yeah. the thing. Five minutes, I can yeah. take. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, I have not seen this movie. Yeah. But it, what you said about the way it talks about ego reminded me of one of the most striking things I've ever seen in any movie. Was I forget what the name of it was? It was a documentary about Steve Jobs. Okay. And there was a guy that had worked for him like forever. Yeah. And he's he's a talking head and he's talking to the camera and he was like, I I lost my life working for Steve Jobs. Yeah. I lost my marriage. I don't work for him anymore. I lost shots at future careers. Working for him ruined me. Yeah. And when I look at what he created, and he starts crying as he yeah. said that, oh, he goes, wow. I realized that no one else could have done what he did. Yeah, yeah. And it's the craziest thing where it's like, to what you said, like every creative person has a little bit of that ego. Yeah. I think it takes a little bit of self-importance to even want to put something out yep. there. And it is, it is something that true. when you, like with a Steve Jobs, when you just have so much money... And you are, and you're still alive, and have all this money to yeah. the point where you're just like, I refuse medicine because I'll heal myself with magic. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, you didn't check that ego. Yeah, you're yeah, like, that's, yep. that's it's, cool. And, and Tom Kenny's a, a similar kind of character. He's he's right. the things that he did, no one else could have done. But he was also kind yeah, of. We have a, a Netflix movie about him, and National Lampoon yeah. like is forever. Yeah, yeah, and but he is also kind of a monster. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's very, but he's his own monster. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's great. It, it's a really good yeah, movie. It's one of the it, better Netflix original movies. I, so I think so too, sure. actually. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I recommend people check that out. It's literally sitting on your Netflix queue yeah, right now. Pick. So check it That's out. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I might even watch that this weekend. Let's hear how your battle uh, so wills. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm knocking one out, and it's one that I really want to talk about because it's a movie no one saw. But we'll get into we'll get it there. in the right. honorable All mentions. Right. But this movie shook up my list uh, earlier this week. A wonderful documentary about the life of Mr. Rogers called oh, "Won't You oh. Be My Neighbor." I want to see this so yeah, I can't bad. Wait to see it's it. so good. I grew up with Mr. Rogers. Me too. Um, and. In syndication. Uh-huh. Um, it was all before I was born that he yep. did most of his stuff. But I grew up with him, and uh, 
don't know. It was just always very special. I loved Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. And in a time where a lot of people that we loved are being shown to be not worthy of love, it's great to see a documentary that is hagiographic because there's no other way. Yeah. As opposed to excising all of this darkness because you want to make a nice movie. There was no other way but to make a nice movie. They do touch upon certain things that, with the gift of of hindsight may have been factored out, but there is no flaw to his character because he truly lived and breathed what he preached. And it's just a phenomenal movie. It's so joyous. I cried through almost all of it and not because I was sad, just because it was so moving. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You really should see it. You know, at a time where, where we conflate progress with just the ability to be mean about how good you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great to see a movie that's just like, yeah, you could do that. But if you be kind, you actually might affect some change. Yeah. As opposed to just hoping for change. It's and very nice. I, that's such a nice sentiment. You know, there's a middle ground, I think, mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. both of those of things. Course. But I, I do think we need a reminder of this. Yeah. And I certainly came out of it feeling better. I, I was literally just thinking about the title of the movie. Yes, I haven't seen it yet, and I really mm-hmm. want to see it. And I was literally just thinking about, like, you know, my relationship to Mr. Rogers and, and what he meant to me and stuff. But just the title of that movie, Won't You Be My Neighbor?, is such an important sentiment right now yep. in America, you know? There's a part in the movie where he talks about uh, th- some news story about a bunch of black people were in a public pool, yep. so the owner of the pool starts dumping bleach in the pool to Jesus. get them out. Yeah. That week on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, oh, the cop that this. he has, that character, he does a scene yep. where he's washing his feet in a pool, and he says, oh, that looks you know, mighty relaxing. He's like, well, why don't you join me? And they don't say anything about it, yep. but it's just him and a man of color washing their feet in a pool together because they're friends and they both deserve to be there. Yep. And it's like, that's fucking Some biblical huge. shit. It's, yeah. it's radical. Yeah. He was, yeah. and there, everyone uses that word a lot. They're like, he was a radical. He yeah. was a yeah. radical. Uh, one lady, and it's in the trailer, she has a quote where she says, everything that you're supposed to do to make good TV, do the opposite, and you have Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's it's so true. And, uh, <laughs> so this is the first time I've drank in a while. So like, uh, I'm a little sloppola. <laughs> Um, Francis Ford Slopola. Yeah. It's uh, a case in point. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what happens when you drink his wine. Um, Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbor, I think, is very worth seeing. It's just so filled with joy. It's just a quick reminder that no matter what happens, it is. It is always your choice to be good, and you can always do it. And you, 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 can, you can just always I do love, it. I love that. He says something in it that, that stuck with me, and I, I swear I'm not spoiling. Yeah, there's really yeah. nothing to spoil, but yeah, he says, spoiling, yeah. people talk to kids about, you know, you could be this. We always talk about what they could be, what they're going to be, what they're going to turn into, and we often forget to address what they are. And when you're a kid, it's, it's a big, huge, scary world that you have to learn by experience. So it's great to have people saying... I love you the way that you are. Yeah. Uh, you are worthy. You are good. You are of value. And it's on that base that you'll create whatever it is. And whatever it is you create, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be of value yeah. so long as you keep your values in it. It's wonderful. That's it is so, going to be like great. the sleeper here to the summer. I know you guys have so. recently been saying things like along the lines of uh, way more worth your time to find things that you like instead of things you yes. hate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a, I can't wait to see it. I, yeah. It's going to put me in a good mood. It's You're going to love it. Movie for right now. You're yep. going to cry your fucking I'm, I know eyeballs I'm cry onto too, your lap. Yeah. <laughs> it had like five minutes into it. I was just like, and it, and it it 
quite literally just came from pure nostalgia mm-hmm. because he brought up Daniel, the the little yes. lion puppet. Yep. I loved him as a kid yep. because I'm Daniel. Yeah. And if if ever representation is, I mean, that's that's a pure essence right there. Yeah. Just it was my fucking name, and it meant so much. Forgot he existed, and as soon as he popped up, waterworks. Aww, that's couldn't wonderful. stop him, and it's yeah. like. That's why he exists. <laughs> that is why he exists. Dan, so do you know this beautiful little thing from from having a niece? I don't know if you do. So my fri- my my friend's uh, three year old watches a new Mister Rogers show that they made about Daniel the Lion. Really, There's an animated show that Daniel the Lion is the star of. Did you just plan my weekend? I, did, did you, <laughs> it's really great. It's really fun. It, and it like as we were, I was like over my friend's house and I'm like looking at I'm like look because. You know, uh, uh, Penny is her name, their, their daughter. Penny will wake up, and uh, usually before me, <laughs> and uh, I'll be, like, asleep on the couch. And so I wake up, and she's watching cartoons already. And I, like, looked up, and I was like, why do I recognize these yeah, characters? Yeah, yeah. I've, you know? And then I realized that that's what it was. It's a whole animated show that takes place in the Mr. Rogers universe so starring cool. Daniel. The Land of Imagination. Yeah, that's so And I think cool. that's what it's It might be called, like, Daniel's Land of Imagination or something like that. I can't well, remember. Because he exists in... Because the, there's... If you remember on the show, yep. there was Mr. Rogers' apartment or house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then they would take the trolley to yep. the Land of Imagination. And he was never there. Mm-mm. Mostly because he was voicing the puppets, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also because he didn't exist there. It was just imagination. Yep. You had your talking head. You had King Fred of the 13th. And <laughs> yeah, all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was his name, King Fred of the 13th. It sounds, so it sounds like a villain, And they actually though. show a scene where, where King Fred is talking about how, like, uh, change scares him, so he wants to build a wall. Oh it's my like, gosh. Was this was yeah. this forty years ago? Yeah, that's was crazy. this forty motherfucker? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Mister Rogers still continues to exist for mm-hmm. the current generation, that's which wonderful. I think is like beautiful and awesome. He's been dead for fifteen years, yep. and it was like he was never gone as soon as this started. That's amazing. This is one of those like America homework movies, yeah. which is I why it, it ultimately made Do, my list. Can I ask one quick question? Yes. And then I swear we'll move on no. to Jacob's next movie. You cannot. Do they address the story? And this is a story I've heard. Congress? I, I, no. Oh. I don't know how true this is. It's just a story I've heard about him. Uh, so I, I believe he actually lived in Western Pennsylvania. I, mm. I think he that's right. He was from uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. And uh, I was out there for a job that I was on a couple years ago, and a guy was telling me, oh, Mr. Rogers is from this neighborhood. The, the mm-hmm. place that I was in was apparently where he was from. And he told me the story. He was like, you know, he got his car stolen one time. And I was like, oh, really? He was like, yeah, some, you know, some kid like stole his car or whatever. 48 hours later, car turned up back in his driveway with a note on it that said, Mr. Rogers, I'm so sorry. I had no idea this really? was your car. If I had known it was yours, I never would have taken it, and I'll never take something again. I mean, I like believe that. it. It's not in the movie, okay. which is why I might not believe right. it, because yep. you think that would be that there. That seems like a beautiful... Yeah, it, yeah it's... it. <laughs> that certainly, as a parable, speaks to yeah. the spirit yeah, of, exactly. of what he represents. Like you stole a car from a gangster, and you're afraid of him, but it's the opposite. Right. It's so nice that yeah. you want to give it back you to know, him. Though, that, that represents <laughs> the lesson there, is that someone did something wrong. Yeah. They thought of Mr. Rogers' kindness. And then rather than him just being like, we're going to send you to jail, you punk, then you'll learn. And our whole vengeance-based society thinks that way. But instead, they would return it and go, he's so nice. And you know what? I I need to do that, too. I can do that, too. And like whether that's true or not, that does speak to quite literally the parable of his life. Yeah, exactly. It's it's fucking phenomenal. Uh, I got to see it. (laughs) By review, I said, it's lovely as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's... uh, it really is. It's like out now. It or? is out now. Yeah. It's at the I think it's at the Ritz right now. I'm yep. gonna see this I movie passed it. Thanks, movie pass. <laughs> so glad to see we you're still with us and doing we well. We used uh, movie pass to see. Oh yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all the movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, hit us with your number nine. All right, it's been a great year for horse movies. My number nine oh. is Lean on Pete. Have either of you guys seen it? I have, I have not. not. 
Okay. I only saw one horse movie this year, and it's the so one many. where there's a dead horse yeah, in the beginning. So <laughs> the one I bumped off an honor, another honorable mention I want to do real quick is the rider. Lean on Pete and the rider are very similar in theme. And yeah, I've heard nothing but great, great stuff about both. both tremendous them, yeah. movies. I just decided there's only room for one. They're both really Fair good. Enough. The writers, uh, they're both very, very sad. I can't even. They're uh, that's why I rejected yeah, them. Is because one, <laughs> so like sad. horses, like they freak me out a little. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm a little afraid of horses, so yeah. I, I just tend not to feel. You, yeah. you do your thing. <laughs> Liam and Pete reminded me of. Um, I had a. It, this it, isn't. I like to mosey, mosey. You know, <laughs> so I don't need to get into horses. It's All right, like guys, a, I'm out. A young guy that goes. He he uh, he doesn't really have any parents. He doesn't really have any family. She's trying to get by. He just goes from place to place. He meets Steve Buscemi, who's great in this movie. <laughs> he plays the horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I won't spoil anything about it because it's a very not an epic, but he goes on a journey and a lot of stuff happens to him. It's very sad again, but it's just about this resilient kid and his horse. Uh, the ending is beautiful and made me cry. It's a really good like Americana road film. I'm trying to think of what and it reminded me of. Lean, Lean on, on Pete. Pete? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which again, very similar to the writer and story and whatnot. But uh, it's great, and I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but it made me feel a bunch of shit. Great scenery and, like, western desert scenery. Yeah. There's just a bunch of scenes of this kid. Who uh, made it? The desert. Ooh, I can't. Andrew High, I want to say. Uh, I think that's the director's name. Charlie Plummer is fantastic in the lead role. Uh, Steve Zahn pops up later. Oh, I love Steve Zahn. Yeah, it's all-around great movie. Again, I can't remember what it reminded me of, but it reminded me of something. Oh, it reminds me of Brokeback Mountain in a real oh, okay. way. Yeah. I kind of love Brokeback Mountain. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. That movie is- that's actually one of. that I missed. I haven't seen Brokeback. I got made fun of in, in like eighth grade for saying it should have won Best Picture instead of Crash. Oh, yeah, I should also just throw this turns out, out there. You're right. Yeah. Morgan <laughs> Neville is the guy who did Won't You Be My Neighbor. He also did 20 Feet from Stardom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I believe okay. was an Oscar winner. Yep. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lean on Pete, great movie. It's uh, it's one of those ones that won't be in any Oscar conversations because it, when it came out in the year, but it should be. Right. It was very, very solid. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about doing the list right now at the, this point in the year is we tend to talk about movies that probably do deserve some recognition and don't often get it because they came out so early in the yeah, year. It's a shame. Yeah. yeah. Zodiac yeah. would have been nominated for a bunch of Oscars yeah. if it had come out in October yep. instead of March. Yep. Ah, that was the best movie of that yeah. year. Yeah, that's sure. the best movie of that decade. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we're on the same page. I tend to make very bold, sweeping statements oh, yeah, that, that I retract one. later about movies. Oh no, that's how I roll. I but I love that you know Jacob. That's board. Jacob's like bread and butter. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> yeah. But I I do it about things I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about things I despise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get the urge, but I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying over here, guys. Uh, I don't know if this is going to pop up on anybody's list. I know it won't pop up on Dan's, uh, but maybe it'll pop up, pop up on Jacob's. I'm not sure. Uh, I knew this was going to be on my list uh, no matter what, and I this one kind of plays into what I think might be one of the themes this year. Black Panther's my number nine. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I For a minute, I was about to get offended. I'm like, how do you know I don't have this? On? And then I have a rule about Because you have a rule that. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know me. You do, you do know I, me, though. I know you. <laughs> you know me pretty well. Uh, <laughs> I know you. I know you downstairs mix up. That's a weird uh, uh, Mighty Boosh reference. I get it, <laughs> <laughs> old Greg. Uh, so uh, Black Panther uh, is. I, I think not only did I like this movie like a lot, uh, and that's as somebody who is kind of a vocal like uh, not Marvel detractor. I like the Marvel movies, but like uh, uh, what They're would you call that? Steam. Not not. But I'm like a I'm like a skeptic. I'm like yeah, a Marvel yeah, yeah. skeptic kind. You don't believe they exist. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I so this movie I thought was great. It like it really worked for me just as a Marvel movie, as a superhero movie, as a comic book movie, it's a, damn a big fine action, action flick, movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's really good. 
But it also is just, I mean, this will be the most important movie of 2018 to for some sure. extent, you know? For sure. Um, and, it's in and my I, honorable mentions, but yep. it's not in my top 10, but it's fuck, It's a fucking phenomenon in the best way. Yes. My mom watched it with me. Yeah. Like it's, she just wanted to watch it because so many people have talked yep. about it to her. It's it, great. It, it is It is an extremely important movie, I think. I think it is going to be one of the, the, the 2018 defining movies. Mm-hmm. It might even be one of the decade defining movies, honestly, once we, we go back and reflect. and I think our episode on it, says so much about it just in terms of Michael's reaction to it. Yeah. One thing that he said that always stuck with me about it is he said it's so wild to see, you know, what is supposed to be and and I mean where is Wakanda? Is it in Africa? It's in Africa. But yep. you know, it's supposed to be this African uh, country and he was yep. like and it's the one time that you see this and it's just not beaten down or right. in squalor. It's an it's aspirational like, view not of how Africa for that typically yeah. is. It's just that's the image we get of yes, it because exactly. that's that's the stories we tell of it. And it's like, no, this yeah. is just like there's a city, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it is. I, I it, it's that weird thing where it's like I don't even really know what I have to say about it beyond it's important. It's important for a good goddamn reason, and it's fucking good. And it's good. You it know, doesn't even have to be important yeah, to be as good as exactly. It is. It's, and it's important. The, the fact yep. that it's both of those things simultaneously and almost mutually exclusive of each other, you know, is amazing. I think, mm-hmm. uh, it, and and truly, I think Coogler is like the future of Hollywood to me. Oh, like, he's, this is his third movie, and his it. first two movies are masterful. Are yes. incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's he's insane. Yeah, it. it's uh, him and Michael B. Jordan are going to take over Hollywood, and they should. He's younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I fucking hate him. <laughs> right? He's he's younger than me. And when he made his yeah. first excellent movie, he was a lot younger. Yeah. Than yeah. Me. yeah. It's he's wild. A, he's a genius filmmaker. He made yeah. the best Rocky movie. Black yeah. Panthers, I watched uh, the best Rocky movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Black exactly. Panther is just so colorful yep. and never boring for a second. Nope. Every actor and it's great. Every character. And in I believe it with is a cool, much compelling. less budget than than typical for I think Marvel. so, too. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Goes to show that I think they that took a, the right quote unquote risk on it. it you know? Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. it was a risk. Yeah. It paid off. It paid it off so much. Trounced the box office. Yeah. Hasn't it made more domestically than Infinity War did? Probably. I, it, I, so. I don't know if that's still true. Uh, it might not be true. Yeah. When I saw it, but for a long time, Infinity War, still the in theater theaters. was packed. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's the thing. Packed. Black Panther is still, still in theaters right now. It came out in February. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the last time that happened was like Batman '88. And you, you know, know what I mean? Like, if I'm bored, I would see it again. Yeah. I would really have no problem. I saw it three times in Movie Pass because that was back when you could still see the same thing over and over again. I can't see it again because I already saw it Movie Pass. They ruined it. It's uh yeah, it's just it's it's a wonderful movie that I I I just am like kind of grateful for, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to it. But I think it does play into maybe one of the themes of, of 2018 movies that I think, right that I think is pretty um, interesting. At the end of Infinity War, this is the Black Panther supporting cast is still alive. Yeah, <laughs> like right. so I hope they kill Black Panther, I, yeah, but not the rest. I really of his want cast. Mumbaku and yeah. Okaye to be yeah. like running alongside oh, yeah. the Avengers in number four. Oh yeah, be, they did, should be like did main Shuri characters. Get disappeared? I'm, I don't think I don't they remember. show her. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I've like also been wondering about like thing. Aunt May. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's so many unanswered yeah. questions. I know. I did. That I like. I, I don't like to be this guy, but because I am like the the Infinity War detractor, I did think it was really funny that the the, the directors put out a whole article where they about discussed who, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was still alive, and I was like, listen, if you got to release an it's article so oh, about yeah. your movie to explain it to people, you might have fucked up. Yeah, it's so yeah. dumb that they're in a situation where any casting or shooting news for Spider-Man right. 2 and Guardians is yeah. technically a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Because yeah. they're obviously happening. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should have just introduced like hardcore time travel, and then they could do anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. End yeah. Of the movie, the, the credits tag should be like, it's okay, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, We know, too. Yeah, Just pretend that it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, about uh, Black Panther, one of those things that uh, 
that I think is important about it. I always said, like, you know, people uh, made fun of Obama and they're like, you didn't do anything. You got the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Literally him being the first black president is more than enough to get that prize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just because of the, the I don't want to say the tokenism of it. No, but no, no. Like, the the cultural weight of that. You know, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, Kumail Nanjiani had a quote after the Oscars where yep. he said, you know, now, you know, like a white person will watch a movie that doesn't look like them and have to learn how to identify with it. It's easy. I've been doing it my whole, my whole life. life. And Black Panther is 100% proof of how easy oh that is. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, it resonated with black people because they finally saw themselves in a non-downtrodden yep. state. And it resonated with me just the same as, as Spider-Man would. Yeah. Because it really isn't that hard to do. And the These... fact that it's not hard for me and means so much to someone else who who gets to experience something that, frankly, I've seen so often I'm bored by... Like that that's just a win yeah, that's awesome. for everybody. These are huge. And there's still people who reject that win. And this movie is the one that no one can no, reject. Yeah. So like my Nobel Peace Prize goes straight to Black Panther. Yeah. yeah you, like the, that's what it means. These it's movies beautiful. are about being human. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, that, that's a little reductive. Like you but know, Black Panther takes, is about being black is, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, not about being human. Right. It's just that being human takes a million different colors, yes. and we see predominantly one and just pepperings of others. Right. And here is a mainstream thing that appeals to everybody. Yeah. That gives that to one of the you know pepper factions. Right. And just has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that. You can no longer make the excuse that it's not feasible. Right. It's insanely feasible. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. It's and, the, and, and the point I was trying to make when I said it's it's about being it, it's about being human and doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. relatable. It doesn't matter what the person looks like that you're looking at that's doing good in the world. That's it's about being a person and trying to do good mm-hmm. and do right. That should be relatable to everybody, regardless of who they're looking at. And you the know? more we see it, the more people to be yep. relatable to. Exactly, absolutely. Yep. The, the money shot in that movie of him running up the hill while the jet is shooting at him and oh him jumping God. over the guys and throwing a spear at the jet. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Just like Thor coming into Wakanda. Like yes. I feel this thrill that I'm seeking when I go to the movies yep. at that part. It's yeah. really good. Great I love Black Panther. Yeah. I love, love the it. whole idea of his suit, the more of a beating it takes, yeah. the more yeah. powerful yeah. he cool. gets. <laughs> but what a great thematic resonance it's to, to the plight the of black the black man in America. In America. Just, but even you're cooler. gonna have to take it, but if you make that your strength, we can turn it into you know, we can lift everyone's voice and yeah, make yeah. them sing. It's you just gotta awesome. it, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Dan. Your number nine. Uh, my number nine was a movie that I, I know is not on your list because nobody fucking saw it because it was in <laughs> Philly for like a week. Yeah. But um, I had the fortunate uh, d- uh, situation to be able to review it and interview the director, uh, David Frayne. He directed The Cured. Uh, the Cured is an Irish zombie movie that I'm so fucking tired of zombie movies. I'm done with it. There yeah. is nothing else you can do with it. And he found something really new, really thematically resonant and just really scary and clever. What it is, it has Ellen Page, too, and she's awesome in it. Uh, What it is is it takes place after a 28 Days Later style outbreak. Okay. We've discovered a cure. And the cure uh, cures, it cures, I think, like 95% of people, something like that. So there's a 5% of incurables that they have locked up. Okay. But if you were one of these rage zombies and you're cured and you get the cure, you still remember everything you did as a zombie and so now you have these people getting uh, reintegrated into society from these prisons that have to meet up with their family members and it's like i remember eating dad you remember me eating dad can things go back to the way they used to be 
And then it just becomes a, you know, it becomes this existential question of for some people, yeah, for other people, no. But then there's this culture war between we don't yeah. want them back. We don't trust them. You know, so what? So what if they've been cured? You know, they, they did what they did, that kind of a thing. And so it just it it ends up being a story just about the separation of culture based on something arbitrary, but real. Mm-hmm. And it speaks to the way that we divide by race, by class, uh, even on local interpersonal things, just by situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a really cool thing that they explore much deeper than than you would expect in a zombie movie. That's really that interesting. Also, ultimately delivers on like a really fucking like gnarly, gruesome zombie. Oh, movie. really? It's actually yeah. still because like the way you describe it, it, it sounds more left. like a. Yeah, oh no, there are zombies okay. left. And, sounds great. But Sorry. see, that's the other thing too is that there are these, there are zombies that go. I just want to be back to normal, and they're trying their best. And then there's zombies that are like, well, you don't want me back because I'm a zombie? Well, I'm just going to fucking own that then. How's that? You know? And so then it becomes, there's resistance groups that are made up of the cured. You know? It's it's really, really cool. Um, Lots of good twists and turns and just like, ah, shit moments. So... It stuck with me. Oh, I love lot. it. Zombies yeah. as a thing are so fucking played out at this point. The mm-hmm. Netflix movie Cargo is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. That's like, the one with Martin Freeman? Yeah. It's got like an interesting kind of spin on it. it, I, it not really. It's good. It's solid. Yeah. It's like everything you've seen, but a little different. But 15 years too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you guys know what's going on with The Walking Dead and how like most of the cast is just fucking leaving the show? Isn't Andrew Lincoln leaving yeah, the show? Yeah. And it's crazy that, that like the, the main character is the lead guy. He's yeah. Rick. They killed the son off. I don't care. Oh, he, did they? Yeah. The, who's the main, like, like forward yeah. character in the comics. I don't care about spoiling the show for your listeners. I'm I, sorry. I stopped after the I first stopped watching the second season because, I'll say it, I, th- I thought that that show was garbage. It was pretty, <laughs> it was always been pretty bad, but it had some fucking heights in, like, seasons yeah. four and five. It was really good in mm-hmm. some episodes. It's just, like, one of the slowest and longest and saddest, like, down spirals of a, what was a good TV show. It's fucking yeah. crazy. It's like crazy how much it abuses its audience. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible show. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad I stopped. Yeah, yeah you're not missing I left anything. with Darabont. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, yeah. Well, he's sort of crazy, but it, he should have stayed the showrunner. He deserves to be crazy. He's involved he's in multiple. He's, he's involved he's in a great. lawsuit with AMC. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can like read his emails he sent to people working at AMC on The Walking Dead, where he's just screaming at them. I have read those. I yeah. thought you meant the AMC theater. I was uh, like, yeah, what does he do it at the theater? Yeah, he he manages the theater. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's falling. That probably is what he's doing. Yeah. He well, he manages the majestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean it to turn into TV. I'm sorry. Oh no, no that's good. Not, but I think that goes to show, like. We really have had this consistent influx of so zombie many. material mm-hmm. for a decade now, yeah. Yeah. even yeah. more. Because pre and pre The Walking Dead, we were like in a glut of zombie. We movies. were running out yeah. of of, yeah. and it's just. I think what impressed me most about the Cured is that I went into it just thinking like, all right, this will probably be a decent foreign. It's Irish, yeah, be a decent little Irish uh, zombie movie. Yeah. And then it was like, oh no, that was dare I say something new? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was very cool. That's to me. cool. So yeah, you know. awesome. The uh, Cured, Jacob. You guys are all going to love my number eight. I think it's probably on some of your list. I'm not sure. Game Night. Great movie. That is one of my honorable mentions, so thank you for putting it on your list. It's really stuck with me. It's it's one of the best studio comedies released in a while, first of all. Yes, agreed. 100% agreed. Studio comedies are fucking garbage. Yep. That and Blockers, which is another honorable I mention. Seen that yet. And uh, I'll throw an honorable comedy mention in there. If a comedy was going to make my list this year, it would have been Super, Super Trooper Sue. I thought about it too. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I apologize. But also uh, Game Night is so fun yes. and inventive. There's, yes. this, there's so many funny elements of it. Jesse yes. Plemons is fucking incredible He's, in it. Jesse Plemons might be my favorite performance <laughs> in a movie this year. <laughs> it's inc- it's he a is so funny. 
He's I've always liked him a whole lot because of Breaking Bad and Fargo. Yeah. Uh, he's just tremendous in it. There's this thing in the movie where he's scary the, funny. <laughs> yes, that's really, tough he's to do. Really scary to be and really that's funny. That like goofy funny, but also where you're like, I, I'm not gonna touch him. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's really tough. You to do, do not trust that character the moment he comes on screen. He's terrifying. Yeah. He's but you hilarious. like, you do like yeah. him. He's so funny. <laughs> um, I love the way it's shot. I love the script. Agreed. All the actors are good. There's this thing with Lamorne, Lamorne Morris's girlfriend. So oh, she yes. hooked up with Denzel Washington when they were that on a break. That is such and a funny joke. The way it plays out is so funny. That is such a funny <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, without spoiling it for people, as that joke started playing out, the person I was watching it with, I was like, wait, but that's... And then that became the joke, you know? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? The way it plays out is so fucking yeah. funny. I, that's a movie you should not read any spoilers for. Yes, so. The script has so many twists and turns. Agreed. I love it. Great movie. You know what I'll say about it without having to spoil anything is so it's written and directed, I believe, by John Francis Daly and his partner, whose name I can never remember. I don't know either. Um, they wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. They wrote Spider-Man Homecoming. They, they directed the, the Vacation yeah, reboot. Not as much of a hit. That movie was <laughs> bloody dog shit. Yeah. That was one of the worst movies ever. Yeah. That might be the, the worst thing that's ever happened to my eyes. People were very like worried I about Spider-Man based yes, on based the on their work I wasn't on too worried. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, vacation, whatever. Well, and that's the, what the I... thing about Vacation is there's nothing there to right. work with. That sucks. There's nothing there to work with. And then you throw Ed Helms on top of it and you get less to work <laughs> with. <laughs> well, and so that's what I want to say about this movie is that like these are two guys that have been working in Hollywood forever and have been doing good Dish work to varying degrees yeah. for a Jonathan long time. Jonathan Goldstein. Jonathan Goldstein, right. And I believe they also wrote Horrible Bosses. I think I'm right yes. about that. Oh, that yes. movie sucks too. Right. See, and I, I like that movie actually, but so but that's the thing, is and that movie is a very like this kind of thing where it's like I like it, you don't like it. It's very mm. much that kind of movie. Middling comedy kind the, of Exactly. They've been I like part one. I didn't really much like part two. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see part two. <laughs> I like okay. that we're referring to them as part one and yeah. part two. <laughs> uh, chapter one. Yeah, horrible yeah, exactly. bosses, chapter yeah. two. Imagine if the horrible bosses came out as horrible bosses part yeah. one. You know, like <laughs> Horrible Bosses Election Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible Bosses Anarchy. <laughs> I'd watch Horrible Bosses Election Year. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that pitch. Game Night is a huge, huge step up for both of them in both regards. It is. Directing yeah, sure. and writing. It's like I love Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that's the best script that they they had written up to that point. I really do like that movie. Um, but I re- Game Night is like a huge step up for both of them. Yeah, that movie very, looks um, great. It's really fun. It does look like a fucking like like high budget, really fully directed movie. Yeah, it's crazy. it's, it's yeah. really good. And the other thing is that a lot of people have been talking about this in their reviews, and I didn't even think about this when I was watching it. But it really, I, I this is definitely something I responded to in the movie without knowing it. All of the jokes in the movie are are from the movie. Mm. The jokes yeah, just like are all built into the plot and the character yeah. dynamics. Yeah. They're not just like non sequitur things that actors are improvising to each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that wonderful scene. It's this and it's like the pinnacle of the movie for me when they're tossing around the fabric. Yeah, I was gonna egg, mention that. It looks it's amazing. Like a continuous shot, but it's all done. So much comedy we have now we love because it's unrehearsed. Yes. It's this unrehearsed quality. And it's awesome. It's very funny. That's oh, a yeah. scene. It looks but what like... I love is rehearsed comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and not that I have a preference of no, one no, or no. The yeah, other, yeah, but yeah. because we've trended towards the post Apatow, of mm-hmm. uh, you know, post Mumblecore, uh, uh, yeah, spontaneous, improvisational, spontaneous kind of, comedy, yeah, yeah. where the director's cut is better because of the improvisation. Yep. We, uh, we've just kind of moved away from the joy of well-rehearsed, yep. well-put-together, well-choreographed well choreographed, comedy. Yep. Yeah. And this movie, kind it has all of that, but it also does do the off-the-cuff improvisational yes. character stuff. And so it's so thorough with everything I love about comedy. Yep. And I'm, I'm a fucking 
comedy movie cynic, and I don't know why, but I just a lot of them were terrible. A lot of them were bad. Studio and as soon as I'm out, I'm out. Yeah. And that's and this one had me because it was just a good movie. Yeah. yeah. The studios released so many just clunker fucking comedies, like scripts that were bad for TV. So someone just chunked it up and put like dumb Apatow improvisers in it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like there can be three whole years worth of when a good comedy doesn't come out from a major studio. Yeah. But this We've was had a great. And that year. that scene that the the scene where they're running around the house throwing the, the egg back and forth. Looks like a fucking Indiana Jones chase scene. Like yeah. you said, it's so choreographed and hard to both for the actors to do and to shoot. Yep. It's just really entertaining. I love that movie. And you can show it to like your parents. Like it's yeah. Not oh, yeah, totally. Show. It's my not super filthy or raunchy. Yeah. I bet my parents would like that too, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right, it's not super raunchy. It's, no, it's just yeah. like all pretty just funny, funny it's stuff. It's not childish yeah. either. No, no, no. no, no. There was no point People where I just felt shot. like I was watching. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but it's the pinnacle of comedy. It's just a great movie. And if there's one thing 2018 has taught us, it's that. Yeah. People getting shot is, is funny. <laughs> yeah, and forgive me for this. Uh, That's I, terrible. That is sorry. terrible. Uh, sorry, this is about to be terrible too because I really I'm about to try and compliment this. Terrible person. part two. Who, yeah, who plays who plays uh, Jason Bateman's wife? What Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. I could not remember her name. Going back to her comedy roots because yes. she's become a legit actress. I know, she's a great actress. And she's actually one that at first I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm into mm-hmm. her, and now like mean I girls. seek her out. Yeah, yeah. yeah mean she's girls been is good great. for like ten years. She's yeah. really good in this movie. She calls the dude a little bitch at one yeah. point. <laughs> it's, she's laugh really funny in this <laughs> yeah, movie. And her and Bateman have a really good rapport. They, they have great. I do chemistry. feel like they're married. Yeah. I do feel that like, because like, the whole thing is about their like unquenchable their competitive, competitive edge. nature. They're yeah. great with that. It's yeah. adorable. Even. Yeah, it's. I know. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked that movie a lot. I'm really glad it's on your list because yeah. I I toyed with putting that in the number ten slot. It's, but. it's earned its spot up there. I've watched it yeah. like twice since it came out on home release. It's just super fun. Also, so good, good call on it being a good parent movie. I'm totally bringing that yeah. home. Yeah, because yeah, I, I go was home. thinking about it. Like, love it. There's nothing super uncomfortable to watch with your parents in that movie. Yeah. I'm going to spoil one joke from that movie. Yeah, I think it's the most well-written one, and uh, it's when he's trying to get her to think of Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's doing the whole thing, and he's like, and we saw him at the, like, Sabaro or whatever, and we're yeah, like, yeah. why is he not? And she's like, I don't know. He's like, come on. Uh, uh, hey, what was the movie he suggests? I think... Uh, He's oh he's like he's the he says the Hulk yeah he's the yeah. Hulk yeah. and they're like oh uh, uh, Lou Ferrigno yeah. he's like no 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 later and they're like Mark Ruffalo he's yeah. like no 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 earlier he's like uh, he's like uh, Primal Fear and like Richard Gere was never the Hulk <laughs> it really works too because so like good. no one talks about the Norton yeah. Hulk yeah. movie yeah. ever yeah why would he pick the Hulk yeah Richard Gere's never been there. like That's that had the so exact funny. same sort of rapport as the this is a Halloween mess yeah yeah, yeah. Michael Myers yeah, from yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. well you know what it reminds me of is a great joke in Super Troopers 2 where the Canadian cops are just like at home drinking together uh-huh. and they're playing so it's three Canadian cops uh, what are the, Mounties right yeah and uh, one of them one of them is trying to tell them about a Danny DeVito movie <laughs> And the prank that they're playing on him is that they don't know who Danny DeVito is, but they're trying to convince him that he doesn't know who Danny DeVito is. They're very aware that he's correct, that it is a Danny DeVito movie, and he's talking about Danny DeVito. But they're trying to convince him that he's wrong, that it's not Danny DeVito. So he keeps going like, no, man, it is Danny DeVito. It's the Penguin. And they go like... it's like like Will Sasso. uh, I can't think of the guy's name from uh, Tucker and Dale, not Alan Tudyk, but the other guy. Oh, yeah, uh, Tyler Labine. Yeah, Tyler Labine. It's very complicated. and they're Sounds all great. doing French Canadian yeah. accents, and so they're going like, like they're going like, "Yeah, man, it's Danny DeVito." <laughs> is that it's, a French Canada? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, man, it's Danny DeVito. Is that where Triumph is? <laughs> 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 
There's there's a great gag in Super Troopers too. If we're gonna honorable mention yeah, this, where Farva like they have to test a bunch of drugs at one point, and so he's chewing up his pills, and they're like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, well, it's still gonna work faster, you idiot. Just, you know. But then later he's swallowing Eminem's hole, and they're like, "Why are you swallowing Eminem's hole?" And he's like, "Whatever, it's all going to the same place." And so that like, sounds really funny. I didn't see it. I've never seen the first one. That's a total blind I, you, spot for me. You know what? Oh, man. I, I really recommend those movies. They I'll are check them out. they are dumb stoner comedies through and through but that's all they are and they're great at it those like, guys just, have such yeah. good interaction it's, I was going to yeah. say something but I'll save it for my number 7 I, re- I, I want to talk about another movie like that but I, okay. I had the lowest expectations for it and I had a, such a great, had a great time, time yeah. yeah. Dan, Dan and I went in kind of wanting to like Super Troopers yeah. too because we like the first one we like those guys but I don't think either of us expecting it to be like great uh, I didn't expect it to be Almost exactly yeah. as good as the original. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. we had it, such a blast together watching mm. that, and it made a lot, like a pretty good. Because Farmer's the worst. Yeah, Farmer's <laughs> the worst. He came out on four twenty, which is yep. great yep. and exciting, oh, yeah. and it was crowdfunded. <laughs> yeah, you know, fully crowd. crowdfunded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all that. That's, that's the Farva's character trait is that in any situation he's the worst, and I had never thought of it. And Garrett, <laughs> before Garrett's like, yeah, he's funny because he's the worst all the time. And so throughout the whole movie, we're both baked, yeah. and we're watching. And every time he does something, one of us will be like, man, Farva's the worst. <laughs> like, he really is the worst. And he is literally everywhere that comes out of his mouth would merit the reaction of you just being like, my God, he's the fucking worst. Like, what a good character. Yeah. And it's amazing that look, the exact same amount of time has passed between Super Troopers and Super Troopers 2 as had passed between Return of the Jedi and Episode 1. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And so when that happened, it was just like, I didn't realize it, but I missed Farva because yeah, I yeah. love how he's the worst. <laughs> That movie was really it's enjoyable. So Any yeah. movie they make a sequel to that long after the fact and it's not like a total shit show, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. That's how that's I really feel cool. about it. Yep. It all it had to do to please me was not be the worst. Yeah. And it was almost the best. Yeah. It, it, it was so really cool. fun. Yeah. I def- so game night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's great. You should watch it. Uh, well, I you know it almost made my list actually, but basically uh, my number ten spot was going to be a, a comedy movie. I just kind of knew, and I was trying to figure out Super Troopers two or, or, or Game Night, or and I, I went with Feudal and Super Gesture just because that one actually That's sat with a me. really good pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about it, so go for your next one. Well, so my number eight. This might surprise you, Dan, because uh, we had a we saw this together and we had a discussion afterwards uh, where I think we both kind of agreed that like you know what this we really liked this movie. I think your number eight's my number eight for real. Is it, is it upgrade? It is. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> Very exciting. All right, so we walked up. out of this movie. So Dan, and I got to see a preview screening. Thank you, Dan. He 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 took me along to a preview screening. That he had no, this was actually thank you to Cinadelphia. Oh, we got okay. to sign up. Uh, this was not a review. Oh, this was just uh, out of the kindness of our oh, editor's heart. I yes. thought I was just getting along to one of your review nope. movies. Oh, that's nope. great. Uh, so anyway, I didn't uh, review. I wanted to review upgrade, huh. but I don't think there was a screener. To review. So I, I think you like. I think so. The night we saw it, this, this is my recollection of that night. Is I, I had a blast watching it. It was really fun and cool. And uh, Lee Wannell, the director, was there. Uh, he did a quick Q and A beforehand. Uh, it was really funny and, uh, and uh, had some interesting things to say. But so we get out of the movie, and I was like, yeah, that was good. That was cool. That was really cool. It was maybe like a little hollow or like mm. a little shallow. Like it didn't. I was a little hotter on it than you were. You were. But I still just didn't. I, I never would have thought it would make my list. Strange feeling. You, like it leaves you with this sort of unpleasurable feeling. I saw yeah. it in Delaware last week. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It's not yeah. on my list, but I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, we were we were kind of like, all right, it feels. It, it was good. It was cool. I couldn't stop thinking about that yeah. movie. That movie was a blast. And you know, I had this weird realization, and this makes me sound like a terrible movie critic, but I had this weird realization with that movie where I was like. I love RoboCop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I fucking love just like 
uh, uh, Cronenberg, like like weird sci-fi action movies that are not necessarily the quote-unquote best movies. They're yeah. not. They're not the highest quality. Cinema. Yeah, they're not yeah. high bar cinema, you know. But they're great movies that I love, and I was like, that's exactly what that fucking movie mm-hmm. is. But because it's not twenty years old, I go into it with a certain expectation of like. Oh, it can. He wanted be, it to be shinier. Yeah, yeah. like it can be yeah. that cool, but it also needs to be smart. You have and, like a modern chip you know. on your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. stuck with me yeah. about it though is that a lot of movies almost are like these knowing throwbacks, and this one, although it was like a, a genre throwback, yes, for sure, and it did sort of have the pace of those older movies that we forgive their foibles with yeah, time. Yeah. There, at no point did I feel like it was doing like a Tarantino-y stuff. No, I which, agree. This with is you. not an insult to Tarantino. No, um, he does that better than anybody. Right, but. You know, it just it didn't have that sort of. There was we're never, trying to do something crazy. Like it reminded me of the guest, where it was yes. like, yeah, it's it belongs with those, but it's actually like it's kind of its own thing. It's in a not way. trying to wink at me. Yeah, about yeah. being one of those movies. Ex- exactly. You know. That's, yeah. It, it just it is one of those movies. It's mm-hmm. not, but it's not trying to like signal to me that like, hey. I'm a RoboCop movie, mm-hmm. you know? It's like it's not doing that. It's, it's not just... trying to tap into any of my nostalgia right. to invoke those movies. It's trying to tap into what those movies initially tapped into yes. in me. And I think that's where it really succeeds. Yeah. And that's why I made my list. Yeah, same. Because the more and more I think about it, it's just like... like, like it, it was the kind of movie that... My favorite movies and why those old genre movies work is that you see them and you go, I can make a movie. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I saw this, you're, I was like... You know what? Yeah, just with a little imagination, you can yeah. make a goddamn movie. Yeah. That's a damn good one. And it's a really good one. I also think that Logan Marshall Green is, like, incredible in it. Oh, yeah. He, he's, like, really good in it and stood out to me as really good in it. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, no, he's fucking amazing in yeah, that movie. I, I don't think he's amazing, but I think he's very interesting and in making a ton of choices that mostly really pay off. Here, well, and I question <laughs> who else could do it. Yeah. And and sell it in the way that he did. Yeah, that's, like, that's what I mean by amazing. So there's yeah. like a very particular, he's very well cast. For there's this. a very particular thing he's doing in this movie that when I think about it, I'm like, I don't know who else you cast to do this. He has to do, and he has to be the one that does it because of the way these fight scenes are face. shot. Yep. He has to do this incredible fight choreography that's very fast paced and super choreographed, like really organized. And, and also yeah, credit yeah, yeah. to and the precise. stunt people. Yes, oh, absolutely. Fight. absolutely. Uh, they're doing God's work here. Yeah, yeah. You'll never see a face. The action yeah. and the way it's shot in this movie is just tremendous. Yeah. But because of it, it has to be him. So he's learning all his choreography. It's very precise. It's very fast. And he has to act like his body is doing all control. of it yep. without <laughs> him actually participating yeah. in it. And him... Being confused yes. and and rejecting yes. these yes. motions, yes. like polar opposite. He yeah. literally his head has to do different uh, a different performance than the rest his of his body. body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And That's the rest cool. of his body has it's to be doing to highly do. choreographed like action. A cool performance. It's yeah. unreal. It's I think it's incredible. It is incredible, yeah. and I think that and like you said, the way the action is shot is awesome, absolutely oh, so phenomenal cool. because it's it's. It's hyperkinetic without yep. being confusing. Yes. But it also speaks to exactly that. It puts us in this motion where we can't really control what's going on. Um, the, the scene is just unfolding in front of us in yeah. a way that our brain just has to process in the moment. Yeah. So we're in his shoes yes. visually. Yeah. And that, that's a really stylish. cool thing to do. Lots of cool. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. That's, I, that's, just lots of awesome tricks. It's very stylish. And it like follows his body movements. Kinda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The camera does. 
Um, I like the ending a lot. I won't spoil it at all. The yeah, I agree. And it was awesome. really cool. Yeah, yeah. super cool. I, like, I had a big smile on my face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking you know, cool. It was one, too, that like, <laughs> it's the only ending that could have existed. Yeah, yeah. Anything and it's the else? one that I should have seen coming. And, and still, when it happened, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. man. It's <laughs> a, I agree. It's a fun movie. I didn't movie. see yeah. that coming, and I should have. Because it's like, mm-hmm. when it ends, it's like, well, yeah, of course that's how this movie ends. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I saw it. Um, I was at my parents' house in Delaware last week, just like super bored. Last day I'm there before I go home. It was a fun afternoon. Uh, I like the design of it a lot. The yeah, car they're in at the beginning. Me too. When they're in that car and it's like they're not driving and the windows are closed, I was like, they should have sex. And then they start. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what everybody's gonna be doing in self driving cars when they can block out the windows. They did a thing with the tech where he was getting the surgery and it was under this oh, sort yeah. of paneled dome. Yeah. yeah and yeah. on the outside of the dome, some of the panels are missing. But oh, that's places awesome. where there are yeah. panels, you see an X ray of him. Yeah. That is a completely cool. <laughs> functionless thing. There's, yeah, there is exactly. no There's logical no reason, reason for it to be like that. Why someone on the outside would need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. and that didn't occur to me till like much, much later <laughs> yeah. because like it totally fit it's that Cronenbergian awesome. tech yes. design. It yep. was like, yeah, yeah, but that was just so cool. I read an interview with a director where he was just like, the studio said your movie's not going to do great because it's a low budget action movie. Yeah, I want more low budget action I, movies. Dude, it's a tiny movie. It's like not. It was like ninety minutes. I think. Yep, yeah, it's like really short. Not only do I agree with you, I actually think it did fairly well I think so for too. its good, small good. release and I small pushed it budget. Pretty hard. Yeah. It had like a good push. Yeah. When I was in California, there I saw plenty of billboards yeah. for it. It was that and Ocean's Eight were the two big yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just think that... Um, similar posters, actually. Yeah, actually. Yeah, we still have the similar color scheme with the red <laughs> yeah, bars. Yeah. Um, both have Kate Blanchett. Um, I wish. Mindy Kaling is smiling in both of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, Lee 1L, he did like Saw. He did a whole bunch of stuff. And it's been a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't care for Cooties that much. He's a good genre writer. I hate writer. the third and fourth Insidious movies. Yeah. But, like, he cut his chops directing the third and fourth Ins- Insidious. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he cut his chops doing that. And it's like... Oh wow! When you free him from from Bullshit. having to do yeah. just like we need somebody associated with the series yeah. to crank out a script and write us another Insidious, yeah, you say yes, you do your best, yeah. and they're fine you your for paycheck. that respect. You do it, yeah. And he carved out this space where he could kind of do his own thing, and it was like, oh shit, he can—he's the whole package. Oh, yeah. he can actually do this. I want to see his next four movies. Mm-hmm. You and know, also as the comic relief in Insidious, and he's even very funny in Cooties, which I didn't care for. Um, oh, he's he plays characters too. in him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, did you see Cooties. Insidious? I didn't. Oh, no. um, did you see Saw? I did. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. yes he's yes. the other That's guy. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yes. So That's right. And he is he good. He can do it. Yeah. He is good. He's yeah. totally... And so it's like, oh, this guy's just... Give him some money because he's clearly working on his his gears are turning yeah. and he can yeah. do it. So and I'm just in. Uh, it's a mid budget action, a low budget action movie. It's not based on a book or a TV show. Right. Yeah. Yep. We don't yep. get enough of those anymore. Yeah. Exactly. It's like an original script. Hundred percent. I read agree. an interview with him where someone asked him like, "Do you do these movies in the hopes that Marvel will call you?" And right. he said, "I'm not really interested in that." He was like, "You know, day of if I get that call, who knows what I'll say?" Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and he was like, it's, "You know, if they call, you know, who knows what I'll say? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say off. yes or yeah. no now." Yeah. He's like, "Because that's just the kind of you know." You, you never expect that. No, call yeah, and you got to play that figure. game too. You're He's not like, gonna, but I'm yeah. more interested in just working in what I like and what I know how to do. And so I, I hope that that just points to him just, you know, being able to get yeah. some funds, make the movies that yeah. he wants, and pump them out. And also, that's kind of cool too, because it's like, all right, cool. So that slot for the next Star Wars actually for someone else who who might serve it better, really you know, yeah. someone yeah. who really wants it. You know, the push for diversity. Someone that he's a, he's a white dude. Yeah. You know, so yep. it's so cool that he just says, I want to stay in my wheelhouse and yep. just. 
That is cool. Punch it out. And I like I'm Logan Marshall Green a whole lot. Great. He's, he's, great so good. he's yeah. good in the Invitation fucking great yeah. movie. He's Love great in Prometheus. Really good Prometheus. Yeah, he's really good in yeah. Prometheus. Uh, he's in Spider-Man for like two minutes, so hard mm. to gauge, but he's pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah, man. he's a Shocker 1. Yeah, he gets, yeah. Yeah. Shocker he gets one. ashed. Yeah. 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 yeah, He's Shocker Part 1. Shocker yeah, the first. Yeah. Yeah, He's. I liked that movie a lot. I'm really glad I made your list too, man. I liked that movie a lot. I struggled with it, and then the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, I... I have been cheesing about this movie Same forever. I, I started working on writing my own stuff just because that movie made me think I could. Yeah. That earns its spot. It is one that I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I was totally like, I, I liked it. I was like, I don't know if I love it. The more I think about it, the more I like it. That's that's how it was for me too. There's the, not much bad to say about yeah. it. It didn't shoot for the moon. Yep. It was a solid line drive, and it hit the fence, and that's what it wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Coming out of it, I was like, oh, man. Line drive. Well yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly Ooh. that. It was like, man, he's I'm on in the third. Park he's coming home. home. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. No, exa- it's happy. exactly that. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I don't love want that everything movie. to be a home run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how we've gotten into this weird place where. At least the casual moviegoer sees every movie as the best one ever made, or the, worst ever. Or yeah, the yeah. absolute yeah. worst. And it's like, yo, good. sometimes a movie can just be, yeah, you know, and like totally upgrade fine. was that. Yeah. You know? Ocean's A was totally fine. If like, I get uh, up early <laughs> enough tomorrow, I'm going to try and see that it's before not cruising very into good. Jersey. They should hire a fucking director for the next one. That's the problem. Yeah. All the acting's great. That's what I heard. Yeah, the, Gary Ross is so fucking boring. And mm. we talked about the aspect of it that I'm horribly upset about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We privately talked about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one we of keep things. it that way for now. I know yeah. it's going to be enjoyable, but to tell you the truth, like that's how I felt about the the third Ocean's what Ocean's Thirteen. Yeah, yeah that, that movie's fine. Okay. There's very little conflict. I, I, I know to... that these superhuman men are going to pull it off. <laughs> so yeah. why not watch a bunch of ladies that I love do it? I want to cool. like take over this franchise so bad. Yeah, yeah. Jacob has good ideas. So many pitches. That's true. I love your your combo idea. Ocean's Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. I swear. It's gonna be. Pretty, I love that it's called Ocean's digitally. Twenty One. We can do like a uh, a Grand Moff Tarkin's uh, Bernie Mac, <laughs> yeah, 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 and get him in, and it'll look great. Yeah. All We're you gotta now. do is say great. like he's fucking rich and he does. He lives in like oh, yeah. he lives in Mumbai. He's the richest man in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. it would, yeah. And if they even just cut to him in bed, just like holding yeah. chalices yeah. and just yeah. nodding, yeah. you I could just, create uh, that believably. Yeah. I, you and should I see it. It's it's fine. It's just I, very blandly directed. Yeah, it's fine. That's uh all right. So upgrade yeah, number upgrade eight for me and my, uh, great pick, I'm guys. so glad that worked out. Yeah, dude, that's it's oh, very that's exciting so funny. that you guys were synced up. Yeah. yeah, it happens. I kind of figured it would end up on your list. It's it because it is my we, kind we've of movie. talked about it yeah. more. We have because like the night of, we're both like you yeah, said, kind of yeah. left like, oh cool, yeah, right on. Yeah. And then as we were uh, reading about how it was yes. made yes. and, and yep. you know all that kind of stuff, it was like, oh, that was kind of. And I just I realized that was neat. This is literally my kind of movie. It's this totally is like a movie of, made for me. This is what I liked when I was eight. Exactly. And that's when I started to become a cinephile. It, exa- yeah. Yep. I'm in. It's yep. Yep. I, I loved that movie. It was great. I'm so glad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Dude. High five me. High five, buddy. Yeah. Boom. Yes. <laughs> Do we both almost fall yeah. off our chairs? Yeah, we did. As a result of that high yeah, five. we almost ruined the podcast. We could have either yeah. missed the high five. Lee Waddle, I hope you're listening. We almost ruined our off. own podcast yeah, right? for this. Yeah. We want to interview you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh Jacob. Number seven is Solo. Oh, oh yeah, it's right on your list. Yes. Yeah, I, I love that it's on your list. I, I have so much to say about this. I'll try to I keep do too. it short. So let's hear it. Obviously, yeah. I'm a huge fucking Star Wars nerd. You yep. guys know me. I yep. love Star Wars toys. Yep. I've watched fucking Empire Strikes Back like I don't know a dozen times in oh, 2018 yeah. alone. Oh really? Uh, I I like I really like what Kathleen Kennedy is doing with Star Wars. I don't really want to talk about it for too long because sure. the discourse surrounding Star Wars movies is fucking terrible. It has become toxic. If you tweet, I like the Star Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Some fucking crazy person with like a Disney's ruining Star Wars Twitter handle will tweet at you. It's just Wait, like they've a, built handles for it. Oh, I've so separated many myself from it entirely. Dude, there's because so many like, accounts. I, yeah, 
I'm on board for Star Wars. I mean, y'all know I feel. I'll yeah. just keep making them. Like if just I don't like this one, I'll see next Before, week's Star Wars. Before Force Awakens, fine. they were batting at a fifty percent average. Like there were mm. six movies, three of them were arguably pretty bad, enjoyable but pretty bad. I just like I want I like Star Wars and I want more Star Wars movies. That's yeah. my scorching hot Ever take since on Star Wars. <laughs> Every movie that they've made since it came back has been yeah. pretty has good. Been has been good to great. Good. Yeah. I, the more and more I think about it, like The Last Jedi, I think the best one's probably Empire, but The Last Jedi is hands down my favorite. It's, it's yeah. fucking hands awesome. Down. It's great. I think The Force Awakens is the weakest out of the four they've made so far. Like yeah. this new era of Lucasfilm. I would agree. Uh, I think Rogue One is up there. Last Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, Force Awakens for me. But this movie had such a nightmare production. I'd like agree with they that. basically shot it twice. I mm. think it comes out pretty good. Whatever your your criticisms of it, they're all totally valid. Like I've heard people say, I just wish it was a movie about characters we don't know instead of Han Solo mm-hmm, and Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. But you I can't like go into a solo movie and not expect it to be about Han yeah, Solo. Yeah. That's <laughs> you I have like, to judge um, it on those terms. I love yeah. the music. I love the way it oh, looks. The music's the cinematography is yeah. awesome. John Powell is one of the best composers working. Yeah, I, I loved the score. The score is fucking yeah. great. I play it. I work in a planetarium. I play it in there all the time. <laughs> nice. It's super fun. Bradford Young um, killing it. Yeah, yeah got a lot of criticism for it that I disagree with. It's because theaters don't have it's theater. Projection, fucking it up. It right. I always, yeah. every time I say Bradford Young, I almost call him Bradley Whitford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I really like the script. I like the the yearning to have an adventure aspect yeah. of it. It feels like a race car movie or a western in I a agree. lot of places. It's All the, the 1950s great. car racing yeah, movie yeah. that George Lucas has been chasing since yes. American much. Graffiti yep. and yep. failed to make. Yep. The genesis of Ron Howard directing it after starring in American Graffiti is pretty cool. Yeah. I feel bad for oh, Lord Miller. I never Mitter. thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's awesome. And and he's, like he's technically a Lucasfilm boy. Yeah, and that is why he, yeah. he was wow. asked to direct The Phantom Menace, but he was probably like, eh, "The script's a nightmare." Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, everything about it. I think Alden Ehrenreich's performance is great. Yeah, really. I don't I like want him them to fucking do a, a Harrison Ford impression. No, no, no. I like him in this a lot. He reads as a younger Harrison Ford. I think flawlessly. He's really good. He does that thing where someone will say something and he's damaged by it. So he'll put his finger up and yeah. talk to them with his finger. <laughs> yeah. There was so when I saw it a second time, there were so many little touches like that that yeah. I found to be so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, when uh, when L three is in tatters yes. and Lando is in metaphorical tatters, and they're like, "Kid, fly the ship." Yeah, and it's one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. so great he because jumps into the seat, but he doesn't jump into the seat right away. He looks at Lando, and Lando gives him the nod that that's okay, and then he goes. And it was like that. That is so Han Solo and so Lando based on what little I have of their relationship uh, just based solely on Empire. And it's those little moments that they were able to tap into that I think a lot of people missed that spoke to me as very true I think to so the too. character. I think people I just have weird block, like blinders on for this yes, movie, yes, like a weird bias it. against it or something. But yep. I really like the script and just all of it. You can say there's that they shouldn't make prequels anymore because it's just answering questions we don't need answered. Yes, that's a valid complaint. Yeah. But also, I like the history of Lando and the Falcon we get mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. on. It makes Lando decades of fan the, fiction that are yeah, all different and, eras yeah. of prequel, there's sequel, been so many side cool. stories that are bullshit. Like it's just time for new shit. I think in the mm-hmm. whole fandom of it, prequels didn't start with the movie prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prequel, uh, right. Prequelizing Star Wars is as old as Star Wars. For sure. There's yeah, like novels and shit. It is what it is. Uh, it makes it makes certain things you see later much cooler. It makes Lando flying the Death Star or the Falcon at the second Death Star fucking cool as shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like he gets his first car back or something. That's I really true. like it. Yeah. Uh, it makes Han's cynicism make sense, even though there's some stuff about him sort of, sort of starting the rebellion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. But you know what, though? I do like the idea that he would almost be clueless to that because I he's moved on it's to the fine. next he's thing. He's like, I'm yeah. trying to go get rich. Yeah. You do your yeah. thing. And it yeah. also, like, the rebellion is of such little importance to him that even, in, you know, when he shows up in, in a New Hope, 
he wouldn't care if he, yeah, he gave that yeah, money. Yeah, he would yeah. just like, whatever, yeah. I got to get That's my next meal and yeah. I got to get to bed. I also just yeah. love uh, Infus Nest in L3. Infus and L3. Infus Nest is like my favorite so new cool. Star Wars character Super cool of character. the new like, generation. It's L3 is our first of the new robots they... that I've thought to remember her name. Oh, sure, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's I, super cool. Was it Karis one? I still don't know that. K2SO. Okay, yeah. Don't get it wrong again. Karis one is a rapper. I got BB-8, but like really the one that sticks with me is L3. Um. I really liked it. I love Star Wars so much. That's I really liked this just, movie a lot yeah. too. I, I'm thrilled. And I was that you primed did. to hate yeah. it, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it. Liked it this seemed movie. like you wouldn't like it. Yeah. Uh, I like this whole era of Lucasfilm a whole lot. I, I want to add this too. The Star Wars Rebel series finale is like as good as any Star Wars movie. You I really want out. to watch I that watch series. It. Fucking actually. incredible! Yeah. I cried my eyes out like while watching this cartoon. And then I was like, I'll just breeze through this. It, yeah. it really blew me away. I like. I just like what they're doing over there. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm into it. I I I want new Star Wars, and have thus far like. Pretty much all new Star Wars. So yeah. I like I And it's in. a shame it yeah. didn't do well financially. They shouldn't have released it in May. They should have held it to December, I, I think. Yep. yep. You know, though, I um, think that the reviews might have been less kind in December, though, because people would have treated it more as an event film maybe. when it's clearly a filling in the gaps film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, though, in terms of the prequelization, the difference between the prequels and something like Solo or Rogue One is like every little thing that they tied into, like giving him the solo name, getting his blaster, all these weird prequel things. The movie invoked those, but didn't lean on them. Yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. the Little prequels things. need uh-huh. that. Yeah. The I prequels agree. lean on it. They are supported by the oh, connectivity. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Without the connectivity, those like uh, this is from uh, the uh, Blank Check podcast. <laughs> yeah. Listening yeah. to their Phantom uh, Phantom <laughs> yeah. podcast portion, I was like, yeah, this movie does not exist on its own. Now, the argument of whether it should have to or not is irrelevant at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Solo's cool because they found a way to use all that stuff, invoke all that stuff. But if you've never seen a Star Wars, you can absolutely enjoy Solo just the same. I agree. For sure. That's I, cool. Sure. That's I, not easy. Especially My for dad who hates Star twice. Wars movies and refuses to watch Rogue One like Solo for some weird I, reason. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Another guy watching Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's uh, My big thing about Solo that I think is the best thing about it is truly of any other Star Wars movie that has been released since 1977 it reminds me the most of Star Wars. It looks yeah. like Star Wars. Agreed. It, it looks really does. and feels like Star Wars I like Wars all to the me. design elements. Yep. I mean, the honestly, creatures, I'm, I'm such the... a sucker for this movie when they make new ones. If there's new ships and new stormtroopers yep. in it, fuck yep. yeah, that's what I want. But oh, it's yeah. also a good script and like has a reason to yep. exist. You know, yep. yeah, George I, Lucas was going to make Solo this movie before he sold yes. Star Wars. So this has I been in development for a long time. Like, oh, it doesn't feel like Star Wars. Yeah. And we didn't need this. He, want, he wanted you to need this. You do need it according to George Lucas. And by the way, everybody that hates the new trilogy, he has come out and said that the plot of... Of his seven, eight, and nine oh. would have been even more about midi chlorians. <laughs> that in fact, midi it's not canon. Yeah, oh. yeah, thank God. That in honestly. fact, midi chlorians would have been the entire focus. <laughs> yeah, of the it new was going to be able to take place in like a micro world. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I really like George Lucas. I'm sad he got basically depressed uh, enough to listen, not make his own franchise, but he's I, not got the best ideas. I would have watched <laughs> those movies. Oh, yeah. and you know, I would have probably would have been. They probably would have been amazing. <laughs> but I like where we're at. Yeah, I do exactly. It's cool. I'm glad new people are getting a crack at it. Absolutely. That John Favreau Star Wars show. Uh, I bet it'll be cool as shit. Start shooting like awesome. next in the fall. It's it's supposed to start shooting this That's fall. That's great. When's great. it supposed to happen? Uh, like what? Like, like in the when? Canon? Like to release? He's, oh, uh, like sometime in 2019 when the Disney streaming service. Yeah, launches. I think it's going to be oh, like okay. one of their big launch. Yeah, it'll be like their, their awesome. title launch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I, I'm into all of it. I just hope they keep making lots of Star Wars. Movies. Me too. Yep. 
It's crazy. Yeah, Even bad. bad Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. It really and we've is. been getting so pretty, far, pretty great, great Star Wars. Really, really no bad Star Wars. I yeah. saw the only time I've ever seen a movie in 4D was Solo, which oh, yeah. is the second time I saw it. Now, granted, I had just gotten off of a really long flight. I was a little <laughs> bit jet flagged. Jet flagged. See, I'm jet flagged now. Jet lagged. Uh, certain things are legal in California that aren't legal here, and I, I ate a few of those things. And so, Dan, I you should not, not eat cacti. Yeah, yeah it's, it's tough. <laughs> the avocado is cheap as shit. Um, so I was not engaging the movie as much as I had thought. Uh, there was certainly a point where I was like really thinking about the horrifying implications of my own mortality. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but 4D sounds yeah, amazing. I got some. Get well, shot no, that was that had nothing shot. to do with the 4D. But I got some cheese pretzels and we were back in action. Good, yeah. good. But, they brought uh, you back to one Earth. of the things that 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 I remember very clearly about it because 4D, what it is, is you're in a moving seat. Yep. Um, there's so air cannons Aren't there smells? at your legs and it sometimes smells. smells. There's air cannons. Like they would, sh- in scenes where they're shooting uh, uh, blasters, they'd be like, pew, pew. If it would whiz by a character's head <laughs> next to your ears, it would go, pew, pew. And you'd feel it was by, or you'd feel like, uh, f- uh, what's it Actually called? sounds um, pretty fun. Shrapnel going by your legs. Oh, oh my God. But uh, there's a water thing in front of you that spritzes water at certain <laughs> points. There's strobe lights in the theater and smoke things and stuff. So, like, it's chintzy. I love it. I kind of love it. I want to see for like a movie a that I had already seen before, that. it was, it, oh, it would be great for yeah. you. Amazing. For yeah. a movie you've seen before, great. You can turn the water on and off from the chair. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So but much needed love. You know the creature at the beginning that. that <laughs> Lady he, Proxima. Uh, Lady Proxima. The best character. When she lifts out of the mud um the whole seat was just like tick, 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 and it spit water on me and it was so gross yeah. it was awesome, it was awesome. Oh, like, if that. someone gets punched in the back yeah. there's enough panels <laughs> in the back of the seat that it'll punch you in the same part of the back what? for real yeah um when um oh, actually the one part where it sucked was when it cut to uh i forget his name vision yeah. just it opens with him stabbing a guy with his laser blade yeah, yeah. when that happened the seat just like punches you in the <laughs> spine and i was like fuck that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous ugh. Recommend if you. Uh, yeah. One more thing I want to add. I read yeah. a bunch of fake leaks for the movie before it came out. Yes. <laughs> My favorite one was that it was like, you're going to find out how the Millennium Falcon gets its name. Uh, Han saves a bunch of Wookiees, <laughs> and the Wookiees have a prophesized Falcon that appears every millennia to bid them good, like to, to save their species or some bullshit. I like that idea a lot. And then when it was in the movie, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a ridiculous how did it get the name idea. of the movie? Yeah. It had the name. He, <laughs> and I just thought it sounded cool, which yeah. is a much and better I like word. I too that some people still said Falcon, some people said Falcon. Falcon. Some, people some people say ham. Yeah. <laughs> Someone on uh, on Twitter, because I asked that I, when I went through like a rewatch last fall, I was like, uh, what is a... It's like, uh, you notice how Lando calls him Han, and yeah. someone said, well, that's because he doesn't want to be called Lando. <laughs> <laughs> like, that actually is, that's canon now. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Uh, I'm glad we all liked it. It's just a super fun it's movie. It's really good. It's I great. like that movie a lot. And I also love the des- the redesign of the Falcon. I was looking yeah. at, like, concept art and how yep. many iterations they went through. It looks like someone just stuck an arrow on the front of it. It yep. looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, very will, cool. That's I all I got. It's a great movie. In the uh, Just because there's a lot of people being assholes about Star Wars. It's gonna keep coming. Yeah, like it's gonna keep coming. Yep. So like, you can either get on board or don't. But what I and I, you can bitch about it all you want because I just mute you. I don't care. Yeah. The one thing I don't want to hear you say is that's not Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. one, it yes, is. it is. <laughs> and two, you don't get to say what yeah. Star like Wars yes. is. Yes. The not people the who own Star Wars yep. get to say that, yep. and you can either like it or not. Yep. And it's totally fine if you don't like it. But it is Star Wars, and what you think is Star Wars is still available. Agreed. So relax. I yep. say one more Just thing. fucking yeah, chill. Yeah, There's laser at, um, sword. Oh. Yeah. When you, when you, it's all so ridiculous. When you <laughs> like, look at what else do you want? <laughs> 
when you look at Instagram or Twitter, like Kathleen Kennedy's birthday was last week. Oh, the fucking comments on her on her happy birthday post in the Star Wars account was just Ugh. like the worst things I've ever read. And what would <laughs> are they expecting her to just be like? That really Sorry, hurts guys. my feelings. I better make a prequel. Like no, I think <laughs> I, they all just really want her to like quit or get fired. And it's cr- it's like there She's would not been be the new best movies part except of, like with her the past her. thirty years of movies. She's an incredible it's producer. Insane. Yeah. She's literally George Lucas's handpicked successor to keep the franchise going. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. And I she's like doing a, a better job than he ever did. <laughs> Agreed. It's, it's yeah. Insane. Agreed. That's all I got to say about it because I could talk about it for hours. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. All right. So my number seven, right? Yep. Uh, so this is a movie I just caught up with. It's technically a 2017 movie, so you guys might argue with me about this. But wait, wait. If we can do that, Phantom Thread is my number one. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I retroactively called that my I number didn't see one it until after this year. my list. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I do so this. My last I do this with very one. particular things. Fair so enough. in this yeah, case, yeah. it's a movie that uh, has not. Te- so it's on Canopy right now, which is that like um, service that you can get if you have a library card. That like streaming oh, service. I have a library, library card. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up for that. Uh, you should look it up. It's actually got a pretty good library. Um, and it so it is a. But you 2000- have to be really quiet when you watch. It. Yeah, That's yeah. The good <laughs> It's a 2017 movie in the sense that it had a festival run in 2017, but it has yet to have a theatrical run in America. It counts as its 2018 totally release fair. in America was on Canopy. Uh, so to me, it's a, a 2018 movie. It's called Thirst Street. Uh, anything about it? This yeah, so exciting. I didn't either. This was my roommate's girlfriend saw it and loved it, and was she knows I'm a big movie fan. She was like, "You need to see this." So I sought it out. Uh, it is it's 83 minutes long. It's directed by Nathan Silver. Yeah, please get me another PBR, Dan. I would love that. Uh, Sponsored by PBR. Yes. Uh, so it's uh, it's a sh- it's a short movie. It's a, it's like a short indie. I love uh, short movies yep, so this, much. This guy Nathan Silver directed it. I don't know anything about him. It stars. Say again. What's Ra- his name? Uh, oh, his name is Nathan Silver. Nathan Silver, uh, and it stars Lindsay Burge. She is the girl, the new girlfriend in the Invitation. Oh, Logan Marshall Green's okay. like new girlfriend in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she's I really like her good. A lot. So she's the star of this movie. She plays an American flight attendant. Uh, so she travels the world, you know, as like a flight attendant or whatever. And uh, Angelica Houston narrates this movie. Love her. Great so it's one of those yeah. movies that starts with narration, which is always a little like, what are we doing? But it, okay, this movie, here's the thing. I don't want to give you guys too much about this. I think people should just see it, but I want to try and sell it, you know, so that people do want to see it. Uh, it is, uh, it's a Pop-Tart to the largest degree. That's why you picked it. It's a Pop-Tart. It, it's very neon. It's shot by the same guy that shot Good Time. Explain this turn to me. Pop Tart so, is neon as shit. Okay. Uh, if it looks sugary. like it was shot in an abandoned Spencer's Gifts yeah. by, a, by a retired Spencer's Gifts manager, then yeah. it's a Pop Tart. It's movie. a Pop Tart. <laughs> it looks like a Pop Tart. It's, it's a big neon uh, blast of neon pretty much the whole time. Uh, it's shot by the guy that shot uh, Good Time, so it has that same kind of like CD neon y look, right? But, okay, so uh, here's the thing this movie is like. A French erotic thriller, kind of. So yeah, it's so like, but it's got this narration from Angelica Houston, who's telling you this very fairy tale story about this young woman who is a flight attendant that gets to travel the world, and her recent boyfriend just commits suicide. Ooh. And so it's this like, re- it has this really interesting tone where it's about this woman who's grieving over the death of her boyfriend who killed himself, uh, and she's traveling the world as a flight attendant, and she lands in Paris one night. And she's grieving over her boyfriend. And there's this guy tending bar who's maybe attractive, maybe not. That's not even clear. But just she just decides, like, I I just tonight's my night. I'm taking you home. You and me, we're going home. 
And they have a great night together. And she says, so I'll see you again when I'm back in Paris in a week. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. And so she calls him, and they see each other again. And then she decides she's going to move to Paris. And then she decides she's going to get a job at where he worked. It's a really interesting movie where it's kind of a comedy. It's like really funny, but it's very harrowing. It's like a kind of a. Dis- it sounds weird. It's like a yeah. disturbing story about. What's it called again? It, it's called Thirst Street. I'm adding it to my list. It's really great. Great title. Yeah, it, it's it is it's a it's kind of a disturbing movie about some people that I don't want to say disturbed because that, that has connotations to it. But yeah, uh, people think you're talking about the metal band. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 about who I can fart just like. <laughs> yeah. About people who are struggling and in their struggles are making very poor choices. Uh, I love that. And is very funny. You know, it like it recognize. You know, it it knows what it's doing. Mm. Uh, but is also harrowing in the way that these people do make very bad choices in their. So it's a movie that's very much about its characters and its character dynamics. And I think the less you know about those going in, the better. Uh, and it's just, it's really fun. It's kind of funny. It's a, it's a little uh, uh, strange. And it looks like a fucking Pop-Tart, guys. I fucking loved this movie. It sounds I, so weird. I yeah. really, it is weird. It's, but like not, it's great. I, I really like Thirst Street. Uh, the thing is, I literally don't know how to describe it. Because I don't want to give people too much information about it. Because I feel like it, to me, it was such a discovery. I knew nothing about it. I just sat down and watched it. I do like that there's shit on this list that I did, have never heard I, of. Dude, yeah. I had not heard of this movie. <laughs> until my awesome. buddy's girlfriend was just like, it is so good. You have to see it. I'm looking through Nathan Silver's filmography. What's he got? And he's done nothing that I know. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, nothing that I've heard of. It's yeah. all it's all just like indie looking it, shit. It, so what I'll say is there uh, at the beginning of the movie, it looks and feels like an Argento movie and then becomes a sort of French erotic thriller and then bookends itself with more like Argento-like sequences. I'm if that, that sells you, yeah, see great. this movie. It's it's really cool. It's really interesting. Always right, down on my for list. an erotic thriller. I saw Disobedience. That movie's fucking bananas. I don't know man. what that I is. I can't People wait to see that. Spitting into each other's mouths and shit. <laughs> it's uh, the I've Rachel Wise, Rachel it. McAdams lesbian drama. Oh, interesting. It was good. It looked so good, oh. and then I just I oh, missed the. Uh, Oh, I missed the. Uh, I just missed my chance to see. I think it's still playing. I'm going to try and see it, it is next still week. Playing. I think. It, was, it, was inter- it was interesting. Thirst Street. Thirst Street. Thirst Street. Yeah. yeah, Thirst Street is oh, great. Right I really want people to see it. I just, I literally don't know how to sell people on it because sure. I don't. You don't want to spoil I, it too much. And yeah. I also, I honestly don't know what my one sentence description of Thirst Street would be. That I have, makes, I have that's no idea. Intriguing though. Yeah. You sold me. It's it's like eighty minutes long. It's it's yeah, quick. Sold. It's it's great. <laughs> That's honestly, you can sell me on any you movie really if you're like, you yeah. got to see it. It's seventy five minutes. I'm I like, I'm gonna go now. Can we start two last night? Yeah. All the previews and then the fucking Pixar short. This two hour. It's more like three hours to yep. go see oh, a yep, two yep, hour yep. long movie. It's fucking crazy, man. I know. I, there's a, just a lot to be said for a movie that gets it tells I you agree. everything you need to know in ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. It's I, crazy. From all the exhumed events that Dan and I go to, one of my favorite things about them is just within two hours I can see four dope trailers and one dope oh, movie. Yeah. yeah. You know? What I love is I have the I have a bladder the size of a Dixie cup. <laughs> and when I go to those movies, I at the Exhumed, I always try to run to the bathroom and run back because I love to see the trailers yep. and stuff. But if I don't have a chance to do that, I know that I'm going to be fine yeah. because it's 75 to 80 minutes yep. until my next bathroom yep. break, which I can do. It <laughs> really is just too long. Like the age of Netflix and premium TV where yeah. they don't have to write around commercials. Every Netflix TV episode is like five minutes too long. Oh, yes. It's, it's awful. Yep. And, and five episodes yeah. too long. <laughs> yeah. It's, look, Did I mention my favorite movie, True. Boogie Nights? I love <laughs> short movies, guys. I think, well, <laughs> yeah. 
that's well, I think if, it's, I, if it earns its length, great. Yeah. But yeah. not everything needs oh, to be two yeah, and a half exactly. hours. Some things do earn their length. Yeah. But I, I think if if anything, Dan and I can say unequivocally that we learned from doing comedy, it's like brevity is <laughs> it's everything. It's everything. What's it's, the first criticism that either you or I say after we see literally any movie? Ten minutes too long. I could cut ten minutes yep. out of this. I could cut twenty yep. minutes. And out I know of this. exactly which Infinity, ones I, I know. Exactly why is Infinity is? War two and a half hours long? Because yeah. like not a whole lot happens. Yeah, I know you got to work on all those characters, but it could have been like thirty minutes short. What's weird is they didn't really work on the characters. No, they just kind of banged them around. Yeah, and had some fun. Which is definitely why it could be a half hour oh, shorter. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah. Yep. it's, it's not a movie. It, it is definitely a Hollywood problem right now. It is. is the two, Everything two and a half hour long. runtime of mm-hmm. everything. Westworld's yeah. doing like 80 minute episodes. Yeah. Uh, I almost gave up on Westworld, and then last week's episode was, was like, good. Was uh, I gotta the catch best, up. I haven't watched any of the Last week was the best episode yet. of the series, for yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. without a doubt. Cool. And and the down. two best episodes of the season have been in, almost entirely in like Japanese and then a Native American language. I, I actually love that, for. so I'm no, it's really and cool. this one starred yeah. a guy that was uh, in Fargo yeah. season two, Woo! and so... It was great. Dan, give us your number seven. All right, I've been saying that this movie would make it on my list since I saw it, and everyone hated it, but I like love Duncan Jones's Mute. Oh, yeah, right, yes. Mute is my number seven. Yeah, I didn't see it. Let's talk about it. So It's on Netflix. Yes. It is a sort of it is sort of pop tarty. Yes. It is a Blade Runner esque yes. uh, neo like like future neo noir. Yeah, neo noir for sure. Um, it's not about much plot wise. Right. Agreed. It is a mood piece. Yeah. And it, ha- I had the same reaction watching it that I had the first time I saw Blade Runner, where I was like, but but informed by by my initial view of Blade Runner because the first time I saw Blade Runner, let's start there. Yeah. I was like, all right, that was mushy. That was like fine. I'm into it. Was it. Okay, cold whatever. It. it was fine. And we always like talked. I thought one. Harrison Ford, Blade Runner, pew pew pew. Yeah. And then it's this slow, brooding, churning, yeah. just rainy, yeah. uh, like acidic piece of, of cinema. Ooh, acidic's a good word. You, for you know that what I'm movie. saying? Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's like glum and clammy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but that is now what I love about it. Mm-hmm. And about five minutes into Mute, I was like, oh, he's doing Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. And at that moment, I was like, I'm not looking for thrills. Yep. I'm looking for character moments. I'm looking for atmosphere. And I'm looking for a satisfying thematic conclusion at the end. And I think it hit all of those. Yeah. Add to that, hands down, career best performance from Paul Rudd. Agreed. Career best. That, that I agree with 100%. I really like this, Paul Rudd. Uh, him, they, they could do a whole movie I really of love him Justin and Thoreau Justin Thoreau's yeah. characters. They are so great They play this a movie. couple of piece of shit they're garbage humans that are they're such good buddies. And I don't want to say too much, but there's, there's a development in the motivations of one of the characters that results in Paul Rudd basically saying to Justin Thoreau, like, listen, we're still cool. I love you to death. But if you fuck up this one thing, I will I will skin you. I will cool. eat yeah. you. You are <laughs> done. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those where like he lays into it to a point where Justin throws a character that you should not feel bad for. Yeah. And you almost do. Yeah. Because the one person who's willing to look a little bit past this really awful thing is also the one person that's saying, like, if you even so much as as like hint at being inclined towards this awful thing, yeah. you're done, yeah. and I will feel nothing. Yeah, and it's so good. They're and incredible in this movie, and it's hilarious. Yeah, agreed. that's the craziest really thing funny. about it. Yeah, it is. It's and this is a. I, I, once again, I don't want to spoil. It's a moment that reminds me a little bit of the hardest scene to watch in Boogie Nights. Mm. Um, my fa- it's not my favorite scene in Boogie Nights, but it's the hardest one. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you mean. What? Um, one? It's see, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil. Mute. Uh, sure, sure. 
but there's which, a scene where where which, which actor is in the scene in Boogie Nights? Give me that. Uh, it's Burt Reynolds, and then like I forget okay. who I the it was actor be is. From Alina's scene. Oh no, no, that's my favorite scene <laughs> in any movie scene. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very stressful. <laughs> the, uh, I jump every time the fire. The best shot off. I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie is literally a static shot of Mark Wahlberg in that scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's I agree. Beautiful. Where, he's, where it just where he, stays on his face yes, for two yep. minutes and he's freaking the that fuck is out. Masterful cinema filmed by a 26 year old. Mark Wahlberg. It fucking sucks, but that's amazing. That's some of the best acting I've ever seen. It's incredible. Agreed. Yeah, uh, I would call it stuff. the the uh, we'll call it the jail the jail scene yes. the jail phone call yes, scene yes, in, yes, uh, yes, in yes. Boogie Nights, yep. and it's just very similar to that. But yep. what I liked about me no, is, yeah. I think uh, what's his name uh, Skarsgård is Alexander Skarsgård, uh, also a pretty good actor. I think I he's a good like actor. Blood a Sometimes I have a hard time separating him from previous roles because mm-hmm. he kind of has an, yeah. a, a unique look to him. And by having him play someone who doesn't speak, it really highlights how good of an actor he is because yeah. he doesn't get to speak. Um, I love the world that it's in. I love the the food that flies yeah, to you on a drone. Cool. Super cool. Just everything about it, Just I, I was so entertained by it. And you know, and I think a little bit of it is informed by it. as soon as it got released, there was this immediate like, yes. what the fuck, really? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, it can't be that bad. And then it was actually pretty good. Yeah, and so that makes it, it kind of great. I, I watched like 30 minutes of it and decided it was late. I was like, I'm just going to listen to a podcast and go to bed. Yeah. It I was really a rainy day and shot. I put it on. Sure, and it was sure. kind of perfect for that. I like Duncan Jones a lot. I Me liked too. Warcraft, even though it seems like a fucking nightmare to both make. And <laughs> did, I like Warcraft. Well. I like Warcraft. It's fucking good. I thought I like Source Code was excellent. Source I think Moon great. is a downright masterpiece. Moon is amazing. I still feel like he hasn't lived up to the potential of Moon. But I like him as a filmmaker. And he's just a good... Newt's very exploratory in terms of what he can do. Because if you look at all four of those movies, none of them look the same. Sure. If you showed me all four of those movies and I didn't know who Duncan Jones was, I probably wouldn't guess that they were from the same director. But knowing that they're from the same director, it's clear as day. Yeah. I I know exactly what he's capable of doing. It's, you know, it's... There's just something about it that really resonated with me. That's cool, man. And it's a movie that I put on and just kind of had in the background for a good week afterwards. And I think that's where I truly grew to appreciate it because it's one where almost every scene is like, oh, this is that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's set in later. And so as I'm, like, doing housework and stuff, you know, I walk, excuse me, I walk into the room and it's like, oh, I'm going to watch for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's a pretty long yeah. movie, so you can kind of dip in and out. Yeah. But there's just, whether it forms a cohesive whole, I think, is what causes it to feel at a distance from some viewers. Um I disagree with that. I don't think it's an invalid response, but dipping in and out of it and just walking in and out of the room, every scene, you're like, this is well-crafted. This is well-made. Every piece of it's good. And, you know, whether it all adheres on the large scale, that's individual taste may vary. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, man, I loved it. My thing with that, I didn't like that movie that much, but like, I loved all of the Paul Rudd and Justin Thoreau stuff. They could do a whole series of them just zipping around the galaxy and being assholes. My favorite actors. They're both super fun actors. I Mm -hmm. love Justin Thoreau a whole lot. They do some really real deep shit that is deserving of weight. Yep. To make it not goofy, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it requires the weight because goofy would have been tasteless. Yeah, and they bring the weight, but there is humor to it. Yeah, and that's not easy. No. And that's something that I think comes from not just the script, not just the direction, not just the performance. Literally, every level uh, has to create that. And I, I think they nailed it. So it's it's cool. Yeah, it was it, the kind of movie where I was upset it didn't get good reviews because I mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm, Duncan Jones. Mm-hmm. And again, it's an original yeah, sci-fi script. Like, what's not to like about it? Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's I, probably I my favorite it. original Netflix movie at this juncture of, of what cool. I've seen, you know? I'll definitely yeah. watch it soon. Yeah, I, I like him. I can, I hope he like keeps getting big 
but I mean, Warcraft is the kind of movie where like you really needed it to do good. To mm-hmm. Yeah, your career exactly. on the up and up. Which that was, was never gonna do good. Yeah, I it's did like shame, it though. It's good. It's cool. It is really cool. It yeah. looks good. All the toys are at like dollar stores. It's fucking oh, depressing. <laughs> no that one movie bought is one of toys. the best uses of motion capture yeah, uh, effects agreed. ever. Uh, I like him. I, that's the, like that's him another one of those movies that when it ended and people are like, what the hell was that? It's like, that was a Warcraft movie. Were you expecting something different than I what really you got? Because it. you're wrong. I, I hope uh, I hope he's always been a fascinating filmmaker to me just because Moon is so fucking good. Moon's great. I really hope he like keeps on the up and up is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I got to see it. I, it's it's on my radar. I love Justin Throw. It's worth Thoreau. watching. Justin Throw and The Leftovers is like just some of the best <sighs> acting ever. That me. show might be next on my list. It's, pro- it's my favorite show ever. It's fucking awesome. He also wrote Iron Man 2, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I like I Iron Man 2 that. well enough. Yeah. Did, he wrote Tropic Thunder, yeah, too. He's yeah, he's a good screenwriter, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, all right. Feel good about Mute? I feel great about Mute. All right, great. Shame no one else is on board. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I feel awesome about it. That movie was rules. I'm glad I made your list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel cool great flick. about I feel great about my number six, which is number six? Paddington 2. Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. I, I haven't seen, seen a Paddington yet. Either, and I hear they're both. That's I hear they're wonderful. Amazing. Film Twitter was like kind of obsessed with it for a while, which can be like a meme, like this thing that's pretty just fun. I hear it's so dumb. genuine, though. It, yeah. is, it is genuinely like a super well-made, just sincere movie. Paul Banks is, did the he did the Mighty Boosh for years and years. Like oh, He's a right tremendous oh, it's that storyteller. Guy? Yeah. And next he's doing a, a Charlie uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory remake. Awesome. Fascinating. I feel a little better about Johnny it Depp knowing in it. that he Great. did. Yeah. He's so talented and just is really good at... Uh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> I think doing yeah, Willy don't, Wonka... Oh, it's, not a good idea. it's not necessary yeah. at all. That's yeah. one of those movies that the original is so perfectly iconic <laughs> I agree. that there's yeah. no way you're ever going to do it as good or better. So why not just re-release that? Sure. That said, After, putting his name on it, he seems like the type it where it's like you might get it. Yeah, yeah you yeah, actually yeah. maybe. I think, think it's fine because I just like I like his. Pre- I like Paddington one and two enough. To... One is complete shit. <laughs> it is. It's so really, I, I saw it. And I'm I was a little, like little bummed out by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. Whatever he does next, I'm down with because Paddington two is just so sincere. I'm gonna I get saw those it in, in the dead the of winter. The They're both perfect. They're both perfect movies. I saw it in the dead of like January. It's like 16 degrees outside. I was fucking bummed out about everything, and this movie just made my afternoon wonderful. Uh, it's about just being nice to people. When someone is terrible to Paddington, he just gives them a hard stare. That's his thing. He just like stops the conversation and glares at them until they realize they've made a mistake. It's beautiful. It's got all the. It's just a perfect movie for kids, but also adults to remind you. Be like, when you're in a bad mood in the car, or whatever. Just like everybody else is too. Be nice to people because everybody's on the same fucking page. Everybody's trying to get through their day and go home. <laughs> I've heard it's like the perfect 2018 it movie. In it, that it's regard. also sort that of about Brexit and immigration. Oh, yeah. interesting. Oh, it's, it's definitely yeah. got a Brexit angle. Now to I it. hear that they do touch a little bit thematically upon marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He has marmalade. Bears like marmalade, or like the character Paddington Bear does. I, I mean, I used um, to I used to read Paddington Bear uh, yeah, storybooks uh, as a child. Yeah. I tell you, I bought some orange marmalade. And I've been yeah, making peanut butter and marmalade good. sandwiches, or just marmalade sandwiches to take to work good. for a little snack. Delicious, lady and marmalade, cheaper than Whole Foods, <laughs> and lady marmalade. And lady yes, marmalade. well, well cited. You guys got to see it. It's such a, it's the feel good movie of the year. It's I did see the second one because I had missed the first one, but I think before we do our end of year list, I'm going to get them both in. Oh, and great performances from like the human actors. Yeah, uh, like who's in it? 
I gotta uh, look Gleason, up the cast. Right? Uh, uh, Donald Gleason's dad. Don- What's his name? <sighs> Brendan. No, it's Brendan Gleason. Yeah, I gotta Brandon look up the cast real quick. Hugh Grant is the villain in Paddington. Oh, I heard he's great. He's like a thief that has a bunch of disguises and just like breaks into people's houses as like their their lawn keeper or whatever. He's hilarious. Yes, I'm 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 your I'm your groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so funny in it. It's just I can't say it enough. Feel good movie of the year. They put me in a great mood. I'll bring up who is the parents later because I can't find it. Hugh Bonneville's in it. Okay, thank you. Who's Sally Hawkins is in it. Sally Hawkins. Michael Gambone is in it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Michael yeah, Gambon. yeah. Imelda Staunton. Oh, my God. Everybody in it's doing great work. I loved it. It's. It, I've seen it like three times. It puts a big smile ben on Ben Miller? You guys would also love ben it. Ben Miller is this guy. And, my, and the, the reason I... That's like, Ben Miller. Ben Miller. <laughs> you know how film Twitter will talk about something with all this like like ravish enthusiasm, but they really don't like it. They're just right, kind of right, ragging right, on it. Right, Everybody yeah, fucking yeah. loves this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, this movie, there's a genuine <laughs> love yeah, for this movie. It's genuinely well yeah. made and like got a lot of talent I think we're jumping it. onto a theme where if something is just so good and kind-hearted, you almost can't... Pretty you almost much, can't treat it with negativity. It's my, uh, it's my, ver- it's like the slot on my list that goes for uh, for mis- be my neighbor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It it's fits great. that whole thing. That of- is certainly a thing that's happening in 2018 movies. And thank fucking god, yep. I, one of the one of the hardest things that I don't, I, I'm not going to get political. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I will, I will, because as a member of the progressive left, one of the things that drives me nuts is that we are completely and almost patently unwilling to self-criticize and look inward. Agreed. And even sure. though the fault of the election, of course, lies upon the party that won, I think that the course of action in resisting them is to correct the faults within us to make us a stronger resistance, yes. a stronger yes. opposition, yes. as well as a breadth of other things. But if we refuse to fix the things that are fundamentally wrong about us and the things that we are hypocritical on because we have a catharsis with not being kind, um, it, we can win it. Yeah. We can take yeah, it back also, and we I can agree. do it. And I think that we are often trading uh, uh, progress and and the eye towards actually making a difference. We trade that for, for catharsis. And I think yeah. within reason that is reasonable and fine. Yes. But I think to to not self criticize and to abandon that is dumb. Um, it, it, you're just we're just shooting ourselves in the foot, mm-hmm. and it frustrates me more than watching some racist asshole win is watching good people choose to lose. Yeah, and I, I'm glad that these movies are speaking at least to some degree to that level of yes. like. If we truly believe that we're good and on the right side of history, let's be good. Yeah, let's yeah, be yeah. on the right yeah. side that, of history. Sort of exactly. Let's fight the, the good fight. Yeah, let's absolutely stop the people and call them out on their bullshit. But let's make sure that we don't give them our bullshit to to be called out upon. Let's save the things we love instead of destroying the things yes. we hate. Yes, yes. Oh my god! Everybody exactly. hates yeah. that line, and I fucking love it's, that line. Everybody and hates that line because they know it's true. Because it's, it's, it's hard to do. It's the, the right ethos. The first death. Yeah. It's the difficult one. The yep. Death Stars yep. are literally both destroyed by saving what you love. It's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Darth yep. Vader, like he saves Darth Vader instead of killing and I him. I love and the that Emperor. Rose said that because she's oh, been yes. she's been everyone hates her, and she's like the most Star Warsy character I've ever met in my life. She's a perfect. Literally a rebel. She's a rebel mechanic hero. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every all the actors of the new Star Wars sequels are like amazing phenomenal. on social media yeah. and deal with so much fucking bullshit. Uh, one more thing about Paddington: Please. Brendan Gleeson plays the chef in the prison which Paddington goes to, and they make a deal <laughs> for for him to protect Paddington and for Paddington to teach him how to make marmalade. It's wonderful. Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> so cute. It's I very, do, very cute. I love that all the promotional images for Paddington Two are him in prison. There's yeah, something yeah. very funny about he does, that. To he me. does some time <laughs> in, the, in the clink. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Many, many years ago, I was hanging out with friend of the show, Steve, and I was wearing my brown corduroy winter jacket, and I was very, very drunk. And 
<laughs> this is I don't remember this, but he yeah. told me this. We were out on my old porch in West Philly, and I was like dipping out because I was very fucked up. And oh, he yeah. was like, "What are you doing?" And I looked at my jacket, and I was like, "Hey, look, I'm Paddington Bear." <laughs> and that brought the house down. <laughs> and, so, and so, and this was long before those movies yeah, existed. So I really think funny. I owe it to myself <laughs> to uh, contend with Paddington. Bear. That's really funny. All right, I'm gonna do my number six. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm going to suggest, once we get through our number sixes, we take a quick break Great idea. that the audience doesn't have to hear, and then we'll come back for our top fives. All right, so my number six, directed by Brian Taylor, starring Nicolas Cage. Mom and Dad is my number six movie of the year. I knew the reason this isn't on my list <laughs> yeah. is because I knew you were going to have it on it your list. It is fucking on my list, baby. Okay, so we saw this really early in the year. There was like a, a preview screening of it at uh, South Street Cinema, actually. Uh, and, uh, you know, I love me some Nick Cage. I really like Neville Dean and Taylor. I'm a big Crank fan. I like and those also, movies quite a bit. this was the perfect movie to go and like pound some beers at yeah. Tattooed Mobs beforehand. Yes. It's like, it's it's a great it's, thing to do for you guys to see a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is a fucking party movie, basically. Yeah. But, the, okay, but this is why it's... But a rich one. It that's why rich. it's my number yeah. six. This is why it's my number six. It's a, it's a party movie. It's Nick Cage being the cagiest he's ever been. And it's uh, Selma Blair. Selma Blair. Uh, uh, Blair. Great actress. Out-caging out yeah. the cage. Out-caging really Cage in I've some amazing ways. Yeah, she's great in this, uh, and it's it's Taylor doing what Taylor do, which is just like filming things at somehow a higher frame rate than everything else, even though he didn't, you know, like not heightened like Crank though. This no, is like yeah. actually his most restrained. I would like, agree. It's closer to something like Gamer, but uh, shows this <laughs> weird word. There's, there's a maturity. No, there's a maturity, a maturity to it yeah. for sure. It that's the thing about this movie. It's a party movie. It's fucking Cage being cagey. It's Selma Blair trying to compete and beating him. It's like it's so fun. And yet, it is legitimately a movie about the struggle of parenting. Mm. Uh, and I also think about the struggle of being a child. Yes. Because a child doesn't quite... There's certain things that probably that scared me about my parents Agreed. as a kid. And now as, adult, as an adult, I go, I get that and I thank them for that. Yes. And as a kid, it seems almost hard. And I, and I had a... I'm blessed. I had the best family life you yep. could hope for. Same. Yep. And there are still things that you're just like, that was a... I'm a little bit scared of what my parents oh, had yeah. to do. And it taps into both of those. It maturely. really does. Yeah. yeah. It sounds it, great. Yeah, it, yeah. Dude, it's really when it, cool. the, the last line of the movie is both like a laugh out loud, great punchline to the movie and literally makes you go like, oh, fuck. Right. That's actually what this movie's about. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking I might watch it tonight because I love it's watching really an fun. action movie on a Friday night. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> it's it's so a good. And it's another one. It's like 80 minutes long. It's like it's just I'm a sold. blast. Yeah. It's mm. so fun. Uh, just okay. knowing the concept, I like that it's about like parents, parents and children might destroy each other, might save each other. Yeah. Well, it's a zombie infection <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. for completely unexplained and unimportant reasons, yep. every parent in the world now just wants to kill their kids. <laughs> oh. yep. And so it's just it's we follow premise. these two kids as they survive their parents in a world of that. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. It's so yeah. cool. It's, Greenlit. And, and this is so this is not a spoiler because it's from the trailer, but I I, I do want to sort of I, this is how I would sell I people. I think it's cool. Yeah. This is how I would sell people. On this I movie. wasn't mad that they put this in the trailer. No, I know yeah, exactly what we're talking yeah. about. So yeah. the trailer has this great scene where Nicolas Cage is destroying a pool table with... Oh, I thought you were talking about their parents. Oh, no. That's yeah, great. Because grandparents factor yeah, in, yeah, too. Yeah, grandparents great. Oh, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But that, So there's a scene in the trailer, and it's why you go see the movie, which is Nicolas Cage is destroying a pool table with a sledgehammer while singing the Hokey Pokey. It's, he's, it's, he's so weird. Yeah. I just watched oh, The yeah. Rock 
Oh, the yeah, Michael yeah. Bay rock movie. How in the name of <laughs> Zeus's butthole <laughs> yeah. did you get out of the cell? Yeah. Just, just the way his voice and everything is so He's wild. Stri- I, can I say the thing I told you about Wind Talkers? Yeah. Uh, uh, I've never seen that. I've never, I've never read seen it. it. Yeah, I, saw, I just yeah. saw this little thing. People post screenshots as articles and stuff on Twitter. I just saw this thing that was like Nicolas Cage learned like the Navajo language for Wind Talkers. Of course he did. But then John Woo was like... Uh, I told him he didn't need to do that, and John Woo maintains that he misunderstood the role he was cast for in the film, <laughs> which is just amazing. Yeah. I think that he said he learned it and didn't, and then stuck to his guns. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, that sounds right to me. But once he realized actually, he didn't though, have to learn it, I he was he like, probably oh, shit. learned it and then invented two other languages. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just insane. He makes weird choices. So he he's usually kind of good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, exactly. He's doing a Brando where, like, even in like uh, Doctor Moreau, where you're like, yeah. that is the dumbest choice ever, and it's the most interesting <laughs> thing about this movie. Exactly. It's and he's yeah, exactly. had a hard run lately. Like that he's USS carrying the movie Indianapolis on. movie was fucking terrible. Well, I mean, look, he's been going on an up and down for years. Where yeah, he, yeah. Where he's every, all over the place. every year there's a good, like a legit good Nick Cage movie, like mm-hmm. a legit good Nick Cage performance in a good Nick Cage movie. And as they say, one out of fifty ain't bad. Exactly. 50 I, movies I was about a to year say, and then there's fifty other movies that he makes that year the that last are not. One that you know? I was like really taken with with him, and it was uh, Port of Call, New Orleans. Which uh, oh, I love. I'm sure he's made a lot since then that are good, but that movie's fucking awesome. I fucking love that movie. I love that movie so much. But so, real quick, yeah, just to wrap yeah, it up. This is, this is my Turn, point. You didn't even start on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, crazy. I got it. I got it. So <laughs> he derailed you fully. I don't care. It's it's the uh, uh, it, so it's the scene. He's destroying a, a, a pool table with a sledgehammer, singing the hokey pokey. Most Nick Cage <laughs> thing you've ever heard in your life, right? <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Fuck yeah, in. exactly. And he's so destroying crazy. a pool table with a sledgehammer. He's doing it. And so you see that in the trailer, and you're like, well, I'm fucking seeing this movie. And you know from the trailer, the premise is parents go crazy and kill their kids. So you're like, Okay, so obviously this I'm is picturing a kid under the this pool is table. cage yeah. at his cagiest. He that the whatever this disease is is taking over and he's going nuts. The brilliance of this movie is that that scene is in a flashback and is expressly about how being a dad is really hard. Mm-hmm. How his he's not possessed. Yeah. How cool. yeah. How like he all he wanted to do was build a pool table for himself. Because his life is no longer about himself. There's not a moment of his day that has anything to do with him anymore. I'm and feeling s- sad as you say this. And so he just really wants sad. to build a pool table. That's all he wants to do is build a fucking pool table for himself in his basement so that he can have a place to go that's just his. And he's doing it, and he's loving it. He's feeling young again. He's, he's doing this thing for himself. He's drinking beer. He's listening to rock and roll. He's building this thing. He gets it all done. It's perfect. He puts the level on it. And the level is a little bit off. So he's like, well, whatever. All right. So he puts the he puts the 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 pool balls on it and he goes to shoot a shot. And everything just rolls a little bit to the left. So then he starts measuring things to try and correct it, and it just won't get better, and it just keeps getting worse, and he eventually loses his mind and destroys his own pool table. And you get to the end of that scene, and you're like, this is a heartbreaking scene about how being like a dad and a husband and a breadwinner is all very hard. It's and tough. like Really, wet. It's and if I remember correctly, and you, it's also you, because the wife comes downstairs. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Building a man cave? Yeah. And he has like the moment of like, yeah. well, yes, like no, but yes. You know, yeah. and it's it's this. And the it thing is, that that scene is like so crazy, and the cagiest cage has ever been. But it's grounded in this way where it's like I believe every fucking moment of this scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I that don't. Scene's cool. not funny. The way exactly, that his yeah. manicness when yeah. he's trying to kill kids is hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At this point, you're just like, man, he's like it. This is a fucked up guy, but he's really going through something. That was like, when I realized that movie was like, it, for me, like brilliant. It's a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like it's really got something going on. That this thing that it sold me on of Nick Cage being so crazy, he does this crazy thing. It's like that's not even him being crazy. That's him just trying to be a dad. And that's all, and that's he's one selling of those movies, me on that. It could have gotten away with just being the parents kill their kids a movie with a baddie Nick Cage. 
And it, it wasn't satisfied. It did do that, but yep. it wasn't satisfied to do that. Yep. And you're making me regret not putting it on I my really list. I really liked that movie. Man. I really loved I thought that movie, movie was yeah. really cool. It, honestly, it, it made yeah, me go yeah. home and tell my parents I love them. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, that's incredible. One of sure. the weirdest things about growing up is realizing how difficult yes. specifically oneself makes ah, it for their parents. I was a fucking and how asshole their parents, from like 13 to 17. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and talk to any parent that's worth their weight in anything. And they would say that that they would never do. Yeah, it. They, they loved would, every they minute. Loved of every it. minute yeah. of it. Yeah. And that and I'm I'm of the the uh, I don't really want children. Same. I'm not interested I in it. I don't want children. Yeah, no, I no don't. Yeah. And and everyone always says you might change your mind, and who knows? But it, every year my will gets stronger, and a lot of that is based in I saw what my parents had to do to be good parents. Yeah. And it was so impressive, and I'm just not willing to do that. Yeah. 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 And you know. Call that whatever you want on my part, but it's also like, yeah, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's also like, you know what? Like, but how lucky am I? How blessed am I? How privileged you're, you're am I to be able to make to that, that decision? Because yeah, lots yeah, of people don't yeah, know that exactly. until they have yeah. a fucking kid. Yeah. But I, but when you see your parents now, like as a kid, there was points where it was like, well, they fucking know, and now it's like, <laughs> and but now I see it and I go, you know what? They actually didn't really know, yeah, and they yeah, pulled it yeah. off, and they did it because they they loved so hard. Yeah. And this movie, Mom and Dad, about parents wanting to kill their that. kids, is really about like. What parents do because of <laughs> because of pure yeah. love. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really fun idea for a horror movie, but also like a good emotional thing. I, I'm telling you, man, it's really good. I, I like this movie a lot. Great. And yeah. it's, it's 80 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. It's, I think Even it's very better than 90 minutes. It's 80 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's 80 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> no, you know what the best is? You ever see a movie that's 82 minutes? <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, five minutes under oh, the credits. Baby. That might be oh, yeah. the best <laughs> runtime. But you know what? I am partial to 89. 89? Because 89, you're like, 90 minutes, that's a real movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who has the time? I got one of my lists. 89 is like right there. I got one on my list, man. I love it. It's uh, so good. Here's what I'll or definitely 88 see. minutes. You ever see that movie? <laughs> it's not oh, a good yeah, movie. I love that one. <laughs> uh, you ever see 127 hours, the director's <laughs> cut? It's a hundred and about 13 hours. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't meet his own goal. I the, the thing I'll say about mom and dad you for see sure 15 minutes. <laughs> Kelsey yeah. Kurt, no. it, uh, it's the it might be one of the most underrated movies of 2018. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. very little nobody buzz. talks about very it. Very little yeah. buzz. Yeah. It's, unfortunate. People who do talk about it almost dismiss it as a fun distraction when and it's I, meteor. I think yeah. it's more than that. It, yeah. I just want to read like an in-depth biography. I want to read a journal of written by Nicolas Cage of his day-to-day life experiences. I, if he Nicolas Cage has written anything, I want to read it. I want to read it. He was if in Nicolas Cage has kept like... a diary, I think it's probably <laughs> carved into a block of wood somewhere. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. write a diary. Yeah. He like bought the first issue of Superman yes. and the dinosaur skeleton. He's, he put he's it in one of his like, ten he's castles. purchased yeah. castles. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. a crazy man. I love yeah. him. Yeah, love like, him if he wasn't crazy, he wouldn't be any good. No. And as far as we know... Scandal proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scandal proof. Very true. Can't Very say true. that about the other half of Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, this is the world we live in. Damn, Travolta has a see. movie coming out. There's like posters for it up around town. Gotti. Yeah, oh, I yeah, saw right, one the yeah, other yeah, day yeah. and I, I entered a contest to like go to a pr- go to the premiere of that. And then after I sent it in, I was like, I hope I, I don't win. Because <laughs> then t- I have to go to New York. <laughs> you know, like for I, that. A lot yeah. of times I like uh, enter for advanced screenings of a movie and I'm like, I can see this like with Movie Pass just yeah. like on a weekday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird because I'm like, why am I filling this out? Why I'm yeah. never gonna even see this movie yeah. if I don't win this and send. Yeah. I hope I don't I don't want to use vacation for this. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. All right. So uh number six yeah. for me is a movie that I think and hope will get Steve Buscemi a uh, best supporting actor nomination, and it is the death of Stalin. Oh, I've heard great things about it this movie and crippling. 
it's cripplingly really good. funny. I haven't seen it What's yet. What's his name? Armando Iannucci is just like one of the most Brilliant. whip smart writers in the business. Every every line of dialogue is very very rem- memorable and uh, brutal. Just like mm-hmm. cutting and sharp. Everybody in his movies no is a yeah, no fat. Is too, it yeah. super fast like his other stuff? It's a little bit slower pace. That's good actually. But what's funny about it is because because the reason why I think it's so important and speaks to being a very present movie is that it's about the immediate death of Stalin. They're trying to iron out the succession of power. Yeah. And so everybody wants to do what's best for quote unquote the state. Yeah. But they're also each trying to sort of climb a little higher. Sure. Yeah. But the problem is because this is a very secretive organization based in mistrust and betrayal. They have to form like very cautious, very uneasy, and very reproachable, like a uh, immediately retractable relationships with one yeah. another. And so, watching them so juggle funny, that yeah. is—it's painful, and it is, like I say, cripplingly funny. Yeah, it's—it's it's a movie that I wish I saw again because the day that I saw it, it, it was like halfway through the movie that I realized like I I I had missed so much of it because I was covering my face and laughing. Like, yeah. It's really Man, funny. That's not awesome. on my list, but maybe it should be. The more I think about it, it's, it's so, so solid. I think it does Arrested Development style humor better than the newer seasons that certainly does. I haven't seen like, the new season. It's not and very thank good. God I saw this movie before. Like You were like, ah, yeah, Jeffrey Tamper, you're kind of mean. Um, <laughs> because the thing is, he's also like... It's, he's it's, so funny. He's really funny how funny he is in yeah. this movie. He's because he plays the guy who ultimately gets like the most power, but like he's What's kind of the nicest. You know, I forget. I, I think, think it's Khrushchev. Khrushchev is Khrushchev. I think. I don't. I just. I, I don't know. know my history. Russian well history is confusing. And yeah. yeah, right. They all have ten names. And <laughs> yeah. The book is this big. It's uh, Tetris. And, um, <laughs> but he's like really <laughs> Drago. <He's> like, <laughs> I, you just, know, all those I love when your comedy brain hits thirty-five <laughs> like RPMs, and and you're just right literally saying references. He interrupts up, himself up, 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 to make yeah. a joke. Tetris. <laughs> I should be in this movie. <laughs> Tetris, though, it's Russian, right? Because yeah. they got the little yeah. ding, ding, yeah. ding, literally ding, a guy ding, comes ding. and does that little Russian dance when you win a level. I love how that's a it's Russian awesome. thing. Yeah. Like, what do you know about Russia? Uh, let's see. A guy a crouches jig. and kicks back and forth. <laughs> yeah, on both yeah. Legs. He's wearing one of those tall uh, furry hats while he does it. Tall furry hat. And that's literally everything yeah, I know. Yeah. Cold War? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What yeah. is that? What is? That? I don't get what that is. But uh, he, but he plays the guy who ultimately has the most power and is ultimately like least prepared to do it because he has the softest edge. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, such it's a funny very movie. funny. It's, yeah, so, it's I, really there's good. no way to describe it. It's just so funny, but it is biting. It is smart. It is timely, and there's a lot of things in it that are shocking the way that a political drama would be yeah yeah there's some truly shocking scenes like near Mm -hmm. the end um it is very timely it's all just about like fucking idiots following orders and Mm -hmm. making the the government much worse for its people everyone's so looking out for themselves in the name of this large group that they pretend to be looking out for it it's that feels very much uh like a lot of people in power these days Yeah, yeah yeah and it's it's nice to see that in a way that's funny, so you can kind of you know lighten the load a little bit. Yeah, but it's, it's also, still making that point. But it's like, still making yeah. that point where you're like, this is worth contending with. Yeah, it, that's cool. And I really want to see what that. does. Yeah. and I think this is if we talk about filmmaker maturity, this and I haven't seen any of Veep. He moved on I've from Veep, like, and then it wasn't as good. Like the most recent go. season was very disappointing. This yeah. is his most mature work in terms of. It is. I it think is he found mature. what he's doing and was able to like get the fullest thesis across. That's cool because like, in the loops badass, but I, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that it's blink and you miss it. Uh-huh. I like and this so much to be able to kind of go into the speed of it, it. It shows that this is a well thought out 
It's like a manifesto. It's, yeah. it's really good. That's why that was my first question, because I really like In the Loop, but In the Loop moves at such a pace. Mm. I feel like I have no idea what In the Loop is about. It adds rewatchability, you know I mean? but yeah, then it yeah. softens the this punch is... because you don't get it for a couple views. Right, yeah. yeah. And as funny as it is, it's also just got some really dramatic and well-thought-out ideas about mm. politics and government and stuff. Uh, the scene where they're trying to move Stone's buddy while he's oh, still God. alive, but he's had a stroke. Yeah. It's so funny. I think he pisses himself. It's just like six old guys struggling to like move this dude. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking funny. They all have to stand in front of his coffin and like shake the whole country's hands as they go yeah. by. But there's like a certain hierarchy of where you're standing. So they're all kind of softly like trying to Shuffling. edge each other yeah. out of their spots and replace, and then de- like whisper defending why I why it's important for me to be in this spot, you yeah. to be there, and then shake a person's hand and get their condolences and say the official political oath for the state, you know, yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And juggling all of that while, like, literally, if a wrong step could mean that someone might just have you killed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so yeah. for that to be the ultimate threat at all times with these idiots drunk on power is... That sounds it's, great. It's... If ever you're going to pee midway through a movie, it's this because it's such a sustained, like, fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> this one for a while. So I think good. I like this movie better than Game Night, and, and I'm not going to admit my list, but I, I kind of forgot about it while making my list. Yeah, well, I, well I'm going to catch out. up with this before the end of the year. This it's sounds great. great. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, this one, I, it was one where I was like, do I put it or not? And I realized I needed a comedy. Yeah. And I just remember leaving that movie and being like... Literally, not literally, that's not how this works. I didn't lay down. But I was floored by Steve Buscemi's performance. Yeah. Like, Steve Buscemi, a guy who can do drama yeah. and also can is always the Leon best Pete. part of a yeah. Happy Madison He's having production. A great year. Yeah. For him to be able to marry that, it's like, man, this guy, he put in his time. He's been one of the best forever. And oddly enough, this is the movie where you're like, one of the greats. Yeah. It's so good. That's cool. I've heard great things about him in the movie in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'll have to check that out. You guys want to take like a, just a quick break and sure then we'll thing. come back yeah. for the top right. five? Sure. sure. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Progress. Living on a prayer. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> If you take two old punk rockers who are past their prime, put them in front of a movie screen and give them a podcast, what do you get? Cinema punks. Cinepunks. It's the mixtape of movies. All right, we're back. We're Hachi still machi. drunk. Let's we're ready for the top five. Uh, let's start with Jacob, number five. All right, I'm going to do another one of my honorable mentions real quick. Just get it out of the way. Please. Uh, Tully is a great movie. Oh, I also didn't see Tully. Also an honorable I really mention. like Jason Reitman a lot. It's his best movie in a while. And Charlize Theron is tremendous in absolutely everything. I really want to see that. Good Nobody movie. I liked like, it a lot. Nobody deeply embodies her characters, even on a physical level, so well yeah. as Charlize Theron. Just I like Mad that Max, movie a lot. Mad Max, uh, Atomic Blonde, and Tully. She's just fucking amazing. And F- Furious 8, she's completely wasted. But it wasn't so her yeah, fault. Agreed. And All you right. know what sucks? She could have been transcendent. I know. Yeah. She should have been awesome. She should have been yeah. beating the shit out of like out of uh, Dom and the Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enter Tony Collette in a uh, uh, Xander Triple uh, X Xander Cage. Return to Xander Cage. Yeah. Oh, oh people are talking about smile. Hereditary, but they forget that she's amazing. She's amazing. She's the Xander Cage. I was I mean, telling my friend, alert. I was like, you got if you liked her in Hereditary, you're gonna fucking love her in the Triple X movie. That's what I wanted from Charlize Theron, and I and I am. Happy to receive it from Tony Collette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tully's great. All right, number five, Annihilation. Oh, oh right on. We're going to get into this later on mine. It's on all your list, so yeah. I'll, just, I'll just let you go, and we'll talk about it. But it's so good, and I rewatched it. My, uh, my, my, my lady friend and I watched it with a double feature of Thoroughbreds. Yes. Ooh, and like one time, this, this... By the, the way, that was the Dead Horse movie yeah, I referenced yeah, yeah. earlier. Two, ble- uh, two very bleak yes, movies. Yeah. My friend and I will watch, like, we watched Sicario, and I was like, Jesus, I didn't remember how terrible this is. 
<laughs> it's, I mean, like, just bleak. It's, it's really brutal, good. Yeah. It's just fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But an- Annihilation is a trip. I-, I watched it at 3 a.m. with, the, with yep. the windows open, like the rain wasn't coming in, but it was raining very heavily. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Let's move on so we can talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no, I had something interesting to say about Annihilation, and I completely forgot it. We'll, we'll get back to it. I've been times. reading the books. I'm almost done oh, yeah. the, the third and final book. And, like, they're good. Dude, really, I mean, they're really good. Uh, they're very, very surreal. Um, but uh, why can't I think of the director? Alex Garland. Name? Garland. I, I kept wanting to say Alex Perez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, hey, buddy. Maro. Uh, Maro. <laughs> uh, I don't know why this hand keeps coming yeah. out. I became an Italian over the last <laughs> five years. I have not a drop in me. Um, but it, but there's no better word to describe something. like we. I kept doing it during the blob because yeah. every moment of the blob was just like, God, well, the best. Maro. Maro. Like, you fucking, yeah. I'm so glad you experienced I that on the fucking same fucking high level. loved that. So good. Yeah. Um, no, the Annihilation books, I know that uh, Alex Garland said that he just wanted to capture the tone of the books. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah, mission yeah. accomplished. I know what He's I was going to say. The noise that is made by the thing at the end, I don't oh, want to say too much, yeah. is so it. deeply unsettling. Yeah. And they the use it, they use it in the Venom trailer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, oh right. In the uh, Annihilation is going to be one of those movies yeah. that we always call out, like Tron, yeah. Yeah. Um, what, like uh, The Matrix, where the for Darren the next Aronofsky five years, one? everything's going to look a little bit Requiem like it. for a yeah, Dream's music is used yeah. for like every yes. action movie trailer. Yeah. That sound is going to become the next Inception. We're going to talk yeah. about it. The music during that scene and the sound effects are fucking horrifying. Like Get under your fucking skin and make it crawl. Yeah, It's physical. It's absolutely physical, but it matters. Matches the themes of the movie so much. The second time I, uh, I'll get into it when I said I had a I had a very difficult first uh, first quarter of the year, and Annihilation being one of those things that speaks almost on an individual basis to whatever yes. you're going whatever with you want to create. It's such about, a yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like a cellular level it, theme yeah. that they have there. It's like when we talked about The Shining, we called it like a uh, like a mirror movie where it yeah, just yeah. like reflects your own anxieties back at you. Mm-hmm. I think that's very much what Annihilation is like. Hardest I've cried for reasons unknown. Uh, in I mean, as uh, that I can remember was just in that last scene the second time I saw it, yeah. which was when I was kind of in the shit of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I fucking broke, yeah, and that's when awesome. I knew I was like, this is this is my it's not my number one. I'll I'll reveal that now, but like this is my movie of the year, yeah, because it was just one of like the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, what a cool sci-fi movie, trippy. Yep. And then the yep. second time I saw it, I was like, man, I needed that. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was I don't know, and I, I I don't wish to get into details to to speak about that on the air, but like. It was what I needed, it, and it's I can't believe it. I came out of that movie a more grown man than I was, yeah, and I, it, Chris Cotton has that great bit about how he wants to cry and just can't. Yeah, I get that. I feel yeah. that movies get me to cry, uh, you know, on a on that level. But like a real like me crying to purge some just thing, yeah, has not happened. And then Annihilation made that happen. Uh, sorry, <laughs> the, yeah. Annihilation like made that happen, and it it, it was. It, like that is one of the best things th- that I've ever felt. That's it, it awesome. Was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Arrival had a similar reaction for me. One more thing, and then we that movie is very similar, like that, where yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a mirror I like it when that. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Garden Garland's The Beach. There's yes. like a DiCaprio, Danny Boyle movie of it. It's not very good. The book is fucking awesome. Yeah, the turning point of the book is a bunch of people high out of their minds on weed, like devouring a corpse. It's a fucking crazy book. <laughs> I gotta read that <laughs> stuff. It's not in the I movie. Like that movie it's well it's not in the movie. The book's completely different than the movie. He's a genius writer. Like whatever. He's working on a sci-fi series for FX. Did yeah. he do awesome. the screenplay for The Beach? 
Yeah. No, no, did he? He or might have. He, he might have. That's very possible. Maybe not. I'm not sure. I'm just curious because I, I mean, it's based on the Annihilation script and all that. I think his concept of adaptation is a much more nuanced. Yeah, one yeah, that's, that's also very true. It might be. Like, it might have been. Him. That's kind of cool. But I would like to read that because I liked that movie well enough. It, it's certainly not. It's yeah, gonna get I remade it pretty soon. It is, I think. But that was a cool flick. Yeah, yeah. The book's way better. I would Go like ahead, to read Garrett. that. Number five. Oh, uh, well, yes. Because I'll, I'll save the discussion of it for when. We, no, you're right. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll get back to that movie. To uh, sorry, guys, I made it all about me. Oh, no, no, that's good. We'll, we'll <laughs> I'm gonna get, do it again. When yeah, it comes I was gonna, up gonna say we'll get back to it again. You can do it again. I'm gonna do it again a lot. I'm gonna do it a lot near the end. My number five, I assume, we'll also continue to talk about is you were never really here. Also, my number five. Do we match again? High five. Oh, you that was a much wanna, cleaner high five. Yeah, that was a, nobody felt like that. When I get to it, oh, you know what? We'll talk I'm about this real it. quick. Yeah, uh, actually, about the book. You were never really here when I was, there's a. Did in, you read that? No, I have not read it. Yet. Okay. I, just, I bought it while I was in California. There's this bookstore oh, there awesome. called The Last Bookstore. Yeah, totally cool. Upstairs is like art spaces. That's where I took that picture with the book loop where I was reading Triple X. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, there was it was there. It was ten dollars and it was an autographed copy. So all right, I'm gonna get it. I got that in high rise. Yeah. But, uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I can't wait to read it, but it's like a pamphlet. Yeah. And uh, this movie is sort of like a pamphlet. Uh-huh. It's a very quick digested movie, but God damn it, is it like a seven-layer dip? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> There's so much going it's, on. It, we can totally wait to talk about it until yeah. we get to it with you, Jacob. I think that would it's be fine. That's away. fine. It's, uh, what, I'll, what I'll say real quick is that um, this was a movie, this was one of the movies this year that sat with me. Yeah, I th- I thought about this movie a lot after seeing it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And Dan we didn't and, record a podcast about Dan it. Dan and we I did. basically <laughs> did a two-hour podcast about this movie <laughs> while just walking through Philadelphia really one cute. day. Uh, <laughs> we had a meet cute. Yeah, yeah. It, we could not stop talking about this movie. It's so good. Uh, it, it's because it's fantastic. So it just it is one of the best movies of the year. I would not be surprised if this remains somewhere in my top five by the end of the year. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I agree I think with it'll that be in too. My top yeah. five or ten by yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. Sure. And also right now. <laughs> Aside annihilation, I mean, this has been a great year for scores. It has. Aside oh, annihilation, really but has. like it the really music, has. and you were never really here is some really it's, next yeah, level. Johnny shit. Greenwood, I yeah. like Radiohead just fine, but his film work outside of Radiohead has been is incredible. Phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. Between I'm Phantom so Thread and You Were Really met, Never Here, just uh, in the past six months, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. yeah, yeah. The tree yeah. synthesizer track on You Were Never Really it's Here is amazing. Gorgeous. Yeah. So good. Yep. I, and, I, and it's I love crazy because it's such an ugly, bleak movie. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the and and that's a compliment. Yes. And uh, the music fits that ugly, ble- like bleakness. But it's such a rich, colorful score sure. when you listen to it isolated. That's magic. Yeah. I'm, I'm low key awesome. obsessed with film scores. Johan Johansson uh, is. Oh, I yeah. think he's pretty similar to Johnny Greenwood in some ways. But that tree synthesizer specifically, and then Johan Johansson's track "Kangaroo from Arrival." Mm-hmm. They both start off like not sounding like music. They sound like like random ass sounds. And they slowly build into like this beautiful song, like melody or something. It's yeah. really, really good nuance work. I gotta listen to I it a little like bit a more. Nerd, I'm so sorry. <laughs> when I, I did the, uh, the Warner Brothers studio tour, and at one point they take you into a sound stage, and it's it's I'm doing air quotes a sound stage. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, the, it's yeah. the tour stage, and uh, they show you a clip from Gravity. It's when the meteor first hits, and she Threat gets score. you know yeah. she gets. And what they do is they layer the sound effects, the score, oh, so and cool. then um, uh, what's the other layer? Oh, and the dialogue. And so they show us just with the dialogue and none of that other stuff. Then they show it just with the sound effects. Then they show it just with the score. And you know when she's on that long arm and it passes by the camera? Yeah. The score isn't musical, but it does this like... to the As it goes by. Yeah. And it's chilling. And it's something you don't even notice in the movie. But when they show how that's all layered 
and you see the the film kind of come together as this almost physical thing. It was impressive. That's fucking cool. And I really want to hear more. And that's another thing I love. We'll get into Hereditary later, but like yeah. that dissonant sounding yes. score that is almost defies you to be musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever do the MGM like studio backlot tour at Disney World where you no, get the, never been they pick Disney. a family out of the tour and they film a scene from Pearl Harbor really? <laughs> where like they're what? in a they're in a submarine and like it's it's so fu- I love like I'm picturing them show. painting kids in yellow face <laughs> while everyone's just frowning like what is happening there's like a, a, a pool of water between you and the submarine and like. So the, 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 there's like a big whooshing sound of a plane flying over, and then the water just like uh, a hydraulic thing. And the water just throws water all over the crowd, and then fires burst out. And then you look at the monitor, and there's like the stressed out family pretending to operate the submarine and the little monitor. It's so it's at so Warner much Brothers fun. Studio they had, and I did the Batman so one. Funny. There was a Batman one and a Harry Potter one where they put you into like a green room, <laughs> and awesome. I got on the Batman motorcycle from Dark Knight, and they put a cape on you, and then this there. Uh, uh, the, there's a person there that like gives you direction while you're like doing this. They're like, lean left, lean right, uh, yell at the Joker, throw something <laughs> over your shoulder, and then you can buy the footage once they put all of that together. Yeah. I didn't buy it, nor did I look at it, but I still did do it because I, yeah. I wanted to ride the bike. But you can do a Quidditch one too, and so they do that I kind do of the stupid Dark shit. Over the Quidditch one. Oh, I, absolutely. I can put a broom in between my legs at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it did have a nice bicycle seat on. Oh, cool. But okay. the Batman thing. Not comfortable to ride on. No, not at all. Well, yeah. It's the burden it's, of being Batman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it, it it didn't even feel logistically sound. Okay. The whole thing just like <laughs> was a mess. And so you know, it was just one of those. But yeah. <laughs> Should we just skip was, oh, also, to my yeah, the central perk from Friends? They have one of those there. Garbage coffee, <laughs> <laughs> overpriced, not and not even good. Like yeah. not, like couldn't even sweeten it out of it. It was, and I tend to drink black coffee. And the, yeah. So it's a Starbucks. I've been it thinking was, about yeah, Friends a lot this not year. Good. It was, yeah. uh, uh, What's your number four? My number yeah. four. No, yeah. My number four is. Man, you were never uh, I got one more honorable mention. It's Red Sparrow. I don't really want to talk about it. That's it's a pretty good movie for me either. Yeah, pretty good movie. Last ten too, minutes are too. awesome. Uh, number four is Thoroughbreds. Oh, nice! Everybody's seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I love this movie so much. Oh, Dan, you saw this one? I saw it at the film festival last fall. Oh, right. And I kind of figured it would be on my list this year. Yeah. And it wasn't. And I wonder if I had I seen it again, it might have been. Right. Because I did really yeah. like this movie. Yeah. I liked it too. Uh, this director is like a dude to watch. I think he's got the goods for sure. What's his name? Corey Brinkley, I think. Yeah. That's off the that dome. I don't right. know if it's correct. It's his first movie. Uh, he wrote it as like a play, and his agent was like, "You should make this a movie." Oh, that it's actually really, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's very play-like. Yeah. I the, the I, I don't want to spoil anything because it's uh, it's totally worth seeing. It's Anton Yelchin's last yeah. film. Yes, Corey Who's Finley. Thank you. Great. In He's this. amazing. He's in it. really really He's good. Like in this. kind of the third star of it. Uh, yep. It ends with his character. I don't think that's a spoiler. He's nope. kind of got the yeah. last scene. He's really he's, funny in it. Actually, he, in, the, yeah. in that last scene, he's just so bewildered. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And th- this, I, I, again, no spoilers. This movie is to me about like d- deeply damaged people uh-huh. and people trying to help their friends. Yep. And mental illness. It's about yep. a whole bunch of shit. It's really good. Yeah. Spooky horses. It's, it's about privilege. It's about privilege for yep. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. The whole the-, the theme is like these rich girls got all their parents' money and yep. class and upbringing, yep. and this is how they turned out. So yep. what's wrong under the surface of yep. their yep. their society, their town, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, the two actresses are tremendous. I just rewatched the Vivid. They're last really night. great. Anna Taylor. Joy, yeah, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, okay. Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, yeah, she's incredible in everything. And um, the other one, whose name I'm having, Olivia, oh, Cook. Olivia Cook. Olivia she's, Cook. Yeah. In Ready Player One, they turn into a fucking video game character for half the movie, and it's so frustrating because yeah. she's a great actress. Uh, she's, she's the dying girl. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. I oh, I haven't, I haven't seen either. Movie. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. She's so good in Thoroughbreds. The big scene at the end. Uh, I, um, you guys know which one I'm talking about. Yes. The big turn. I can rewatch that over and over oh, again. It's so good. I, like yeah. literally watch it and then rewind it and watch it again because every line makes me almost come to the verge of tears. Like it's so good. Yeah. I love that. It's a great weird movie. Wouldn't show it to it my is parents. Super yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, would not show it to parents. I just think it's so funny what you said about like how these are kids that had every opportunity, every privilege in the world, and this is how they turned out. And that's a thing like if you overbreed a horse, they, yeah. they go yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can have a thoroughbred that has been genetically bred into this pure thing, but they also just might stomp you because they're fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, like, if you do it far enough. I didn't awesome. even... Th- I actually, that's funny because I don't know a lot about horses, so I didn't I make... I think you, man. I didn't make that Never connection with the horse. title. <laughs> I didn't make that connection with the title. Never trust a horse. I, um, the, the last scene, too, where it shows a different thing happening with narration. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. That part's very beautiful. Yeah, that is She's beautiful. She's talking about horses taking, like, mm-hmm. it's not even a spoiler to say. She one There's a monologue about, like, society collapses and horses take over and they yes. run through our old ruins. And it's really, it makes me really emotional. It's wonderful. It's a that terrifying really film. good. It's yeah. a hardcore. All, all the characters in that movie are hardcore people, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. The one, the girl that seems worse is pretty tame compared to the one yes. it's, it's so yeah. good you guys yeah. should i want to watch it again yeah <laughs> I, I did really like that movie but it's like intense also i watched that movie because this never happens to me i sleep through the night all the time i have no trouble sleeping i just woke up at three in the morning one day and i couldn't go back to sleep man so i just i'm usually up text me. so i just found a movie <laughs> yeah. to, so i just found a movie to watch and it was that fucking movie oh, right up. that's so kind of cool for i that. watched that yeah, from like 3 30 awesome. in the morning until like five you, you know managed like, to yeah, like sleep nice. through the night and uninterrupted I yeah, but, yeah, mostly. I'm, yeah. I'm a disaster. I'm yeah. like awake for like a good chunk of the of, after I fall asleep. It's like, well, now I'm awake. Gotta Listen, <laughs> when you imbibe on cheese, beer, and other substances like I do, you sleep through the night. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know, it's weird. When I drink, I can't sleep through the night. Yeah, really? that, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very bad at getting to sleep, and every once in a while I have an off night, yeah. but I've been getting better at sleeping. Yeah. But if I drink, it sleeps you know, rough. I don't drink heavily ever. Yeah. Like I have like a That's beer good. or That's two. That's the way to do it. And yeah. so I think that just like I also pee a lot. If I get up in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the night, sometimes I'll pee. That's my and main problem. I have to yeah. pee, and then I just can't fall back. And then I'm up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Zequil's a great thing. <laughs> Zequil's good, and also, you know what? I, not to advocate anything crazy, but working out. Oh yeah. yeah. Usually, if I go for a run that, that night, I <laughs> that sounds crazy to me. <laughs> that night, uh, well, I won't. Deny. It's fucking crazy. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. To quote, to quote Dennis from "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Oh, what am I going to do? Go lift a big piece of metal like a big metal jerk? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> do either of you ever watch Eastbound and Down? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. There's a thing where he's like, my weight manager was trying to get me on a weight regimen for a while, and I was like, I'm not lifting that shit. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. Uh, yeah, I love Thoroughbreds. It's that's like great, man. Gonna, I love that it's it on your keep, list. That's, it's de- definitely going to be in my top ten for the yeah. year. I loved it so much. Oh, nice. Great. Yeah, I was very into that movie, but I'd like to see it again because that's the problem with, with doing like a film festival. Is like After a while, you're just it's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I can't so, imagine going to like Toronto or Con. It sounds yeah, cool. It's, oh, I know. It, and what's weird is I went in like, oh, I'm going to see everything. It's going to be awesome. And like, I'm not doing that again. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's... And and you know what? All that stuff that uh, became movie past like two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, like for real. That's yeah. Uh, my number four. We talked about it a little bit. I assume we'll talk about it again. Is Annihilation, awesome. uh, which I loved. Uh, I am a big fan of Alex Garland. I really. I mean, I like a lot of his movies. I think Sunshine is amazing. Well, he wrote. He wrote, he wrote that, Sunshine. Right? Sunshine yeah. is really Sunshine is cool. really yeah. underrated. I yeah. like that yeah. movie a lot. Killian Murphy, Danny, and Danny Boyle's doing the next Bond. I'm so, super. I know. On board yeah, for that's it, a great I'm choice. Really on board. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've liked him for a long time. I really like Ex Machina, which was his yeah. um, directorial wonderful. debut. 
That movie's great. Uh, and I so rewatched I, it shortly before Annihilation came out. Just fucking awesome. The I, last thirty minutes are tremendous. I know. I've seen it like three or four times because I just th- that's like a. I just like watching that movie. I, sure. What was this? Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, that movie's like a delicious watch. Yeah, it's I so just good. Like yeah. watching that movie. Uh, and um, so I was excited for this, and uh, I but I did not really know what it was. I've not read the book. I didn't know a lot about it other than you know the trailer, which does a very good job of not really giving say, the movie away. You could read the book. And it will not spoil the movie at all because they are nothing alike. Right, it's just yeah. a tonal and general concept, right. that, you know, thing. Yeah, it's uh, and so this movie like kind of blew me away because it, for one, it really reminds me of the thing. There's a scene in this mm. movie that feels straight out of the thing to me and is like really well done and executed. Uh, there, uh, and I love the thing. That's one of my favorite movies. So just that sort of tonal kind of idea like i loved yeah monster bear yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that scene literally it's like a it's a person that has a bunch of other people strapped to chairs oh, trying to it's it's straight scary, out of the man. thing so good that yeah it's it's great it's I, I love that scene and and it's got a lot of practical effects that are very cool mm-hmm. you know yeah but then it builds to also this, all lady cast yeah. that's a big yep. thing that's been happening yeah, really, absolutely and it's really cool and it's every it's actress through is nothing awesome. but it's not through any sort of idea of novelty. Like nope. it's a, it's just through the idea. Like that's the best way to tell this story. Yep, awesome. Yeah, and it's and it's pretty diverse cast too. And, and it's just it's five great people cast. that are good at their jobs. Yeah, and that's the thing it's, is like it speaks to a lot of diversity without having filled the yeah. checking boxes. They were the best people for the role. Yep. Their interaction was better than anyone else that could have auditioned. Yep. It's it, it motto. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's so good. Exactly. Yeah. It's so it, good. It's they're phenomenal in it. Like all of them are really good in it, and they're they have such interesting like character dynamics amongst them. It, I I just loved everything about this movie. The thing is that it like the way it starts is not the way it ends, and I did not expect that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it it is. I mean, it is my kind of thing through and fucking through. Like those last thirty minutes are. It's insane. Incredible. They're uh, it's I, seriously on par with like 2001 in terms of. I, I read a quote from Roger Ebert who uh, didn't quite like 2001 the first time we saw it, but when yeah. he le- I think that's how it went. But yeah. when he left, he said, whether we liked it or not, everyone in that room knew that they saw something that, that had never been done before. Yeah. And like things were different now. Yeah. I I think this went there. I, I think this is on par with it, that. It yeah. goes there, Agreed. and it goes there in a movie that got a major release. I know the release was like a big, you know, point of contention and stuff, but great. yeah, it, it got a major release, and I, I want to see more strong choices like that in movies. It's weird in general. It's the sort of movie where the the public failed on that one because the studio yeah. took a risk on this very yep. very bleak and strange movie. They undercut their own risk though when they gave the yeah, foreign sure. thing yeah, to Netflix, sure. but yeah. yeah. Paramount just giving Netflix the Cloverfield whatever it was called because they're like, Ooh, yeah. got oh, a bad yeah. feeling about this the Cloverfield <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Super yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 They're like, let's sell this bad apple yeah. off. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's the kind of movie where I just wish everybody had gone. To, more I know. people, the, the public failed it because more people just should have gone to see it, man. I, I want more movies like that. Same that that, that have strong choices like. Like that and mm. are very much an artistic vision from someone. It's so yeah, hard yeah. to recommend, and I still wanted to do it to people, even though I know a lot of people would see that ending and just be like, "Fuck this." Oh yeah, yep. But I bet I would bet good money that most people who go "fuck this" a week later get like catch a chill yeah. from it. You know, like, yeah, sure. And it, it's, it's there. I and think I, Annihilation's way scarier than Hereditary. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I mean, I certainly had a more physical reaction to Annihilation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, it it um it has a real thematic resonance to it that really worked for me. I think that ending is all about that. It, mm. I, I think it paints that picture beautifully. 
I, but I think it's in a way where it's like we were talking about before. It's kind of a mirror. It's like whatever you bring to annihilation is what annihilation is going to give back to you. Yeah, which is crazy because that's almost how the it's area liter- X is literally how it functions cool. yeah. in the books. The whole idea of it is just like it, it just changes everything. Yeah, and he and hasn't in done ways you'll just never get. Yeah. It's oh, yep. he it. hasn't really like explained it in interviews yeah. to death, which is awesome. Which is he, great. David yep. David Lynch like refuses to explain. Oh, yep. did you see his latest article about that? I think so. It was funny because I think Scott Wampler tweeted it. He was like, stop wasting David Lynch's time. (laughs) He will never explain this. David Lynch is fucking awesome. And it's a great thing where it's just David Lynch giving his great, just polite, completely cryptic and fucking eat my ass, whatever. (laughs) Love the movie. It doesn't need to be explained. The mystery of it is like literally part of the mystery of it. Yeah, I think my favorite thing about David Lynch is that if he just on his deathbed was like, guys, it meant nothing. I was (laughs) fucking with you. Not only would I be down, but his movies would be just as good. It would (laughs) It would, wouldn't change it. I think season three of Twin Peaks is exactly that, but oh, it's it also very beautiful. Yeah. It's <laughs> wonderful. So that, that, that that's my that's my pretty much whole thing on annihilation. So we'll get we into get it a little bit later. More, yeah. yeah, I will say this: uh, Ryan Silverstein, yes. friend of the show, saw that saw annihilation. And texted me right after it was done, and he just wrote, "Yo, that movie fucks." <laughs> yeah. And like that is the best, purest, yeah, most accurate review, review of that movie I've ever seen. Yep. Yeah, yeah that fucks movie sure. fucks. <laughs> what was it? Batting to do fucks a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insulted, man. I'm so glad you said that about the sequel because <laughs> otherwise that sentence has like all kinds of other implications. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, is it my turn? Yeah, Number four. It's your turn. Uh, number four for me, and I know we're probably going to get into this later, but it's a movie that uh, definitely kept me awake. It was First Reform. Yeah. Oh, we yes. Are definitely um, get yeah. Okay, later. cool. <laughs> we're going to talk more about this. This is the kind of movie that I never want to watch again, and I can't wait to watch it a hundred more times. Oh, yeah. Because I really it can't is wait to like watch drinking this delicious syrupy gravy, uh-huh. but they oversalted the yeah. gravy, but you just want more. Yeah. It, this is like this is why we have Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah. it is. He's a dude that's always been a good actor, and I I think always been a great actor that yeah. kind of is slightly relegated to like, yeah, he only plays Ethan Hawke. He's a hunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He digs deep, and and Amanda Seyfried has always she's been incredible, this, yeah. and could have fallen into. She's just a hunk. Uh, I forget a babe. Yeah, he's a babe, <laughs> and so she's to hunk, see yeah. the two of them yeah. like. And and they've always dug deep, but it cannot be denied. Yeah. And Paul Schrader is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> he literally got coked up for a weekend and made Taxi Driver. That, yeah. That's yeah, that yeah. is a fucking fact. Yeah. And he's made good. He's made bad. He made a Lost Exorcist sequel, right. uh, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he's he made Autofocus. Like he's just like this. Oh, he, made autofocus? Autofocus. he made Autofocus, and he's just this dude who just he's like if Oliver Stone like was was not up his own ass a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And just just makes this stuff that's just, I'm digging deep and I'm going to vomit it on here. And wouldn't you know it, over these years I've developed craft. Yeah. <laughs> and because it used to be he needed a Scorsese to make yeah, his yeah. script yeah, into yeah, Raging yeah. Bull, to make it into Taxi Driver. And now he just, he put together this movie that is, it's operatic. It's uh-huh, horrifying. Uh-huh. It feels indie as fuck. Uh-huh. It feels refined and phantom thready. It's brutal. It's disgusting. There's points that are outright wrong. Yeah. It gets, but but uh, not wrong in that I disagree with it. Wrong in that just like the part where he dunks a, a loaf of bread into a bowl full of yeah. whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to like, get into the end. Like, I'm going to gesture so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, We're going to talk. There's about just it. things where it's like, oh, you're dealing with it's fucking. This bananas. is going to sound stupid, but you're dealing with like straight up biblical fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it is clearly very personal. The and stakes it is are very enormous deep. in that movie. Yeah, it's it's insane. 
And it also is speaking to a little bit of how we fear public places now, you know, and yes. how uh, terrorism to a degree has one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like everything, yep. and it gets it's a little surreal. A it's darkly hilarious, yep. and lo and behold, Cedric the Entertainer puts in this yeah. monumental performance. Yeah. First Reformed is a stone-cold masterpiece. Um, I gave it four and a half stars because I was afraid that it would be something that people railed against, yeah. and it I shouldn't have. I should yeah. have given it five stars Whenever, because yeah. it's, it is perfect. Yeah. And basically from here on out, uh, every my my four through one are movies that I thought were perfect. Yeah, it's been a really awesome year for movies yeah. and not much else. But for movies, I think it's this, doing yeah, great. right. <laughs> I think this is on par with like the there will be blood year. First Reformed is that good. Yeah, yeah. It Annihilation me is that. It reminds good. me of No yeah. Country yeah. for Old Men and it's, There Will Be Blood in, in yeah. the best ways. Yeah, it's this shit is that it's that good. Yeah, this is the movie that only Paul Schrader could make, only Ethan Hawke could be in, and and only Paul Schrader could have pulled off without it being something that we mocked. Yeah. yeah. This this yeah. is real dirty, dark, fucked up, raw shit. Fucking yeah, bring it on. When I was looking at his it's filmography, perfect. I was just like yeah. so confused because I haven't seen most of them or really even heard most of them. And then a lot of like, them are terrible. He was a fucking gym <laughs> like late in his career. He's like sixty five. Yeah, he's awesome. He's I don't. I, it's his best work and like to to make your best work that long. He into remade your Taxi Driver and directed it in a way that only he could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, this is gonna sound so dumb, but uh, and also like Taxi Driver with forty more extra years of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, on. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. This is his. If Scorsese made Silence. This is his silence. Okay, yeah, and agreed. I and I I think silence is silence also is Stone Cold masterpiece. Don't ever want to see it again, but pretty good. Yeah, it's it's ooh, that is a bleak movie, but I think First Reformed is Have better because it, it almost no, speaks to my genre tastes in a way, despite not being. A, I mean, I guess towards the end, it sort of gets yeah. into my genre taste. I mean, First Reformed is just that's just how it's done. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say about it. It's incredible. It's a masterpiece. It, it's yeah. a the masterpiece. Word masterpiece yeah. is extremely applicable here. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely applicable. It's like a singular, unique masterpiece. Everybody involved with this was cranked up to a million, and everybody was assigned perfectly, cast perfectly yep. from roles from... God damn it, the sound editing on this movie yeah. uh-huh. was was stellar. Everything about it was just everybody just like, we're tapping into something bigger than all of us, and... Pff, Blown away. I really like Ethan Blown Hawk, away. But he makes a lot of bad movies. He makes a lot he's of bad really movies. He's really good in like the before trilogy. But he's, he's there. Been in a bunch of crap in between the last one and this. I bet he's always the best part of that crap, though. Uh, probably. He probably. shows up. He's one yeah. of those guys that yeah. I think is passionate and cares enough that he shows up, when even saw, if it makes um, him look silly. And Ocean's Eight, they showed a trailer for uh, for the new Purge, and I was like, "Is this first reform?" And I was like, "No, it's like as far as away from that as possible." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Purge, like, the new Purge movie, the, the Purge prequel. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I'm actually reviewing it. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the, I've, I've reviewed all of them um the first purge kind of sucks the rest of them are great yeah. but in the first purge you know who's awesome ethan huck yeah. he he is like, i actually didn't know he was like a part of the franchise until now that's interesting he was the he was the dad in the first because the first one's just in a household it's a home right. invasion thriller so he's dead yep. but gotcha. his job is that he builds security systems for purge night so he's compromised yeah you gotta have ethan hawk for that which yeah. is great yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff but yeah first reformed that's the movie that I would say fucks. That I, movie yeah. straight up. That movie butt fucks. But it, it decidedly doesn't fuck. He hates sex. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't know, have I'm just sex. It doesn't make love. It fucks. It doesn't make love. It believes sex is a carnal <laughs> sin, but it still fucks anyway. Yeah. It fucks, yeah. It cries while it fucks. No, it cries while it pays you to fuck it. It's so good. It's so good. I, I, I There's nothing to say. It's yeah, so good. It's First great. Reformed is my number four. <laughs> 
My number three is You Were Never Really Here. Yes. Uh, I also, I I think it's truly a a masterpiece. Lynn Ramsey directed the living fuck out of this movie. We need to talk about Kevin. It's really good. Have you seen it? I haven't seen that. Super upsetting. Yeah, that's (laughs) the thing. Everybody is always like, hey, have you seen this? It's it's gonna destroy you. And this year, I'm not dying to watch it Yeah, I'm like, and every time, I'm like, that's not a great sell, man. It's sort of ahead of its time, too, because this thing keeps happening. But uh, it's it's really good. I just don't ever want to see it again. Great Uh, comedic, dramatic performance from John C. Riley, for real, true. Yeah. <laughs> he, he plays such a schlubby dad, but it's like tragic. It's yeah. it's really awesome. Uh, she's an incredible director. This movie is a masterpiece. I think. What I what agree. can we even say about it? Just like it really floored me. I couldn't yes. stop thinking about it. I, I was in a a big mood when I left the theater. Not even trying to like use that sling. I just had so many feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, his performance, the acting, how surreal it is. He's like an unreliable narrator. Yes. You can't really yeah. believe anything you're seeing in it. Yeah, uh, the scene where he's floating in the lake with his mom's it's body, incredible! It's yeah. fucking incredible. Yeah. The scene where he sings with the dude he killed too yep. is really incredible. That that's that's like <laughs> that's that's an all timer. The yeah. last scene in the yeah. diner is oh, yeah. just one of the best things I've ever yep. seen. I mean, I'm when he you think he kills himself for a moment, that it's was truly horrifying. As fuck it made too. me jump out of my fucking seat. But the very ending when the girl is just like, "Let's go, it's a beautiful day," I was. Sobbing like oh, so, yeah. so upset, but in a good. There's way. so many ambiguities in that movie. Yeah. yeah, that can be read ten different ways that are all valid and and important. And um, I mean, I I, I could watch Joaquin Phoenix just to eat a he's cup so of pudding. Good, he's yeah. just yeah. He's, he's super good. I think he's the most interesting actor working today. And I think that this movie is the one that finally sold me on him. Is like, oh yeah, he's oh, right fucking. On. I'm so glad he didn't. Interesting. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm like, so glad he's not doing Doctor Strange. Yeah, and he's right, doing right. this. Yeah, instead. although he might be the Joker. <laughs> Yeah, that's joke, true. Right? I forgot about that. Which God. honestly, though, like, fuck it. Okay, I'll take yeah, it. Whatever. whatever. Yeah. I mean, he did uh, one of the things that I think Todd Ramsey Phillips did that was smart in this is kind of leaned on the idea that this was a Joaquin Phoenix taken. Yeah. 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 Um, and then all of the violence is immediately off screen, pretty much off camera, yeah. just as harrowing, but less novelty. Yeah. 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 And that that's such a tremendous distinction. It's very to little make. violence. In very it. little. Yeah. Vi- I mean, there's a ton of violence. We just don't see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it is hardcore. Fu- I mean, he beats up his dealer because the dealer was a little cool, bit late, late. Yeah. but yeah. gets away with it because he's such a consistent customer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that is not explicitly stated, but that's shown through off-screen violence. That sounds insane. Yeah. Impeccable. Yeah. That movie is awesome. It, it rules. It's it's one of my favorite movies of the year for sure. Like it'll be yeah. in my top ten at the end of the year. It's, oh, without uh, a doubt. It's, I don't have a lot to say about it, but it's a masterpiece. It yeah. is a masterpiece. It just gets under your skin and makes you feel and think about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is one of those movies that's hard to talk about because you don't really want to spoil it for people, but it's also pretty hard to spoil. spoil. Yeah. It's you know, uh I accidentally said a uh, spoiler there, but it doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a movie that I think is once again, and I always talk about this, we've talked about this on the show before, and I think is thematically resonant in the self-forgiveness vein and the uh, kindness over vengeance, you know, yes. justice over vengeance, yeah. uh, uh, refuse catharsis for, for progress. And I think he's going through that journey a little bit yeah. in this movie. And this is a guy who is not particularly fond of himself, but is, I think, to a degree, well in tune with himself, mm-hmm. knows his motivations, knows his capabilities, and is sort of using them for this own skewed sense of good. Mm-hmm. But because of the ambiguities, we actually don't quite know how good he really is. Yeah, right. And there's a million different ways that we can read it where it's like he could be uh, just a, a tortured soul. He could be a tortured soul who uh, befell uh, some misfortune. He could be his own worst enemy or he could be the fucking devil. Right. And we, we don't know. 
That that's incredible. I know. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's really fantasizing about killing himself the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to do any. There's of this. a read of that movie that he's the initial kidnapper. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's not invalid, and I don't think that it's even fan fictiony. I think it's a perfectly valid reason yeah. read, uh, read of the movie. Um, I don't know. There's just there's so much going on there. It's incredible. And yeah. and everybody that I've that I've like my one friend, I was like, you got to see this movie. It's incredible. He was like, you were right. It's like one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. It's, mm. it's a very special movie. Yeah. Wouldn't show it to my parents. Wouldn't show it to my parents. I like to qualify it. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you need a like a Siskel and Ebert type yeah. show where yeah. the thumbs up, thumbs down. It's just yeah. like, would recommend to parents. Would Good not recommend movie. to parents. One dad up. Mom yeah. down. Yeah. yeah uh, we can and, you know, I wouldn't I show it to um, my niece either. Uh, <laughs> Probably can, a bad idea. Just we can you know, move on. I don't have tons to say about it. I've seen it like four times. It's incredible. Uh, uh, I'm curious if this is going to hit anybody else's list or not. Uh, I really thought about this, and not only is it one of my favorite movies this year, it is like way high on my list. I really like this movie. I put a quiet place at number three. We're gonna get into it. Yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's All right. not on my Great. list, but I thought about it a whole lot. I saw it twice. I like it a whole lot. I really. Like a quiet place. I really a yeah, lot. I kind of wish mm. it was, I wish I had room for it on my list. I didn't forget yeah. about it, but yeah. it is really, really great. I it it's probably the best theater going experience I've had this year. I was there. I agree. That was awesome. It, it was yeah. incredible. Uh, it, it was a. Re- it was you, me, and Emily, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a real experience in the theater where the I was participating in this movie with the crowd, and there are so few movies I can think of that orchestrate themselves and the audience that way Mm -hmm. uh it is to me i know there's a lot of horror already this year that's been very good and and there's a lot of different horrors getting a lot of accolades this is like my horror movie this year It, it it this is so effective this knows exactly what it is, exactly what it's doing, and it it's fucking classic filmmaking. nails it. It's yeah. super well directed, yeah. like yeah. so Spielbergian yep. without trying to be. Yep. It's um, just so purely functional without being a la- like. It's not it's, Brett Ratner yeah. functional. It's, it's got like, no fat. This is a, it's a, yeah, but it's like artistic fat. Yep. Yeah. But we're gonna get into it. I, Good. I, yeah. That's all I need to say about list. it. Yep. Yeah. I, I loved this movie. I, a Quiet Place is pretty incredible. It's awesome. Pretty incredible. I've been a big John Krasinski fan for a while. Like I wanted him to get Captain America. Obviously, Chris Evans is perfect oh, he for it. Would have been good for that, but yeah, I think Chris yeah. Evans. It, is it, him and Emily Blunt are like an awesome power couple. It's such I learned that movie. they were a couple because of this movie. I never yeah. knew that, yeah. and like that informs the movie even. She was almost more Scarlet Witch. Like the yeah. world would be so different. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. she's just she's great. I, she's man, so good. She's just the kids yeah. are really good. In yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. She's it's, great because she's like, I mean, she's just incredible and. If you were to take her to bed, you would get John Krasinski sloppy sections. Because he's a hunk. Good yeah. stuff. So good. I loved this movie. So, yes, we'll get into it when we get into it. All right. So, speaking of horror, yeah. uh, my number three is Hereditary. Right, Hell yeah. Dude. I thought this I think you guys weren't one, like, not my number one. Uh, you guys weren't quite as on board. I think you yeah. were into it, though. Yeah, I oh, yeah. I did like denying the craft yeah. here. Like it, it worked its way on my list. So oh, right. Oh, yeah. You yeah. did early on. I just. <clears throat> I was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty really awesome. Like, the more this, I think about it, this movie it, does fuck yeah. you. This up. is the movie that I would say fucks. It yeah. is hard. Yeah. This movie is hard. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's it's like kind of the more I, I have to see it a second time. There's actually a real chance I might skip Oceans Eight just to see Hereditary. Do it, do it. Do I, it. I honestly do recommend it. it. Yeah. It's, uh, you don't need to see Oceans. Eight. It's kind of very <laughs> very funny. 
There's a lot of, you know, wipe that face off your face. You know, like, there's yeah, a lot of yeah. like, that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, Tony Collette's performance is tremendous. almost slapstick. And it is tremendous. She's Incredible. like hysterical. Her body language. Hysterical. When she's talking to her husband near the end about the book, I was just so stressed out. I was like, this lady oh, needs yeah. to calm down. Yeah. I can watch her and Ann Dowd <laughs> talk about anything forever. Yeah, yeah, Ann Dowd is another one from The Leftovers, who, like, if she's in oh. something, I'm fucking on board. She's, I love uh, her. She was in compliance. She, and she, yeah. she oh, did, that's she right. She did heavy fucking Yo, lifting in a movie that required yeah. She's the leader lifting. of a cult in The Leftovers, and she's an amazing character in that all three seasons. Amazing. I'm starting that shit tomorrow. You keep getting best me more show. on board. Yeah. I, yeah I, Hereditary is the type of movie that, uh, I don't know, I, th- I think as I get older, I start to think about things like this more, about yeah. the idea of legacy, about yeah. the idea yeah. of like, you know, I, I'm now at a point in my life where I know a few dead people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to know increasingly more dead people, mm-hmm. and that is a byproduct of being fortunate enough to love people. Mm-hmm. Um, but well the said. one thing about death that's scary about it is that it 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 shan't be reckoned with or reasoned with. Yeah. And to do so is to dig into the deepest, most darkest well of, of just wrong power. Yeah. Now, I don't believe in the supernatural, but I believe that the desire to try and buck the cold hard truth that is of existence is where that evil comes from. Yeah, and yeah. this movie shows uh, a continuation of that. We'll say, I don't want to say too much, but also like the birth of that. Yeah. It also just, every person in it is giving the performance of a lifetime. That I would every really single percent agree with. This is yeah. people just carving out every the, part the Peter, of their insights the to do Alex it. Wolf, yeah. He's from he like blew a Disney me show away. and now he's yeah. fucking amazing in this. He was killer. He was, He's from like the Naked Brothers band. Yes, yeah, which yeah. like I don't, I never watched it, but that's where like, like all the these movie? people know him from, from like ten years ago. And okay, then it's like oh, this is what he's actually huh. capable of. <laughs> he plays the Sarnayev kid, uh, the the terrorist in Patriots Day. Oh yeah, I saw and, it. I hated it, but he's good. In but it. he's great in it, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah. got. That's that's a thankless role to be sure. someone who has to play Ugh, a characterized terrorist. <laughs> yeah. And he nails it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you feel bad for him to the degree uh, with which you can feel bad for that character, but. He's just tremendous, and he's tremendous in this. And I, Hereditary, I almost didn't want to put this high on my list because I'd like to see it again. But I, there was like it flipped a switch in me. It was, it was one of those where I had to get on a flight and I had to like time my sleep. So in order (laughs) to do that right, the night before my flight, I wanted to deprive myself of sleep so that I could go to bed early the next night. That's the night I saw Hereditary, and it was not a chore. (laughs) I was up to like three in the morning. I was looking up like demonology shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, Plan worked perfectly. I needed to stay up that night. And I had work the next day, and I was like, if I can go to work on three hours of sleep, after work, I'm going to go right to bed and get up for my early morning flight. So I needed to be up. And I gave up on my idea of like, ah, fuck it. I'll just sleep normal and deal with jet lag. And then I laid down and I just started like picturing the movie. And and, and this was Jenna had left. She she was in Vegas. So I was alone in the apartment. Uh, yeah. and I was like real jacked up. I just <laughs> kept like laying down and be like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. I'll sleep. And then I would see, you know, the like face that has now become yeah, all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Or I'd picture a dude in the corner of my room. Like yeah. I have a dark closet in the corner of my dude, room. The image of like the naked guy kind of in the shadows. like with It's crazy. It's, it's fucking haunting. Yeah. Really yeah. scary stuff. And um, I think what I liked about the movie, and it's funny because this was a shot that you took issue with. Yeah. Um, what I liked about it, and it's funny because I've combined a bunch of reviews in my head because you talked about the one we won't say we'll say the yeah. aftermath of yes. the accident yes. shot and yeah. Yeah, that we was shouldn't talk spoilers because not a yeah. lot of people have seen also it i was yeah. reading uh sandy's review on yeah. it and she said uh, she found it jarring that this was clearly tony collette's movie and then it, it kind of moved the movie away from her yeah and it's funny because both of those things are things that i loved yeah um 
one because the the shot that you take issue with yeah. is the one up, omnipotent shot. Yes. And I get why this is upsetting the same way that I get why when I, Tanya, points at the crowd yeah. and says, hey, you guys, right. your fault, which yeah. I loved as well. Uh, me too. I do but like that. But a lot of people I, took yeah, issue yeah. with that. And I get that. That's yeah. not invalid at all. Yeah. And so I get taking issue with this. But I love that that was one um, omnipotent shot yeah. to just show the audience and just be like, oh, no, you're in this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. You don't get to just have an audience surrogate. Yeah. Like, step in. Yeah. And so yeah. that was the moment where I opted to step in. Yeah. Um and as in terms of the shifting narrative, I just kind of like the idea that a character can just be dismissed without yeah. closure. That's horror to me. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. So scary. Yeah. That's a scary thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I whenever there's like a big villain in a movie that like when they killed Bane in Dark Knight and it's just yeah. oh yeah, this is an afterthought. You're like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. It's yeah, gone yeah, yeah, forever yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. This was just like a constant series. And also another very valid criticism. It seems weird to take the movie yes. away from Tony yeah. Clint, yeah. and that's totally valid if that yeah. changes your yeah. taste. But this is a movie that that and I read your review, which I loved, yeah. about how you didn't like how the cruelty you didn't feel was yes. earned. Yeah, it does then, totally abuse its characters. It abuses its like, characters, but that's but part of the point. My yeah. idea exactly is that yeah. it's like that. That's cruelty. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. It's supposed to be cruel. Yeah. And since I had taken the pill and dove in, I, I was willing to let it gut me, and I was glad that I did. I, I think Hereditary is like an all time great already, yeah. and I only suspect I it to agree. get infinitely better when I see it again. See, yeah, that's it. If it's not to your taste. Valid. Yeah. You yeah. can't deny the craft. It, it, oh, as no, a debut, you can't. Yeah. this yeah. is up there well with uh, Raw in terms of like, yeah. this is your first film? Yeah. What are you? It, an alien? Yeah. This yeah. is maybe amazing. It's so crazy well made. I it's love the, just yeah. this pitch for it where it's like dark, dark grief and family drama yeah. and then like supernatural shit. It's not a spoiler, right? There's some. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some no, it's, the, it's abjectly supernatural. Yeah. And, and all the, the, the demonology stuff and the witchcraft stuff, I find that it really, it, it's been done before. In this movie, it really tickled my imagination in a good way. I was like fascinated by it. I liked reading people like how it gets from one person to another is super cool. The grandmother just cursed her entire family. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> grandmother's so fucking evil as shit. It's yeah. awesome. Um, I like his pitch for this movie where it's like, okay, so maybe mania and mental illness and grief leads to evil things right. and supernatural things. Like in the medieval ages when people are possessed by demons, he's probably like, got, he's got a mental issue. It works probably. With, I, it, it reminded me of Mother in a way where yeah, it was like sure. it was really yeah, yeah. just trying yeah. to, to just shove a thumb up your ass and make you feel weird. <laughs> you know, like just to make it like, don't sit down because you're yeah. like, what's the point? We're going to yeah. fuck with you. Um, it, it does dig into that idea of just like fear causes you to end up being the evil that you do sure. fear. You mm -hmm. know, like and like it's so she's the such witch an unreliable digs into narrator. that too. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like there's a bunch of stuff with you don't know if she's sleepwalking or not. Your fears uh, the, will eat and you. Doubt, and the part where Ann Dowd is screaming at someone from across the street, oh, I felt a so good. I felt yeah. like someone, like my spine was just like shivering in my body. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm getting Peter. chills now just thinking about it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so, so cool. <laughs> but I love um, the idea of just like, like, this is of course a cheapening of it, but I think thematic in terms of the year, and this was with the, the witch last year, was just like, if you give in to your fears like that, congratulations. You just villainize yeah, yourself. You're yeah. going they to be the over. thing. Because I rewatched The Witch last night, and like part of that movie is... We can spoil the witch, right? It's oh, been yeah. out for over Repression a year. leads to she, rot. Is, she's, yeah. is, totally. is she a witch, or does she just allow the fear to like turn her into an evil thing? Because she's thing repressing she's her the desires, goat. and now she's okay. allowed to have them. Sure, and yeah. sure. They've rotted because they were repressed. When she's I milking the goat, like its milk turns to blood. And I was right. like, maybe she's just like an evil thing that kills everything. But I like that interpretation much more. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like her, her it or something. 
Um, the last thirty minutes of Hereditary are fucking bananas, and I love they them. They totally are. They're yeah. Fucking. Off. There's an image of someone too. crawling, but crawling in. They're floating while they crawl, so it's like they're on yeah. all yeah. fours yeah. on oh, the yeah. floor, yeah. but they're in midair. It shook me up, man. It was <laughs> awesome. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's I, like some real I good went like, shit. <gasps> <laughs> there was, have you ever seen the the Japanese version of Pulse? I don't think I have. I have not. Okay, it's great. But there's this one shot where there's just a spooky character that does like a move. And every time I've seen it, I'm like, I got to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> and that gave me that effect. It's, it's and, and really And Annihilation does up. the same thing to me, yes, which we're going to talk about exactly. in a little bit. Yeah. Um, the, the, the last 30 minutes are just like, this is perfect. It's Suspiria what I fucking came for, the first for in the build-up. It's worth back. it. I need to see it. I, I, and, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not the new one. The yeah, old sure, one. sure. I haven't seen that either. This though. reminded I need me to. of Suspiria in that it's just this slow, thorough. Now, yeah, of course, it's that. more modern and it's more nuanced. And I think it's more relatable just because it's. It looks like the American family. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never been to a, a, a coven slash ballet school. I don't, I've never I lived that life. Oh, <laughs> nice. Which well, coven scared you're gonna love me. the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm so excited. What's cool is that it's this slow burn wherever. And uh, even like Wicker Man follows it. Even that that's more of a outsider <laughs> in a town. Let's talk about original. Original, know, not Nick Cage. It makes me immediately laugh. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> but like it's just the idea movie. that it's like the whole time you're watching, you're like, this isn't good. This isn't yeah. good. This is really, really upsetting. And then they just yank the brakes out and let you crash into the credits for the yeah. last 20 minutes. Yeah. This did that hard. And I, I wrote in my review that I, I felt like I was in a flaming truck with no brakes careening down the yeah. side of yeah. a mountain at yeah. the end. And in order to get me there, you got to drag me to the top of the mountain. Yep. And I marched to the top of the mountain <laughs> with this movie, and then I fell off and I, died. I tell that to Love my parents it. all the time. When I watch a movie with my parents, I'm like, some parts aren't super exciting, but you got to like go up the, the hill Take or the, the roller journey. coaster to go down the, the big fall. And like the buildup of that movie is so worth it. The, the script takes you through the motions of like bleakness and grief and dealing with grief and then to all this other shit. And it, it really fucking works, man. It's awesome. It I liked it way <laughs> it better works. than I thought I would. I had pretty low expectations. I went in like ready to love it and ended up just being like, Having exactly what I wanted. Yeah, I'm I, all the, in. Obviously, the A24 horror brand is working, but also two first reform too. Like they are really killing it with like diverse releases and different types. I of saw movies. those movies one day after the other. Awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> as I said, sleep punch. was not a thing. Yeah. yeah you were having um, a- that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it was <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you were in a weird place for well, like was, 48 by hours. The end of first reformed, you're just like, oh man, what is death? I should probably avoid death. <laughs> and then you see her <laughs> like, well, I can't do that either. <laughs> What am I going to do? <laughs> I, I, I biked home from First Reform. It was like the craziest 20 minutes of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I crawled. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I was absolutely blown away by Hereditary. I think that it should be in the conversation with all of the great movies. I put this it's up really there with awesome. like an It Follows, but yeah, it's this. It's it's like the hype just real. Yeah, that movie, really awesome. <laughs> that movie real. punches you in the face and then you ask for two more. It's yeah. so fucking brutal. But that's and that's the thing is like because I read your review and yeah. I was like oh on point yeah because it is so cruel yeah and then yeah, I as really, a matter that's of personal taste totally see it becomes down it. to the point it, of it's total how personal much taste. Cruelty, yeah. How much cruelty are you willing to regard <laughs> sure. as entertainment? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's just where it exactly, is. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a personal taste thing because I do that movie is craft to the highest degree performances are amazing like it's a good movie i just don't like it <laughs> you know like uh, totally fair yeah totally fair all right uh where are we at yeah so we're it's at my turn i number got two. so much to say about this movie get ready guys <laughs> are we at number two number yeah two? Number this is two. my number two i saw it last night the incredibles two. Oh yes i knew this was coming the incredibles is pretty much one of my favorite movies like in the top 10 the iron giant 2 i love brad bird like him denny villeneuve 
Penis Villanova? Ryan Johnson. <laughs> this is like my three of my top. Yes, Penis Villanova. Thank you. <laughs> it's a callback. He's one of my top five guys. I think he's a magnificent director. This movie, I didn't even. This, uh, people were like, "There's a, before the movie, it's like you waited 14 years for this. I hope yeah. you, here it is. I've waited oh, like three years for it. I've watched this movie when I was like, I don't know, like 10, <laughs> 2004. I would have been 12. I watched it. And I was like, Oh my god, whatever. I want to watch Fuck you. I was I was 22. Oh my yeah. god, how yeah. old are you? I will be 34. I'm 26. The math is not adding up. <laughs> oh, eight years, or eight years. <laughs> yeah. Ago. Okay. There you go. Uh, I just I liked it, and then I watched it years and years later after I got really into like superheroes and comic books and filmmaking, and it blew me the fuck away. This is a satisfying sequel. All the characters are well served. I, I was telling Garrett like I was reading people's comments on Reddit about it last night. People well, that was like, your first mistake. That's my first mistake. <laughs> right, I'm already fucked up. People are like the villain's plot plan doesn't make any sense. I didn't think about that at all. Like who? Yeah. You, people. Why look, do you want to think about that? It's yeah. the Incredibles too. Yeah. This movie gives you everything you want. I feel like just amazing action sequences. The family dynamic is so fucking sweet on all uh, the characters. And Elastigirl is a motherfucking She's babe of hell. the highest. <laughs> order. Oh, that's, that's what that's what she most got of the comments hips. were like on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> people just being like Elastigirl. I've had a crush on her since day one, and I also kind of have a crush on Holly Hunter. More of her butt and this one than they did in the first one yeah it's an interesting choice (laughs) for sure um i'll try to keep it quick let me think here the the family (laughs) dynamic is so sweet all these characters love each other the the craig t nelson is the dad is like this movie's plot is basically sort of a reversal of the first one i don't like to think of it like that but the dad the the mom gets a job offer they're like you're less destructive than all the other superheroes and we want to make people like superheroes so you're gonna be like the forefront smart that's cool uh bob odenkirk is like oh the the guy that hires her he's like a superhero he's like elon musk if he was a big superhero (laughs) fan and not an asshole he like hires them in frozone to like make people like superheroes again yeah. that's and really the dad funny. is like okay i can i can take care of the kids i don't need i want to go out and beat shit up but i can take care of the kids because this is what we we need right now to, for you to succeed i need to stay at home with the kids which is like Beautiful. my worst nightmare yeah so the mom is just the mom's arc in this movie is fucking awesome she kicks so much ass holly hunter is incre- like if a voice performance could get nominated for an oscar i would nominate her nice um, she has her, a great voice she's, she's got one of the crazy like, jody foster yeah like kind of raspy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so sexy uh, <laughs> i love holly hunter she's yeah. wonderful. i'm also partial because of raising arizona I mean, sure, sure. Where you become my broadcast wife. news yeah. she's amazing oh yeah. yeah uh the kids in this movie are awesome like there's some stuff at the end where the kids have to like kind of their parents are always trying to protect him and it's like you can't anymore so the kids have to save the day and it's fucking great that's cool they kind of touch like i just rewatched the first one yeah they kind of touch on that the first one yeah yeah. and it was the first time i'd seen it since the first time i'd seen it perfect and i was really impressed with how well they handled the idea of like because even seeing the first one years ago i was more identifying with the parents yeah but i really liked the idea of just like I guess that's kind of what Pixar always does, but they did speak to that whole idea of like, sure. kid, and kids that were kids when Incredibles came out right. are probably at that age where it's like, oh, you're grown up. I now. got five kids now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't liked Pixar in a while. This is their best sequel and their best movie since like Wally, I think. Ooh, better than Cars 2. <laughs> <laughs> so much better than Cars 2. Can't believe it. I, I, did, I didn't think it was possible. And uh, again, I'm trying to keep it quick. The music's amazing. The locations are amazing. They live the in this G- house. Did you the score? Yes, and it's yeah. it's as good, if not better, than the first one. Like, cool. And this is Brad of, Bird, right? Direct. Yeah, across yeah, yeah. The board? Okay. Lots of like musical montages with nothing but just nothing but music. There's no yeah. sound or dialogue. Uh, the house they live in this house, which is Pixar, being like, look at how beautiful we can make stuff look. Sweet. This house looks amazing. It's like a James Bond house. 
Um, the action sequences. There's a scene where Mrs. Incredible is chasing a runaway train. Elastigirl, excuse me. We always, I, I do the same thing. Everybody <laughs> calls her Mrs. Incredible. Yeah. She's, she and would be like, that's not my fucking name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Why are you naming me after my husband? She's yeah. chasing this runaway train and it looks like Spider-Man swinging through New York. Like she's swinging yes. from buildings by stretching her arm out to a building. And then it also is like the Dark Knight. Like she's on a motorcycle riding on rooftops and shit. The music's amazing. Just everything I want out of an action movie, out of a family movie about family dynamics. I loved it. I had a great time. So the kids in the theater weren't annoying. They oh, were, nice. They and they were probably when they were supposed to laugh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, the, I also, can't wait to see Best this. scene in the movie is this Looney Tunes cartoon in the middle of the movie where the baby sees a raccoon in the backyard. The I've dad heard is. About it's this. it's yeah. incredible. The audience was going crazy. Sequence. Yeah, it is. Uh, the dad is watching a like cops and robbers show on TV and he's asleep. And the baby is watching TV, but then sees a raccoon going through the trash can. And he sees the mask, the bandit mask on the TV of the robber and the bandit mask on the raccoon. Uh, and he's like, that guy's bad. And <laughs> he goes to the glass door and like looks Jack, at the Jack. raccoon and then phases through the glass door. <laughs> and then they just have this like fucking throw down him versus the <laughs> raccoon. It really is like the Hulk versus Thanos or some shit. Oh, nice. <laughs> it is is it like Peter Griffin versus the chicken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes on for so long. It is never not funny. The baby is just using all these powers you didn't know he had. You're it's selling delightful. me on it. It's that sounds great. I'm so think of all the crazy kinky shit that Elastigirl could do. And say, I saw a tweet that was like, he, she married him because he's the only one strong enough to choke her. <laughs> uh, it's just a wholesome family movie. I fucking loved it. Super satisfying sequel. Well, we saw Upgrade uh, before the movie. There was this guy. He, uh, we called him Carmen Mandiego because he was he was a very tall, flamboyant man, but he was dressed sort of in a car. He looked like a pimp, but it was like a Carmen Sandiego get sure. Yeah, yeah. He had these bright blue eyes, but he had googly eyes. Yeah. They were clearly contacts that made his eyes bright blue, but it was clearly some sort of genetic problem that made him googly. Yeah. And uh, he was—he just kind of inserted himself into our conversation, uh -huh. but was like so full of flavors, so weird. like yeah. such a flamboyant guy. Yeah. He's talking about how much he loves getting pussy and all that. Yeah. But then it turns out he's really into a lot of nerd properties. Yeah. Not only that, but he doesn't know any character's name or any actor's name. Yeah. And if you say the correct name, he'll correct you with the incorrect <laughs> name. Yeah. Jesus. Furthermore, he doesn't understand that if a movie's out on HBO, it was probably already in the theater. Yeah, yeah. So he's like all over the place. Yeah. And he's just going on and on about shows and stuff. And there's this other lady who jumped into the conversation, also like super nerdy, but like very nice. Yeah. And she's like, like being on spoiler guard because yeah. this guy's just running. Yeah. But uh, we're talking about movies or whatever. And then I don't know where he's like, yo, Incredibles 2, that's going to be awesome. You know why? I know why it's going to be good. Let me tell you why it's going to be good. <laughs> Because Jack Jack got powers. Yeah. Jack Jack <laughs> is like, and Jack Jack what? is for sure like Jack the crowd pleasing. People in the audience were going nuts for Jack Jack. Like this little like like tiny tiny baby behind me was delighted every time oh, he was right on screen. Yeah. He's the best part of this movie. Like super entertaining. I just love Never that was how he knew it was going to be yeah. good. Sure. Jack Jack, Jack, Jack got powers. And like <laughs> who could argue? Jack Jack could if Jack Jack. I saw this on Twitter last night too. People like Jack Jack could one on one Thanos. Like if he's an infinity, if he <laughs> oh, was yeah. a Marvel character, but Infinity War is not we a want problem. Him to fight Baby Groot. Sure, that's the most adorable. He could kick Baby Groot's fucking ass yeah. a, it, it's so good and it, it, it is just like a, it's important to me that it's a it's not a disappointing sequel yeah, yeah i look yeah. forward to it for like three years it's truly a sequel to one of my favorite movies because if it's bad it's like eh, could have just done without it being made in the first yeah, place yeah, yeah. Yep. it was great was good enough it was very satisfying i'm so uh, happy it exists I'm and this should make more too i don't like pixar sequels i don't need toy story 4 yeah especially with all the john lasseter shit like yeah. the rashida jones oh, left because yeah, yeah. john lasseter was creeping around uh that really that's wow. part of it for sure they they left and put out a statement that was like Pixar's environment is not working for us, so we quit. 
Uh, th- I would Fair watch enough. like three more Incredibles they got big movies. Quick. All the superhero lore. There's a bunch of new superheroes in this movie. It reminds me of Watchmen or even Marvel movies. Oh, that's cool. It's all like just awesome. I loved yeah. it so even much. The first one had like some Watchmen touches. Of course, like the capes, the Chrono the scene where he sees yeah, all yeah. the dead superheroes. Yeah, yeah, that was it's cool. very Watchmen esque. Plus, they're outlawed and illegal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm with you in terms of like I've kind of I'm not a full on animation cynic, but it's like if I don't catch it in the theater, I don't yeah. catch it. Yeah. Putting, and I'm glad I caught Coco. That movie is just Coco's really good too. I, I forgot, Coco's I forgot good. about Coco. That was yeah. really good. I Coco like is way better, incredible. but Coco's awesome. Yeah. But Incredibles is also more to my speed. And revisiting the original, I was like, I, I really need. Yeah, the, and it is the doing Incredibles a thing. I'm stick with it's a good series. two is doing a thing where it's like, okay, we know it's been 14 years since this movie came out, and in that time, superhero movies have become a huge thing that they weren't when the first one yeah, came yeah. out. But so it's like I read that they were like trying to make it not feel like a Marvel movie and feel unique to its own world. It mm-hmm. totally does. Like, uh, it, it's doing all these little nods like other action movies and other sequences, but it feels very unique. And the way they use their powers is fucking awesome. Like all That's them my doing favorite, combo moves and shit. Use, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Oh yeah, I could talk about it all day, so we can move on. But great movie, <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy it exists. I'm gonna see it on Sunday. I can't wait. My number two of the year for sure. I almost put it at number one, but something won out. Oh, and that is uh, no. I was, yeah. going, I was trying to think of a really bad movie to say, and I blanked. <laughs> that darn life cat of the party. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> Oh, you know it's funny when I was when Book I was club. in California, Kevin Lau, friend of the show, uh, we were visiting the Grauman's Chinese Theater, mm-hmm. and he just movie passed a ticket to Life of the Party so he could, so he could validate parking. Okay, <laughs> and then we looked great. at that. Uh, this has nothing to do with movies, but one of the coolest things I saw was at the Chinese Theater. There was a stand out front selling water. And they were labeled the Water Boys. It was just a whatever. But they had a speaker playing their own song that was like this heavily produced rap song that just went ice cold water, one dollar ice cold. And like every once in a while, it'd be like juice, two dollar, soda, dollar fifty, ice cold water, one dollar. And it's on loop forever. Awesome. Okay. Sorry. Enough. That's all right. Into number bottle number two of spicy Malbec wine. Fuck yeah, dude. Which I transport in plastic bottles because I I make it in my bathtub. Go for it. You make it. Okay. You just said the make it in your bathtub. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't hear that part. I do want to. I want to become rich enough to own a vineyard one day. But it's also like I just just want to make it in my house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really good. I love. I love uh, Malbec wine. It's the best. That's good. You should start making beer. You can make that in your house. Yeah, yeah. You uh, can make that in Bathtub your house. gin, baby. That's true. <laughs> That's how it's done. <laughs> well, speaking of number twos, this is my number two movie. Oh, Hereditary uh, also. I'm so sorry. Anti-pop PSA. Don't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, right? That That's what, a little That's what Hereditary oh, is about. Yes. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the core thing, I think. Yes. I was like, what do you mean? And then I was like, oh, yeah, now I know what you mean. Big anti-pop yeah. PSA. Uh, yeah, it is like that. Co- it's literally like a, it's commercial, like a commercial that we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, that's so funny. Oh, my God, yeah, the, the driving while stoned. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah. I don't do want to spoil commercial. it. Yeah. And yeah. then that that omni- omnipotent shot really would make sense. Yeah, yes, would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, my number two movie of the year. Uh, man, I fucking... Love this movie. I know Dan also loves this movie because uh, we watched it together and had the best time. Uh, Coralie Farget. I don't know how to say her name. Uh, Coralie Farget's Revenge. Oh, Perhaps yeah. the hardest cut out of my life. I was wondering if it would make yours or, or end up being cut. I want to watch it again because we yeah. had such a rambunctious time we watching did. it and it was so good. And I know that the movie's good. Yeah. But I, I just wonder if it was the experience that was good. Yes. That said, that's how I review movies is yeah. based on yeah. the experience. 
but I knew it would be on your list, so I, I just figured it would be okay to let go. Fucking love that yeah. movie. <laughs> it's so yeah. good. I love Revenge. I, I, this movie, I had the best time watching Revenge. Dan and I caught up that with it. That was such a good night. We had recorded an episode of Movie Movie already. We usually do not hang out after that, because as you can see uh, by the length of this episode, we spend a lot of time recording these. It was a, an interview episode, I yes. believe, so therefore we didn't have a movie. That's right. So we decided to uh, watch a movie afterwards. We watched Revenge. We had the best fucking time watching this movie. This movie is a blast. It fucking rips. It is... The most fun, and the thing that I like, I've grown to kind of like about it uh, is, I know this sounds weird, but it's like if I were to describe the movie to anyone, they'd be like, "Wait, that's fun." Yeah, like, yeah, like, like it's so fun, and it should be fun. So fun. It speaks so much to the idea of having diversity in film creators yes. because the rape revenge movie is a model as old as, yep. as movies itself. Yep. Not really. But, but, um, yeah, but they were doing that in the 20s. We were four or five, six decades in. The old pre-talky rape, rape revenge yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, and it also is something that fuels the narrative of a lot of movies that I love, that you go back and you have to kind of watch with a distance where yes. you go, ah, oh, it was before we had this conversation. Yep. It's fun and I know yep. it shouldn't And be. it's a male lens on this it's particular idea. You know? Female filmmakers should shows up and it delivers on everything that I love about those yep. movies. It doesn't uh, neuter the concept no, of a rape revenge all. movie, which is what I think the detractors of mm-hmm. uh, the detractors of the detractors of rape revenge movies are yep. always like, oh, whatever, it's just in good fun. And this proves like it can be in good fun and it can carry all the weight that it does. Yep. And it can scratch all of those itches and not feel exploitative. And the only thing that I think changes that, and I'm not saying that only women should make them. That's no. that's yeah, a yeah, ridiculous yeah. No. notion. Yeah. But more people of different types should make them because just by turning that lens a little bit, this thing that is old, dated, and frankly tasteless is new, fresh, awesome, and important. Yeah. So cool. It, it's so cool. Tiniest tweak. Amazing. And I heard an interview uh, with the director, and she said that she is not even that familiar with the rape revenge genre. That she that was just a thing she wanted to make a movie about. Right. And on. So the fact that this movie really like almost very specifically inverts a bunch of rape revenge tropes, and then feels like it's falling right into that genre by inverting those tropes. That's just because that she didn't necessarily do that intentionally. That is just her taking that idea, uh, 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 you know, the idea of rape as as the sort of fuel for a story uh, and the, the you know, the weight and impact of that event on a woman. Uh, it's not a purposeful subversion. Right. It's, it's subverted just by nature of the way it was made. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's her wanting to tell that story and in telling that story and having a, a, a woman tell that story who, who um, has just a different perspective and understanding of, of those kinds of things. Uh, did not know it was directed by a woman. I feel like an idiot. It's, <laughs> it's directed it's, by a badass woman that yes. I would never want to back into a corner. I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. She's, this movie I, is fucking I went to brutal. the bathroom. I apologize. I love this movie so much. Yeah, I, again, yeah. I kind of completely forgot about yeah. it. Oh, right, <laughs> I'm rethinking yeah. my entire list. Yeah. This movie it's, was fucking awesome. This movie's amazing. <laughs> yes, it is directed by a woman. I didn't know that either when, when I was watching it. Um, I had no idea. The, but lead, I, the lead performance and the actress in this movie is fucking tremendous. She is like, tremendous. She is Hold on, like, I'll get you her like name here. She's doing a Herculean task of, yeah. <laughs> of carrying this movie. I got it right here. Her name is uh, Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz. Uh, yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, I, this movie is just so colorful and and and, and lush and, and interesting. It's a little like Pop Tart. That's <laughs> the thing. It it's is very colorful. Very much a Pop Tart movie. Uh, although in like its own kind of like subtle way, it's it's not necessarily doing like big neon lights anywhere or anything like that. Uh, but uh, it, it's got that kind of scheme to it. Uh, I, I just I, I loved everything about this movie. I love the way it looks. I really really like the performances in it. The action is super fun and crazy, and I really think like as far as like building tension in movies this year this movie gets so fucking tense at different times but the thing that it does that i I particularly love is rather than trying to ride the tension it's got such perfect release of tension oh yeah to then start building more oh when it it unspools and just starts plowing through uh, it's beautiful it's i i loved this movie this one i mean my best theater experience this year was A Quiet Place, mm. but this was my best viewing experience oh, dude, this year. I can second that. That We had such a I blast. had so a blast. blast watching this I movie. I love when we watch a movie and we're both cheesing over with like, goo, 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 yeah, goo, yeah. and just freaking out about the idea. Like, look at her head exploding. <laughs> also, how thematically resonant yeah. is it? Like, we were having such it, a like low-class, yes. high-class moment. It was beautiful. And I think yeah. that's why this movie is like a it's so number good. two movie for me. Like Because this movie is both... <laughs> The total low class, just like, oh my god, look at the violence! It's crazy. Mm. Like it's like that kind of movie for me. <laughs> I like how you turned into Harvey Firestein <laughs> exactly. for that. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> uh, but it's also, but at the same time, literally at the same time, you're going like, and shit, like those color choices are tying right back into this semat- this thematic thing that they set up at the beginning of the movie. That like there's all this great like phallic and vaginal imagery in it. That, so like, much the foot ver- thing, yeah. The foot oh, thing God. is that's uh, a crazy. That is bananas, and I couldn't help but think like that is has to be like intentional. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 vaginal imagery. Symbolism. It's like yeah, yeah. It's it's there is While just also like putting in that like I don't want to use the term torture porn, but putting in that thing that we love about grindhouse cinema yes. where you're like, oh, yes, you know, oh, it <laughs> captures so that and brings in the vaginal. Imagery. I watched so that cool. scene through my fingers. You yeah, know, it was and it goes on for so long. Oh, I you were like, it's Garrett not was like, I don't know away. why I'm doing this, but it just makes me feel <laughs> yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is, I'm like, I assure you, I'm actually watching this. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm doing this. I, I didn't put my hands up to my face, but I like started looking at my phone or like like just kind of fiddling with something else. But then it just kept going on and on, and I started looking at it like full on. I was like, all right, you won me back. Yeah, uh, it's such a bloody brutal movie. Yeah. <laughs> but so here, you know, and, and to to real quick, just touch on this. It's like the to me the difference between this and something like Hereditary is that. There is that higher conversation I can have about this. There is a catharsis to these things that allow me to start talking about theme and meaning and things like that that I never quite connected to. It. It's not that Hereditary doesn't have those things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I never connected to those things in Hereditary. So then Hereditary just becomes a brutal experience, whereas mm. this is a brutal experience. Oh, it's totally brutal, yeah. But I'm connecting to those ideas in a way where I'm able to... There's catharsis there, there's meaning I there. Also there's Hereditary is not particularly fun. Right, agreed, agreed. Revenge there, is it's a very almost different impossibly fun. It's yeah. a very it's different very fun, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that movie a lot. I really I, love that movie. It's one. It, here's the thing. It's not on my list right now, partially because yeah. I knew it would be on your list. Yeah, I'm sure I'll watch it before the end of the year. And there's, it's one of those movies that's good enough that it, it's always going to be a contender for yes. an end of year list. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, it, I loved this movie, and it, it's very much that marriage of high and low class kind of thing. That mm-hmm. that 
I love in movies. That's how it's done. That to me, that's like Carpenter. That's that yep. high, low class, like meeting right in the. It's I He's love it. He's saying yeah. something big. Artful, He's doing it kind of hammy, but it's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it balances like artful craft with all these like bloody fucked up yeah. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's um uh, uh Verhoeven. You know, yeah, it's it's very much like that. It's yeah. the kind of thing. It's like you could have said nothing, and I would have been all in. And yep. you said something too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Her character arc also of just getting like put through the fucking ringer. She's and, a like, phoenix rising from be, the ashes, been, bro. Been so, so resilient and yeah. like not giving up is really, really beautiful yeah. and awesome. Yeah. Also, I think there was one, at least one stuntman completely on fire. Credit <laughs> which offered that's, that. Yeah, too. that's usually at least that two extra stars on a movie. With the exception of Slime City, yeah. every single movie at Exhibit last fire. weekend had at least one man on fire. Usually and two. most had close to four. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, so yeah, it's incredible. Reason. Yeah, that's like yeah. there, there's the no better piece of filmmaking technique than someone completely on fire. <laughs> yeah, because what I love about it is that it's always clearly no just a stuntman wearing rags and stuff, yeah, yeah. and they all have to do the same slow walk <laughs> yeah. forward. And so I love when just like someone's just suddenly on fire, yeah. and then they just have to resort to just like yeah. safety measures. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. Nothing uh, beats man on fire. Agreed. Also, that movie Man on Fire is pretty good. Yeah, I haven't good. seen it yet. Uh, Revenge, number two movie of the year. Right on. How long is this episode so far? (laughs) We're three hours in, baby. So yeah. Well, we're getting down to the end because (laughs) we're almost done. I don't have much to say that I haven't already said about my number two movie, which is Annihilation. I do. Um, Annihilation. Let's talk about the the, the finale, like the last thirty minutes, real quick. Everything when she goes by her by herself to the lighthouse is amazing. You reach a point where every character gets precisely what they were looking for for in the thing, thing. including her. The Tessa Thompson thing is beautiful and amazing. uh, Again, Reddit comments like I can't. I'm already at a loss when I started looking at it. But someone was like, "What happened to Tessa Thompson? It didn't resolve her story." Yes, it fucking did. It absolutely did. Yeah. yeah, everybody went into it getting exactly. I, one of my favorites is Jennifer Jason Leigh's character. She's another Holly Hunter esque babe. Yeah, great actress. Like, totally. She's I am so all great. in for. I and love her. I don't like the hateful but in that movie, she's just like she's a great. That <laughs> I, that's you know they wanted to do the Vega Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can that? They should do the Daisy Domergue gang. Calm down. Yeah. It, it yeah. Was <laughs> so good. Her and Channing Tatum just like tearing up the old west. Yeah, phenomenal. In in the finale of this movie, when Natalie. Portman finds her in the, the the hole at the bottom of the lighthouse. She says, "I don't know what it wants or if it wants, but it's going to destroy. It, but it will consume everything." And I kind of forget the next line. But well, because she, she has annihilation. cancer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has yeah, cancer, exactly. and the so whole idea is she cancer. went into that saying, "I can't get this thing out of me, but if I become something bigger, I can dissolve yeah. it." Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to go see this huge thing that's ununderstandable, and then she is literally absorbed into it. Yeah. Well, I also like that she explains the the questions of, that you have about it like what is this thing and she's just like i don't know it came from outer space and it's going to annihilate and consume everything on earth it's like a yeah. malevolent outer space it's being bigger than that us. takes over yeah. earth i do kind of the question then is, aliens, is it malevolent yeah well or is it impassive it's just doing its own thing yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's like galactus well to quote uh the hateful eight a uh what does he say about the executioner um a punishment a, dis- a punishment oh. with dispassion oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the the finale of that movie is fucking stunning, and then so even good. after the finale, there's the whole thing with Oscar Isaac. But yes. the, yeah. the part where she's like with her duplicate, her her doppelganger, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, oh, doing just the little dance, stunning, just, yes. just truly horrifying. That. It made me feel like I was out of my mind, man. It's horrifying. Well, it's really it's, really cool. There, that's another thing where it's like there's some real thematic resonance to that image for yeah. for me when I'm watching that. Like I think of things like battling depression when I watch mm-hmm. something sure. like that. You yeah. know. Where, where no matter what move you try to make, you're just suffocated by yourself. You yeah. know, it's it like that's that, an interesting way to say it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that, and it's like when she stops fighting to push it off her back, it kind of gives up. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's it, crazy. 
That, that sequence is just stunning. Everything it it really is stunning. I like the whole movie. The bear yeah. shit is crazy and yep. scary, but yep. the whole thing when she's the last one and she goes to the lighthouse yes. and sees the The lighthouse sequence was what really blew my oh, mind about that incredible. movie. I think yeah. most people that are going to see it have seen it by now, so I'm kind of talking about yeah, it now specifically. Well, that movie taps into... It is a monster movie. It yes. is a trapped in a small space mistrust movie. Yes. It is a science fiction movie, and then it ultimately becomes this head trip that becomes you know whatever you need it to be about. And... If I may be self-indulgent, at the time I was dealing with a challenge of some notions that I always thought I was unwavering on, mm. and um, things that I I always held to be firm, true, and unbreakable, I soon learned had more to them, mm-hmm. and um, aren't unbreakable. And there's more dimensions. There's more to, to it, and yeah. there's an opportunity to dance with the tiger rather than fight the tiger. And uh, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah. there's uh, it's actually uh, in the movie uh, Cedar Rapids. Okay. John C. Riley like is telling Ed Helms about like the insurance movie, thing, and he's yeah. like, "You can." He's trying to get him to party, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "These things are pretty tough. These insurance, uh, 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 what is it called? Like a convention." He's yeah. like, "But you know what? You can either fight the tiger." You could learn to dance. <laughs> That's actually a movie where Ed Holmes is great. I know I have a I've joking heard that movie's great, actually. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah. And Haitian's also actually great. Also, the guy that played Clay Davis on The Wire. The guy yes. That she. And, he, and knowingly, they do a lot of metatextual humor about that. Which I'm as an actor from The Wire and a thing that kind of like settling yeah. down to The Wire. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so I, I was just dealing with uh, with some stuff where it was like, all right, I can, I can... I can try and go the way that I know is the way that I feel is, or I can, you know, I can, I can be malleable. I can work. Yes. Yeah. And I, I opted to work and found reward. Yeah. And this movie is the first time I saw it sort of what inspired me to seek that reward. And then the second time around was what inspired me to accept to to really accept those rewards. Yeah. And like I said, by the time that all kind of hit me the second time around when I'm not watching the movie in terms of plot mechanics, yeah, yeah. it was a it was a gut punch that sure. that, that really incredible. It was one where where I went home and made the personal request to uh your your you know to to uh my roommate and girlfriend. I was like, "Listen, I I need to kind of just be in my room <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I just I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And you know, it was that kind of a thing. And it, it was it was just what I needed and it was awesome. Add to that it's just a weird ass fucking horror so sci fi. Yeah. Yeah. Clutch. I mean, it's like not it's not my, I think it was my number five. It's really high up there. It's gonna be on my end of the year list for sure. It's, Without a it's, doubt. It's, it's a perfect film. It's really good. It's huge. Yeah. It's just I'm it, honestly it fucks. I'm amazed that I saw other movies this year that I liked more than Annihilation. Like yeah, when same. I saw Annihilation, yeah. I was like, this is Who's going to make a better movie than this this yeah. year? And, and I, I like, you know, um, this was my number one until about four thirty today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys oh, already know what my number one is now that, yeah. now that I've gotten to where we're at. Um, yeah. the, it's very different from Arrival, obviously, yes. in a whole bunch of ways. But it, it definitely has some of the same DNA. Where mm-hmm. like when alien, when when humans encounter aliens, it won't be like green things with long fingers. It'll be right. like something we can't understand. Something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Which something I really beyond our understanding. Cool. Even on a plot yeah. level, I yeah. think it's I think so it's really cool, like purely functional, like that. Yeah, I'm a big space nerd. There's a called the zoo hypothesis that are like aliens know we're here and know where we are but they're just like they're not ready yet they're not ready to play with the big leagues <laughs> I, I now subscribe to that hypothesis it's everything it's can we totally put laser true. swords in yeah. <laughs> yeah of course they they have highly advanced laser sword technology yeah. I'm into it I'm into it 
Yeah, they're called, right, they're called Thetans. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's, there's, oh! been a, there's been a more like Lovecraftian kind of thing to our, yeah, our yeah, alien yeah. movies of For late. Because sure. uh, I think that probably reads as more realistic to us right now that we they would just be beyond our understanding. Yeah. We've reached a thing. Someone said something very funny on Reddit. They said, right now, Mars is a planet inhabited entirely by robots. Right, right. And yeah. <laughs> so the idea that we have changed this notion of, oh, no, 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 no. Little green men aren't going to come here because we're not flying out to see them. We send drones. Yeah. They're going to send drones. They're going to send bacteria. Yeah. They're going to send something that we don't understand yeah, yet. It's gonna be like we get wiped out by like a, a, an alien's disease that yeah, they exactly, didn't know they yeah. could transfer to us. The opposite like, oh, of War of the Worlds. Yeah. I love that notion. I can't wait so. to see what Alex Garland does next. Like oh, I said, he's doing too, an man. FX sci-fi TV show. FX has become like a great network in the past <laughs> few years. Oh, yeah. And the final season of The Americans, they're saying shit and fuck. And it's oh, like really? every episode. After ten, you can say anything. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was Whoa. shocked by it at first, but then it's like they should have been able to say the whole. Then the first two seasons, they're dropping n bombs. They're calling ladies cunts. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> In the first few seasons, they didn't do it at all. But now, effect. Oh, like, that's what network Samantha B is on. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Good topical political <laughs> about. Um, but it's everything was like sixty yeah. minutes long, and and a show that was usually like 42, 44 minutes. So yeah. FX is a great network for him to be at. I, I hope he just makes some crazy sci-fi shit. With like yeah, a they did a uh, Legion, right? Yeah. So Legion. yeah, I hated season two Illusion, but it's still I, no, I like Noah Hawley. But I understand yeah. that it's 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 not there. Yeah, it's meaningless. <laughs> it's West, makes Westworld look very coherent and very very cohesive. <laughs> I hated it, but I do really like Noah Hawley and like yeah, FX has now made three great seasons of Fargo. Oh, uh, uh, hundred the Americans. Seasons, it's always sunny. They're Atlanta, they lost right? Louis C.K., so they got all this freed up money now. Yeah, yeah that show was great when it was on. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was. Was. it was doing a big move when they did yeah. it. Yeah. Atlanta, right? That's oh, oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Some of the I forgot about. I know it, everybody but, loved Terriers. I didn't see it, but I've heard that's great. Oh, Terriers. Ter- Terriers is one of those shows that like no one watched it, and then everybody that watches it is like, "Fuck!" I helped the show get canceled by now. Uh, I watched it like two years after it was on, and I was heartbroken. It's really good. Again, sorry to turn it to TV. Oh no, I just love that this accomplished filmmaker is going to make TV next. That is cool. That's super cool. David Lynch was saying he like thinks TV is where it's at now. Yeah, he's, I mean, Twin Peaks: The Return is. I, I mean, we're lucky. So jazzed so to good. watch that. I just haven't. It done is it yet. like Dude, this, it's so one of those things where I just want to be awesome. like, you're not ready for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too long and it's all over the place and it's fucking meandering. But it's when it's great, it's fucking yeah. great. It's and also it's never. Great. It's never not entertaining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's a, and that's I think the did you see the thing where the where Karina Longworth, a great podcast host, and Ryan Johnson's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Also like a film story. Yeah. She was saying like she thinks Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is like, or no, she thinks Twin Peaks season three is like a riff on Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I did see that. Yeah. There's a lot of similar. She's kind of made me onto something. Yeah, but I did I mean, see that like Mark Frost responded to that. And yeah. was like, uh, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Mark Frost is like, do you know where I can get some acid? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hold us up. Who's next? Uh, but no, I'll just say Annihilation is like the type of movie that I think everyone who sees it and needs it in some way will get what they need out of yes, it. Agreed. And I think to that it can speak to anything that we attribute to it. And it's also just like a fucking banger. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Annihilation rules. It's yeah, a it masterpiece. Does. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Quiet in the theater when it ended. Oh, and the, yeah. the ending when it's dark and then the words Annihilation like fade in from the light. But also during the doppelganger scene when I'm like scared out of my mind, I was just fucking like shoving butterfingers in my mouth. Kind <laughs> 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 of take the sweet with the sour. <laughs> That's the best read on that movie yeah. I've ever heard. 
Amazing. Shit, I was just a mess. <laughs> Butterfingers <laughs> just philosophizing. Uh, I, was, I was out of my mind. I just <laughs> like that we, uh, over the course of this, we've spent about two hours. You know, over the course of about two hours, we've talked about this movie on and off. And you were saying that. Your final point on that was also at the end, I was shoving Butterfingers in my mouth. And I'll put it this way if, if, if anyone's showing any concerns, I'll just let you know I'm great right now. <laughs> Good. I am yeah, absolutely I'm great. I'm very glad. Everything's great. Yeah. Life is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Man, Annihilation know, changes it. life. It's his number two it's movie. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was certainly a factor in that. Yeah. A guy uh, I know, but not sort of super well, I just recently saw him post on social media that he was like near the near suicidal in recent months. <sighs> that fucking sucks. I don't really even want to get into a bigger point of it, except that like movies like this are honestly a good reason to stick around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this will help you if I'm you not, need help. I'm not typically a depressed... I'm that's, more that's of an That's as big of a point I want to make. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. a depressive person, so yeah. suicide is foreign to me. I, I'm but always... if I was ever considering suicide, I'd be like, ah, but we're like three months out from a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, I'm always anxious. I'm always struggling with depression. Movies help so fucking much. Like, yes. I was having one hard night when I watched The Commuter. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, just, I just didn't know what else to do with myself when I watched The Commuter. It helps so much. Terrible movie. My, uh, <laughs> you you know what, though? I, that was actually probably the first movie I had watched when I entered this this rough period of my life. I kind of liked um, it. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I, I wasn't invited great. my dad into the city Hell to come yeah. to the screener with me. Great dad movie. And it was uh, the best. I literally the about commuter. a dad trying to get totally home awesome. after a hard day. That is yeah, a good it was dad so movie. good. Yeah. And so we just like we kind of broed out and watched Liam Neeson it's awesome. literally beat a dude to death with a guitar. <laughs> that scene is cool. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I like that scene He a lot. eats the guitar to the head like ten times and then beats the... this dude. Literally yeah. to death the sound with the guitar of, a good, so of, a, of an electric like a, a being struck heavily yeah. like really hard it's against someone. Sound, it's really yeah. well made. Yeah, yeah. I like in the movie, movie they folded it really good. Yeah, that's cool. it's maybe not they a actually good movie. hit someone. It's a it's great not. movie, but it's not a good movie. It's, it's a fun great movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. it's not a good movie. Should I do my number one? Yeah, it's time yeah. for number oh, one. Yes. Uh, first Reformed, man. Ah, uh, buddy, believe it. It's my number one too. Let's get a high five on that. I thought we were gonna sync up on it. It's so good. It's um, amazing. My dad is texting me and he's worried because I haven't replied. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, I'm doing a really long podcast. You yeah. understand. He's like, what's uh, that movie with Liam Neeson <laughs> on a train? I called my dad after I first. I found the one where he's say, on like, a plane. <laughs> he's going for yeah. every every mode of transportation. Yeah, yeah. I called my he's dad after I saw First Reformed. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, we got to talk about this movie because I, I don't even have like a big religious thing i was raised catholic but it doesn't really matter now i don't think I, about it that much i but have a movie, religious background of a kind so it there, definitely, there you is, don't need one to appreciate no it, i don't but think it also you do but into something it really movie. does yeah just, just like stunning uh, on the on the bike ride home i saw it at the ritz i live like just straight north of it so this wonderful yep. bike ride it was kind of raining but not drizzling yeah there's a scene where him and amanda seaford ride bikes and he's yes. just saying like i miss this so much yep. i he, his characterization in this movie is a broken, <laughs> fucking haunted man. Yes. He's dying. He's also ruining his body. Like, yes. as he becomes radicalized and starts to care about the environment, he is fucking drinking so much. Yeah. Like the scene I talked about earlier where he dunks a, bowl, a piece of bread into a bowl of whiskey, yep. which is also like a crazy twist on the sacrament. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. That's true. Um, that is kind of funny that it's, part it's of awesome. the sacrament involves blessing alcohol yeah 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 and yep. sharing it in a community there, there's a scene later on this movie where the woman that like his like ex who he was yeah. having sex with or whatever and mm. you can tell how like how like 
uncomfortable he is with the idea of sex oh, and being like, close I with hate someone. You. He's just <laughs> like, I despise you. He's just leave me alone. I despise yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of those where I felt so bad for her, but at the same oh, time, I, I was like, loud, though, yeah, yeah, dude, speak your truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you mean what you're saying right now. Yeah. Uh, I just was really put under a spell by this movie, me very too. similarly to You Were Never Really Here and Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Everything fucking clicked for me. Yep. It takes you through the motions of being so afraid of what's going to happen yes. and so scared yes. of, of the decision he's coming to. But also, you get why he's doing it. And his cause is crazy, but it's pretty righteous and it makes sense. Well, because sense you're also afraid of the fucking thing he's afraid of. For sure. The, the thing the, that he becomes afraid of is a yeah, thing yeah. that we, if we're not afraid of it right now, we should be. Like, yeah. it, it, this movie, I've not seen a movie yet that tries to reckon with the idea of climate change one, that has happened oh, and yeah. is not For going sure. to change For and sure. is going to ruin our future. It really is That's like a new this, idea in the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the scene with the husband in the beginning. I won't spoil this movie because I doubt a lot of people have seen it yet. You right, should yeah. go see it. It's fucking the, incredible. The argument you should, should see it on yeah. the big screen the, the, too, the, the, even if it's yes, in the sixteen. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent agree. See it. It looks. Yeah. It looks great. The, the the in the beginning of the movie, he talks with his husband. So the the pl- the general pitch for the movie is like Amanda Seyfried's a very religious woman. He's a priest yes. of a very old church, and he's kind of sick and drinking a lot. And she says, "My husband needs help. I'm worried about him. I think he's like going down a dark path. He's like a radical environmentalist." And he just says to Ethan Hawke, like, so in 2016, there was, like, a report that said if we don't do anything right now, it's irreversible, and we didn't do anything. And you can feel, the like, the doubt and the the, the big questions that Ethan Hawke doesn't yes. have the answers to seeping yes. into his mind. He says, like, despair and hope. You're always, he just says to the guy, like, you're always going to feel fucking terrible. Despair and hope can't exist without the other, but that's what life is, feeling them at the same time. Yes, But then you see him lose one. this battle. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just lose his faith yep. and have a crisis. It's yep. fucking incredible. Yes. It is incredible. <laughs> yeah, incredible. Yes. That's really good. And yes. it's such a bleak movie, but it didn't make me sad. I was, no, fucking, me I was neither. in a great mood after I saw it. Maybe I'll go see that again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's so good. Also, I think this is scarier than Hereditary. Too. I agree. I, 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 it's this certainly movie, scarier more in a real world level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This movie is horrifying to me. I, the, the other thing that I, I think is so interesting about it is, like... Um, <laughs> So there, so on one talk about yeah, it's really hard to talk about it. It really the reason it's so scary to me is it's about things that I'm already afraid of, you mm-hmm. know, and it addresses them in a very real way. Um, but it's also a movie about arguments. The movie yeah, kind yeah, of opens debates. with an argument, yeah. um, and continues to be about arguments, and is kind of in argument with itself. It will present some ideas in a way that is so dramatic and real that you're like, oh yeah, I get it. Okay, I know what this movie's about. And then a couple scenes later, it'll just present the alternate argument to exactly what it just argued in the same believable, dramatic way. To where you go, okay, so, no, okay, I agree. No, what? And it's that idea of despair and hope contained in one mm. thing. That's what life is. It's also too- kind of masquerading as a condemnation of like dogmatic thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, be it religious or whatever. Absolutely. You know, yeah. yeah. I just love this idea that it's like, look, everything is complicated. And also kind of an excusal of dogmatic thinking. Uh-huh. You know, where it's like, this is how people get there. It's not that hard. Right. You know, it's just a little poke. Oh, yeah. I, actually, I have an interesting thing I want to bring up about that in a second. But it, So it is about these, like, there are everything is complicated. Life is very complicated there no and complex. There are yeah. no clear answers. Everything, everything is an argument. Everything is one side or the other, and there's there's no direct way to say that one is necessarily sure. right and the other is wrong, right? Containing these alternating ideas within you. Uh, I thought that was all like so interesting and, and well done. And and I think to, to kind of harken back on something we talked about earlier, 
as far as it being a comparison piece to Taxi Driver, which I think it very much is. It is so close and, and thematically similar. Yeah. What I think is so interesting about it is Taxi Driver is a movie made in anger by an angry young man. Mm-hmm. That's what Taxi Driver is. That's it, true. It's an angry young man trying to understand the world around him. This movie is a movie made with wisdom. Yes, yeah, this is an old wizened man. An old wizened man who discovers that wisdom brings no peace. How many yeah. years apart? I think it's like 35. Some, something like that, yeah. It's a long, long time. Yep. Yeah. Like 30, almost yeah. 40 years. And, and it I, is an explanation of just like how how quickly cathartic violence can can give itself the illusion yeah. Yeah. of solution. Like, yep. like a probable yep. thing yes. to do. Yeah. Yep. Or a plausible thing to do. Yep. Excuse yes. me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just love that it's like one movie was made by an angry young man in anger trying to figure out the world around him. The other was made by a wizened older man who discovers there's no peace in that wisdom and the despair that he finds in that. For sure. And I think that's really interesting. Have you guys seen Before Sunset, the second Before movie? I've actually not seen any of those movies. They're all they're all super great. The, yeah. the second one's one of them. They're all really wonderful, for real. Like, I didn't like Boyhood that much, but Richard Linklater is... And then he made funny. everybody watch them, which is also amazing. I've never watched, dude. Them. They're, they're fucking awesome. It. Yeah. The second one just is one of my favorite movies ever. The last, see, I, my my, I'll just skip to the end. My point yeah. is, I love Ethan Hawke. This performance, I didn't. Oh, I he's didn't know he this. was capable. Of the, he yeah. blew me the fuck away. He's amazing. This is one this. of the best performances I've ever seen in yeah. anything. Yeah. I like, think a weird way the movie does end on a if you choose to read it this way, a hopeful note. I agree, actually. Um, I kind of think, think so comes too. With his wisdom. Yeah. Where it's like it does. And I don't should, want to say too much, we shouldn't but it, spoil it. it almost yeah. lands on a fuck it mentality, uh, but one that is not a fuck it, I won't try, Yeah, but it's a fuck it, it's a fight worth fighting kind of thing. The, yeah. Um, I don't know. See, this a is bunch the kind of, of different interpretations yeah. of the yeah. end. And yes. they're all probably explainable. I want to say one valid. that I just yeah. thought of now that I hadn't thought of previously, but we, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I, I agree. Yeah. I, th- I think we should try and say a little bit yeah, away from still that very just to let people release, see this movie. Um, I, I, it's got to be in the Oscar conversation at the end of the I, year. Oh, I think it will be. It's one of the best reviewed music, yep. movies of the year already. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. So I think it's going to get the screenplay. Yeah, 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 the script's amazing. I think the that's script is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like everything about it. Yeah. Paul Schrader is almost owed an, a lifetime one sure, just for yeah. Taxi yeah, Driver's yeah. existence. So Raging I think Bull. that could uh, increase its chances. Just that, like, this dude made his Memento Mori movie in his sixties. Cool, you yeah. know, like you gotta, you gotta throw it. Is there know? any Blew me away. It's so good. It's so good. Is, is there any score in it? Because I couldn't really tell. So there is a score, and it's by a like di- like a dissonant music artist, uh, mm-hmm. and so it, the score, quote unquote, is like a lot of just sound. Okay, yeah. It, there's it, one scene where he's like having some pretty grim realizations, and you just yeah. hear like, Wah. yes. There's very kind of like an and that yeah. is that is the score. The, okay. It's like a very dissonant and score then there's all made the by scenes a... with Are you Exactly. Song was stuck in my head yeah, for a while. It's exactly. very very unnerving. <laughs> so here's the quick interesting thing that I wanted to bring up is like, so I have my own read on this movie that is based on the ending. So I won't necessarily get into yeah, it, yeah, but I talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad it's both our number ones. Yeah, me too, buddy. Not in the club, Dan. Uh, well, I mean, I will say this: it's a perfect film and it's a masterpiece. Sure, yeah. sure, it, it is. It my, is my number, f- my four through one are almost. And I would actually, since you were never really here, is five. My yeah. five through one are almost I'm in the tied, same boat. and it just comes down to which ones were personal preferences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It's, that's it's, it was really it's, hard to make one. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. This has been a really tremendous well. That's why year. our top fives are kind of almost identical, just in different orders. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the Incredibles two is the outlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen it. Yet. Yeah. But it, you could shake it up. I mean, yeah. I was when I rewatched the Incredibles. I'm so glad I got to I squeeze it in. in a way I can't understand. Sure. the movie's yeah. phenomenal. I'm really glad I squeezed it in before we did this. Like, nice. if it came out next week, this wouldn't be the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd listen to it back and be like, oh, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, that's my Paul Thomas Anderson thing every year. I know. Like I said, I didn't Phantom see Phantom Thread until January. One, and I didn't see it until January. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Inherent like, Vice was my number one, and I didn't see it until the year after. Okay. It's very frustrating how sorry, it's You have to do it's a fine. thing about first reform. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, so Garrett, the one, I'm so sorry. The, the, the thing, because you brought this up a little bit ago, the one interesting thing that somebody brought up to me, uh, Madeline was talking to me about this, and she was, and I did not think about this at all, and she had a totally different read on the movie than I did, and it's one of the things I love about this movie that you really could read this like a million different ways. It depends on, I think, what you're bringing to it, uh, was that this is uh, a man who wants to be a martyr and is yeah. looking to be a martyr and finally finds the thing to be a martyr for. Mm. That like that was always in him, and that's what he saw as something that would be uh, give meaning to this existence that he's been almost like surviving basically yeah. now and like then that. and then gets handed something that he can go like yeah that's good enough like yeah, that yeah, you yeah. know what I'll i mean like I'll, I'll glom onto that because that gives me you know but ultimately yeah finds the thing that makes him unwilling to be a martyr yes. which yeah, is yeah, really yeah. the thing that he probably should be yes. and could be yes. a martyr agreed for. agreed yeah, yeah. yeah. He, that's what it's beautiful. Yeah, which is yeah. such an interesting read on that movie that I just like didn't even consider. I didn't really think cool. about that. That's really all. awesome. Yeah. I would like. I can't wait to and see it again. Like yeah. I was saying, it's with so the, good. With it's being really raised great. A Catholic, like I, I, this is a parent movie. I want my dad to watch this with me. My mom yeah. never would. Like Annihilation, my dad would be like, I don't fucking care about this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. My, this movie is so just fascinating to people from all types of ages and backgrounds, like conservative, Republican, whatever, liberal, Democrat. There's so many reads on it. There's so many interpretations. I do want to watch this with my dad. I think he'd yeah. like it a lot. Like he's still, and I think all the interpretations are the type of thing that would lead to a positive response. Yeah, yeah. Of like I, personal all, pretty uh, much. behavior beyond yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, it's it's a very grim, bleak movie. But like I said, I was in a great mood. When no, I me saw too. It when I got home, I was so I happy think it has, to. I, I think the ending is basically making the ultimate counter argument. Yeah, to yeah, all yeah. of the I arguments think so too. it makes. I, I agree with you completely. You know, and so. Did you guys watch True Detective? Yes. I did not. Uh, I say Hell it yeah. reaches the same conclusion about the light and dark. I really like the ending of season one, man. That last scene is beautiful. I did too. Season, it's beautiful. Oh, season three. I'm still. I'm still already upset that Jeremy Solomon got fired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of season two. It's season good two enough. Is okay, it's fine. It's I mean, got one some good is transcendent. It. One is but fucking the whole amazing. thing that Rust Cole says about yeah, yeah. like He's you like, know, men just, are bad. We're all lost. Yeah. But there's always light. Yeah, there's yeah. always that. Yeah. And I think yeah. he reaches that point where it's like. You know, we can do more, but that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I loved First Reformed. Yeah. First Reformed is a goddamn masterpiece. And we did the Peptolitan Challenge. Yes, we did. And we got free free sweatshirts. (laughs) So A24 did a thing (laughs) called the Peptolitan Challenge in which, much like Ethan Hawke's character in the movie does oh so happily, is uh, do a four-second pour of Pepto-Bismol into some whiskey and slug it because he's got stomach issues. um, His stomach issues that he won't stop drinking and he's also very sick. Like The alcoholism in this is like really fucking horrifying and scary. Brutal. He's just ruining his body, yeah. and it's like and uh, I love that all the other characters are silently aware of it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. that's really fucking the thing with deep the shit. with the bread is like him trying to get as drunk as possible as quick as possible. Like yeah. he, he wants to skip the time between drinking and being drunk. It's mm. fucking hot. It's scary. Yeah. But yeah. it's also like I want to get drunk, but I don't want to throw up, so I got to get some bread. In yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's oh, sure. Killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, his his performance in this movie is all time. Just, it's incredible, just amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they did a pep, it was a hashtag peptolitan challenge, and yep. if you could film yourself <laughs> doing. Uh, doing exactly that, drinking the... Uh, how is this legal? It's near the I, end of the yeah, movie. Um, it probably isn't legal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I did the quickest pee, like, midway through Reformed, 
and I missed nothing. And I looked yeah. it up. I mean, it was the perfect time to pee. But the whole movie, I was afraid I missed the Peptolitan yeah. Challenge. <laughs> Having done the Peptolitan Challenge, I was like, I need to be granted context. I did this I... too. Did you do it during the scene that uh, turned out to just be him, like having to clean out his toilet? Yeah. That's when I got up there yeah. because I no, wait, did he just pee blood in his toilet? Yeah. I'm assuming that's, assume that's what happened, right? Yeah. I caught the very end. Of, that Dude, was it. That's literally when I peed. Dude, I'm not I'm kidding <laughs> because, like, for three scenes, I needed to pee, yeah. and I was like, no, 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 I gotta sit. And then every scene had a kind of a long start where I was like, you know, yeah. if I had just gone to pee, I wouldn't well, have really I missed the content of the scene. If I was focusing on the pee, which yeah. I cannot do, yes. Then I wouldn't be Agreed. engaging Agreed. this movie. So I made yep. the trip. Oh, I'm yep. so glad. It's okay. so funny like that the movie. same that exact moment yeah. of the movie. We're like, all right, we're going. I got to do this. Yeah, yeah. Bl- yeah, that sprite's coming back. Yeah, yeah. On blank check, Griffin says his mom left the Force Awakens to go to the bathroom when Han Solo gets killed. And <laughs> 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 Solo, I saw for a second time with my parents, I noticed this guy get up like during the big scene with Dryden Voss at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He, no. he just missed like the one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. just like isn't reading a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty That's heartbreaking. It's like you want to be like, don't go right and now. The thing with Reforms, <laughs> I was yeah. like, one of these scenes is going to end with something that, like, that, that it's going to be like, the, yeah. Yeah. you would never really hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I was terrified of that, yeah. but yeah. Oh, so the challenge was we had to drink oh, yeah. that. Oh, drink. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And if yeah. you film it and tag somebody yeah. and then they do it, you get a hoodie. So we tried to set up a hierarchy of people. <laughs> I opted out. Um, We're all in a group text with yeah. another guy named yeah. Ian, who's our friend. You probably know him if you listen to the show. I was like, I'm not doing this. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got one, two, three, four hoodies out of it. Yep. And then also Matt Singer. Yes. The one now who I'm kind of a uh, hoodie out yeah, of it. Now I wish yeah. I had, obviously. I'm a, I have FOMO now. I'll like, tell you I what, dude. Out. It's a good hoodie. It's a great hoodie. It looks it's great. A really, yeah. dude, they sell for $75 on the website, which too, is way overpriced. Yeah. Highway robbers. Yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. But it's a $20 hoodie. Yeah, yeah. And if you, and like, that's a fucking like a $20 it's good. hoodie. It yeah. doesn't need to be worn $20 hoodie. Like kind of yeah. thin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the one thing I thought was funny is that the rejection was that it was just like, oh man, you, you're drinking, you know, Pepto Bismol and yeah. whiskey. It just tastes like whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to pour enough whiskey that a four second pour of Pepto is in it. So when you so you're only slugging it, yeah. And when you slug it, when it's that much whiskey, yeah. all you feel is the burn. Yeah. So yo, that money well not spent. I got that sweatshirt the day I went to see First Reformed. It like came oh, in the mail, right so, so I brought it to the theater and I was like, okay, I'll put it on really quick and I'll just get somebody to take a picture of me because that'll be a fun thing to put on Twitter. So we just like ask these random people if they'll take a picture of me in front of the first reform marquee. Oh, you know? right on. And I was like, hey, this is super weird, I know, but can you take a picture of me in this? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. Well, they were like, what happened? Why are you doing this? And I was like, oh, I had to do this weird thing <laughs> I where I like drink. drank <laughs> Pepto Bismol with whiskey to win the sweatshirt. And they were like, all right. How man. was that? And I was like, Honestly, not as bad as you think, but like, don't do it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Th- you shouldn't do it. It's if not anything, good. just drink Pepto. Yeah, Pepto's yeah. delicious. Yeah. Pepto is legitimately like fucking great. It's yeah. so good. Sure. It tastes so I good. think Tums are great. Like, uh, the best, Tums, the best if thing they I've made a candy that tasted like the Tums, I eat them all the time. They're my new movie theater candy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I ate too many Butterfingers. Everyone's like, try Necco wafers. Necco wafers are close. That was a tag. That was a tag, motherfucker. Um, good work. Uh, yeah, it was but good. Not the Thank same. you for noticing. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. The, so the thing about the Pepto, it's such good marketing because when you see the Pepto Bismol scene in the movie, yeah. first of all, it looks beautiful. It, it, does, it looks like beautiful. blooming yeah. when it gets poured. It's like two liquids missing, yeah. like oil and vinegar or something. It looks fucking beautiful. Which is like, exactly like, how it looks when you do it in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no cinematography there. <laughs> yeah. That's just documentary reality. It's, it's, so. really, it's really cool. Someone had a great, Paul Schrader, he was like, hey, but this fucks. If it's like his real life, 
if he's like old and he's asked us to speak. You know, Paul Schrader drinks that every night. It it might be pretty life accurate, but the image of it is fucking cool. It's like light. It's all of his. It's a metaphor, man. My favorite thing about the Black Christmas uh, remake is Milk and Blood. It happens (laughs) like 10 times and it's great. It's just a great mix. Him looking at that glass is him being like, this is what I'm dealing with, like the light and the dark. But also, despair and hope. They should do the bread. I'm pouring a little bit of medicine into this poison, but it's just not enough. Yeah. Would you it's do the Would you do the dunk a piece of bread in a bowl of whiskey challenge for that a free, would probably for a free be shirt? That would be that. better. I that think that sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had French onion soup? It's usually it's made with some sort yeah. of uh, oh, yeah. some yeah. sort of alcohol, and it's got the big crostini in the center. <laughs> Yo, how good is French onion? My number one movie of every year is French onion soup in a crock, and then you chip the little crispies of the cheese off. All right, guys, my number one. We gotta movie, get to your number one. My yeah. number one movie is A Quiet Place. Yeah. Yes. I didn't awesome. expect this. That's really crazy. I fucking love this. Wow, I love this. It's great. It's great. Tell me that. Didn't thing. put it on my list. What's no. wrong with this movie? Name one thing that that Nothing. movie missteps. I'm stupid, and I think precision. the rules are dumb because I don't understand things. I don't but, know how to watch movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is like a precision movie that has so much it's, heart, so yeah. much love. Yes, yes. And what happened was, I was listening to just random playlist at work, and Harvest Moon came on. Oh yeah. And Harvest Moon, <laughs> there's shit. this wonderful scene in that movie it's where the mom and dad, too. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, informed by the fact that they are married and very much in love, presumably, I'm hoping, um, they're in this world that has... It's a world that says, in order to survive, you simply cannot express yourself. Yeah. That is... That's really cool. that's that a nightmare. Really, really nightmare. cool. Yeah, the and first scene of the movie sets that... the stakes perfectly for just that thing you said. Like, if exactly, you, you can't. If you, here are the rules: if you break them, you fucking die immediately. You're <laughs> dead. <laughs> and they had to set that up, and it's yeah. this horrible opening, yeah. very artistically done. Yes. You can't express yourself through what would be called a disability of their one child. They've been granted this gift of the ability to express themselves yep. uh, and communicate, and it yep. gives them the edge. Uh, one thing that I think was a missed opportunity in the movie, it would have been cool if every time he went to the roof there were less fires. Mm. Um, but it's a movie that would have brought dread that maybe yeah. would have been atonal for this yeah. movie. And so it's still perfect yeah. in my mind. Um, they have the ability to communicate. They have the ability to survive through this. And midway through the movie, Emily Blunt's just doing some laundry, just like yeah. fucking trying to have life. Yeah, dude. She's preg- pregnant as fuck, <laughs> which is the noisiest thing I can it's think of. Worst. If yeah. pregnancy in concert was a thing, it's the loudest concert you've ever been to. Why did they get pregnant again? You fucking idiots. Be- I, well, I know. One, I know. It's like the point of the movie. It's like the because then you don't. Yeah, have a movie. I think we don't. We don't know why. I, it's such a dumb complaint. It it's not a complaint. I'm just saying. Like, it, maybe it was an accident. Maybe they were in such grief. Yeah, uh, and maybe sure, they sure. believed they could do it. And frankly, I think they could. Don't get me wrong; it's they a stupid nitpick. Oh, no, but if but I'm it's... those characters, I'm like, look, here's one thing we can't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are we are wrapping it the we fuck up. We have to be real careful about this. But she's doing laundry and she's listening to yeah, that I part's think it's amazing. Laundry. They're listening to their headphones and they each share an earbud. Super cute. Because you used to do that with your seventh Harvest, grade girlfriend exactly. before you didn't have a and earphone Harvest Moon is the most romantic song that's really ever been written. It's so good. It's so good. And here's. Zoolander has a great quote. I know. In Zoolander, remember when Hansel goes, uh, you know, Sting, I like Sting. You know, I don't like his music, but the fact that he's making it, I respect that. That is how I have, that's how I've always felt about Neil Young. Because of A Quiet Place, I went down Neil Young wiki hole, like life hole. He's incredible. Like Dude, top 10 favorite awesome. musicians ever that's, because of that. That's really awesome, actually. And when that scene <laughs> happened in that movie, it was like a break moment where it was like, I just felt it's a harrowing horror movie, and it's just like 
overflowing with love. I talk about this How on podcasts. That that's that's fucking beautiful. I talk about this on podcasts a lot. Like three years ago, two years ago, I was very depressed. I felt like I couldn't find any music or movies that excited me. And then a bunch of I just fixed it basically. I got into the best show with Tom Sharpling. He talks <sighs> about old music all the time. That's just so good. Neil Keep Young, <laughs> big star. Fuck, yep. even Elton John had all these amazing Dude, songs you know I've never great? heard before. Basically, I'm just saying, the just band. go. F- yeah, the band's fucking awesome. The uh, band rules. King so Crimson good. is awesome. Just go listen to old music you've been saving your entire. Just look, find new shit. Yep. To listen that to that Harvest Moon days. moment because of this episode, I was listening. I listened to it a couple times ABBA? today. Do you guys like Abba? Dude, oh, Abba, Abba rules. Abba's like, some of the best. I think you're music so ever jacked made. for Mamma Mia. Can't fucking wait. If, it, if this took, if this episode was recorded next month, my number one would be Mama, Mamma Mia too. Here we go. When I was in California, we went to Hamburger Mary's, a famous. West Hollywood <laughs> gay bar for a drag show and for Golden Girls trivia, which despite having no knowledge, yeah, yeah. did pretty good. Because you <laughs> know how a joke works, and that's what that movie sure. is. is all, that show is all about jokes. But the bathrooms at all times are playing Dancing Queen with a disco ball. <laughs> that's fucking they're, awesome. they're gender neutral bathrooms, but as soon as you go in and close it, it's just. <laughs> I'm like, I could piss in this. I remember about a year ago, I was just getting super into ABBA. Like, I, I always have liked ABBA Abba's a lot. My dad good. used to play them in the car all the time. Yeah, but Abba's in the past so good few years, that every I, time like, they get a reunion tour, they're like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they're doing one now. They're, Are they doing they, one? Yeah, yeah they uh, they're out of money. Together. I think so. Their mutual um, alimony caught up to all of them. <laughs> about a year ago, I was telling in our in our group text before you had joined us before you joined our ranks. I was telling Ian Gary like weird. I just watched uh, Mamma Mia and it was fucking awesome. And they were, they were like kind of get ragging on me for it. They were yeah. giving me some 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 fun blowback. Yeah. And then the next day there was like the news about Mamma Mia 2 and I was just <laughs> like I will this movie into production. This is for me baby. Is there a source for Mamma Mia 2? Because I know it's a stage I don't think so. No. It's, they're going to just do a bunch of the same songs again. Breaking it's, new ground. So it's literally called Here We Go Here we again. Go again. Uh, it's like yeah, let's do this again. Yeah. So, like, some you're also like, a dancing yeah. queen. <laughs> <laughs> Some executive was like, it's been four years. Why don't we just do this again? Yeah. <laughs> they, they missed an opportunity to call it Papa Pia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, the third one will assumably be called uh, My My, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the third one is What's for Dinner Diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> that was an old thing. Mama Mia, Papa Pia, What's for Dinner Diarrhea. Uh, so, uh, first or speaking four. of diarrhea. Oh, no, excuse uh, me. Uh, Quiet yeah. Place. <laughs> also, first or no. A Quiet Place was... <laughs> There's a point at the end, the big stand, yeah. where he does the sign yeah. language yeah. of the I yeah, love yeah, you, amazing. I will always a love you. fucking amazing. Uh, yeah. It is impossible to get me there, dude. No, there. I was crying my eyes out. Totally there. The, the that next thing that happens is moment. beautiful, too. Yes. It, it's beautiful. And then also uh, Millicent Simmons. She's she was tremendous. in Wonderstruck, which yeah, I urge everybody casting. to go see. Not go see. Wh- what is it, Wonderstruck? Wonderstruck, it's the last uh, Todd Haynes movie. Okay, And she's in it, and she plays... A really like Todd Haynes. I haven't seen it, but it's super. Oh, you'll love it. I mean, it's not a. Compl- it's weird. It's an oddly incomplete movie, but it's it's just gorgeous and lovely. It's one of those just yeah. it'll warm you. I haven't seen that. Um, it's I'll so put cool. It on my list. Wonderstruck's good again. A great. Uh, who's the Ripper from Last Action Hero? Uh, oh, uh, Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. Yeah. Great Tom Noonan <sighs> performance. Great Julianne Moore performance. But in a Quiet Place, the other movie that I'm supposed to be talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, I like that's cool that they they hired an actual deaf actress yep. to play a deaf girl. It adds to the realism. It's fun for the inclusivity aspect. But uh, I don't know. It just it, the whole thing just works. Yeah, and it's not. It's a movie that requires cruelties, and this is interesting because of the hereditary yep. criticism. The opening of this movie is cruel. Yes, but instead of going the harrowing route, it has a very loving route. Yeah, and it is all about this family's love and how even after the ultimate, we'll call it tragedy of the ending. Yeah. When that movie ends, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that they're 
they're going to have a very possible. happy family as yeah. close as yeah. you can. Yeah. They're going to make it work. That's the scene I want to in talk a hopeless about. circumstance. Yeah, go for With, it. Without spoiling it, the ending is just like we we have we we are gonna fucking get through this shit. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It's really and, like, and it is like a badass moment where you're like, so motherfuck cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it works because the whole time the monsters are mostly kept off screen, which yes. works to so many levels. But here's the levels. other thing: when they like, show the monsters, oh, it looks awesome. That is usually something. That Cloverfield started this. Uh, yeah, Cloverfield started this bad trend of be like, oh, let's not show it for more than five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really annoying. Monster, I thought held up. Oh, it, it looks cool. cool, but like and in I Godzilla, wish they just went into it. Yeah, Gareth Edwards Godzilla, pretty good movie. He's Godzilla's barely in that fucking movie. It's, it's just annoying to yeah. like keep it so vague or whatever. I, I guess do kind of really love that movie. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I like that, that movie. It's got some balls. But um, in a quiet place, it just that last scene is like we made it through this long hellish night, and now we know how to fight back. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's so <laughs> awesome. what I like too I is the world that up they when live it cuts in. The credits. Oh, like, it's oh, so that's exciting. the thing too. I don't want the movie that they're that they're hinting at. No, and I think it's like you feel like it would if they let it rip at that moment that's a badass movie but it's untrue it's to the this. perfect yes. ending it's yeah, a yeah. perfect it ending. right at the right moment it's a perfect movie like that movie is like I clockwork. Agree. every I gear I falls into place right. every gear you know just and the one thing that i just love about it is that it is of the cynical brand of horror on its face and there's no cynicism to it yep it is a no, absolutely sincere. hopeless circumstance that they're in, and they have hope through it, and it's so beautiful. Yeah, and I think that is thematically resonant to it, just in the way that we we have to be ideal in in times like this, where it's like we've got a goddamn dictator, gotta have that hope, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. Cool. And so this is a movie where it's like, yeah, you can't even express yourself, but they have hope because they they have love, they have the willingness to to put in the work and just. Just do it. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But it it means nothing if we don't keep the light. If we don't hold the torch, I, I can't I tell you how moving it's that really is. It's really awesome, no, man. I, yeah. And the fact that if you divorce it from anything, it's just this beautifully functional horror movie. Yep. Set them up, knock them down. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much scary. watch it on mute. And watching <laughs> on could. mute. Yeah. It's, it's very awesome. quiet, but <laughs> it, it brings you there. It does yeah. invite yeah. you into where you are being quiet with it. Yeah. You are. Yeah. You know, Not you're my just showing. On People edge. wouldn't shut the fuck up in uh, my screening. It was terrible. We lucked out. No, yeah, yeah, we had a great good screening. People, oh, the most you would hear people would be just going like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I that heard was, you know, you could the get. entire time. Fuck that shit. No, yeah, we had. It's just first to go in this new it's world. It's a genre movie that's wonderful. It's so well made. It's so well I acted. Agree. It's just I really like John Krasinski, it's man. A he's already movie. got his next movie set up to direct. Like, What's it, it going to be? I, I don't know, but he's already got like a horror movie that he's directing he deserved set up. It. Yeah. I don't think he's starring in it. He's just going to direct now, which is fucking awesome. Yep. It, it's oh, wait, he is starring direction. as Jack Ryan. Yes. For oh, Amazon. Yeah. Which is which like also, a big temple show. Yeah. <laughs> totally great. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. What, about, what better it. Jack Ryan? Awesome. Yeah, he's fucking he rules. He's fucking thick, man. He's swole. He's, <laughs> he's, he's written really, really good He's not Jim from The Office. He's motherfucking James who left The Office. To your point, Dan, I... So we, my family has a group text. It's like, and it's like my grandparents, all of my aunts Sounds and crazy. uncles, oh, nice. it's probably my, wild. My parents, <laughs> my cousins. So it's like this big family group text, and none of them like horror movies or genre movies or scary movies or violent movies or. Uh, and a lot of movie fans of my family, but nobody likes any of that stuff. And so they were like, "Oh, what are you doing tonight?" And I was like, "I'm." Going to see this movie? And like, oh, what is it? It's a monster movie. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's you know, you're just dismissing. Yeah, it for I was them. like, you guys aren't. You're no, no one here. What cares? Or is going to like it? And they're, you know, everybody's like, all right, well, enjoy your movie or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I just I like monster movies. Monster movies are cool. I was like, for some reason, this movie, I was like, guys, monster movies are cool. Oh, yeah, and I hadn't yeah. even seen it yet. I was just like, come on, why are you guys always ragging on me about this? Yeah, these yeah, are yeah. great. They these weren't are even awesome. ragging. Yeah, I was like, these movies are awesome. 
And then I, you know, got, point. and then I got back from the movie after I had cried for like a half hour and texted my family and be like, you know that monster movie I really wanted to see? <laughs> it made me cry. You guys should go see it. We yeah. should go see yeah. it. Did yeah. I ever tell you guys I love you? We don't yeah. say it enough. Yeah. We don't say that. What if we can't say it? What we were talking about earlier, it's a perfect parent movie, man. I, my <laughs> yeah, mom yeah. and dad don't like movies like this, well, but if I could get them past like 15 minutes, they would love it. They oh, would yeah. love it so yeah. much. Yeah. Well, because it's so like, it's masterfully functional. Um, it is. Yes. It, 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 it is so fun. It, you it's can perfect just story watch it as they set, you know, set them up, yeah. knock them down, it's mousetrap. And it just unfolds perfectly. So it, it pulls you in, and then you can choose whether to engage it, but there's meat there to engage. Yeah. And there's monsters eating kids. Like it's fucking <laughs> What's so cool. cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. I have to really What's sell my parents when I want them to watch a movie with me. Like my mm. dad was ten minutes in the car, he's like, I hate this. But then you know, he ends up loving it. <laughs> of course. Of I got course. them to watch Phantom Thread. What is he a dad or something? <laughs> yeah, of course. The, I got them to watch Phantom Thread and it was like very it was an uphill battle until they started liking it twenty minutes in. Yeah. But this they would they would fight me so hard on it and then I know they would fucking love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, it's yeah. it's just classic like it feels so much. I, it I feels don't so classical. I agree. Yeah. I don't want to sure. overuse Spielbergian, but yeah. it's very Spielbergian. Yeah. I think it goes even before Spielberg. No, yeah, like it is. You're right. What it I was does. most it impressed does. is like I, I don't. I've never seen a John Krasinski movie. He's made a few. Right. But what I was so impressed oh, by I have was an just interesting like, thing about that too. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. No, you, you we'll go, do it in a second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Beer. Um, <laughs> what What I like about it is it's just it. Now I've lost my whatever. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. no. We <laughs> did this so, to each so other. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I should have been quiet. Just oh like no, the no, movie. It's, it's all good. You I do your thing. I'll come I didn't back. Didn't learn to it. lessons from the movie. <laughs> it's just a functional movie. It, 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 it's something that that is very easy to engage with, and I, I think has a very pure cinematic language to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one where it just yeah. it, it tells you exactly where to look, when to look, exactly where to feel, when to feel, and there's so much value to the skill in that. And to come from a director that I was not familiar with, that kind of surprised me. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's a skill he's always had that I'm just not familiar with because it's the only movie of his I've seen. But the way that I that he just spoke with a basic, pure cinematic language, no fuss, no muss. Totally agree. Felt agree. fresh, felt old school. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's the kind of thing that I. I would put in front of my parents, and they'd be like, yeah, whatever. And five minutes in, they just can't peel yeah. themselves away. I can't see it's, how it's anybody wonderful. would dislike it. What you said, when to look, what to look at it, when to yeah. look at it, that's great. That's very well said. Uh, his, he'd made a movie called Brief Interviews with Hideous Oh, uh, yeah, the David Foster, Foster Wallace, Wallace. Right, yeah. book. He adapted into a short film. I knew it was... What a tall like yeah. order to put it's on yourself. Good. He shouldn't have made it. It's a, yeah. like a bad directorial debut. <laughs> that's but a I move, saw it that's because like it a, has a, uh, Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie in it. Oh, that's right. a small role. When it came out, I was already a big fan of Jim in The Office. I loved The Office when I was a teenager. But at that time, Death Cab was my favorite band. So I was like, I want to see this movie. Just meandering bullshit. Like, not, not yeah, memorable yeah. at all. Don't recommend it. You can't so adapt to see his, Foster Wallace. You can't. It's I don't know why like, you would try. Yeah, yeah. To see his growth from that to A Quiet Place. where it's The like, fact here's, that he tried that probably taught him a lot. Oh, it's, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it did. I got in a car accident when I was 16. It was very minor, but I haven't been in one since. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Learn your lesson. That's very funny. Uh, so a Quiet Place is so utilitarian it tells you everything you need to know yep. and does everything pretty perfectly i wouldn't change a single fucking thing about yeah. it yeah. i heard some it. people be like it doesn't make any sense the rules don't make sense that's i don't know why you watch the movies man yeah. like i don't know what yeah. you want when you yeah. go to the movie yeah. Yeah. the rules do make sense <laughs> they, they do, do make they sense, make perfect yeah. sense. <laughs> and even if they didn't like it doesn't matter they're, yeah. they're, we don't need rules we just 
I feel like that's so type of strong. person is just watching Star Wars movies and being like, I don't. The ships don't look real. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. What like, you what's want. a girl? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it just tells you everything you need to know. You tell yeah. me she doesn't uh, have a dick, bro. There's, there's like six people in this whole movie. I like to think about how big the cast of of movies are. The Departed probably has like 500 people in it. Yeah. Wolf of yeah. Wall Street probably has like 2,000 people in it. This movie has like eight people in it. Yeah. Quiet place. Yeah. I'm really upset I didn't put it on my list. I blew it. Uh, wait, that's okay. I like that all through the top five. This is just like your podcast. All through the top yeah. five, you're like, damn it, I blew it. I, I should have. I'm going to change my whole yeah, list. No, this, because was, this is one that, that I gave a lot of hype to. Sure. You gave a lot of hype I to. I did think about it, though. Nobody's like, going to listen did, to this and be like, Jacob didn't yeah. put it on his list, so I'm not going to see it. It was yeah. on my list like two weeks ago when you guys told me I was going to do this episode, and then yeah. it somehow didn't even end up in my well, own. No, but that, you did the best <laughs> thing, which was highlight a bunch of other movies that he and I wouldn't have. You know. It's really, really an impressive just achievement as like this guy that everybody knew from an NBC sitcom. Yeah, yeah. To, to make this like transcendent, relatable movie. Agreed. It's fucking it's so awesome. good. Yeah. And him and Emily Blunt so are awesome. Like she's incredible in Sicario. Oh. She's and incredible she's in Edge of Tomorrow. Fucking this. She's movie. incredible she's in awesome. Looper. Yes, true. Yeah. Oh, Very yeah. true. She rules. She's oh, gonna be incredible in Mary Poppins. She's chapter one of my two. favorite actresses. And yes, she is. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for Mary Poppins. She's perfect. She was great in Devil Wears Prada. Oh, she sure was. That was great. Ooh. Yeah. And she, she would have been Black Widow, sexy. but she okay. had to do, uh, what's it called? Gu- uh, Gulliver's Travels. Oh. <laughs> she I like, owned gonna... Fox to yeah. film. Yeah. Uh, she's right. a really, really, she's really good, good actress. She's great. We're she's done. Yeah. Great. We're at the end of our, We're done. That's our so favorite quick, movies of the year. So real quick, that's our yeah, uh, top ten, the, everybody. Yeah. Well, we uh, can do some honorable mentions, but the more important thing I actually think, although we can do honorable mentions, is just like thematic things anybody have. So like the only thing I thought of was, this is not a thematic thing in the actual like content of the movies, uh, which is normally what we talk about. Uh, this is the year of inclusion. There, yeah. there, oh, there have been. These, I, I have black female. Dude. Like I have all kinds of filmmakers mm. on my list this year, and that's not because I was trying to make a list like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, I yeah. legitimately put just the ten things I fucking loved that I saw this year. And they're made by all kinds of different people. The pool's getting a little more yeah. stacked. And, I, yeah. and that's, that's seriously that's, what we that's need. the thing. I'm not yep. trying to get on the soapbox. We need more people's voices yes. contributing mm-hmm. to the conversation. Yes. Yep. And it's yeah. one of those where it's like, I think people who resist it read it as a more of them, less of us. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, no, no, it's, it's just the more of them more part. For yeah. It's just yeah. the more of them yeah. part. Like yeah. There's you no shortage of, of opportunity, especially yeah. in film right now. Literally anybody can make a movie. Yeah. And so... It can be done. So, you know, and when I was uh, hanging out with Kevin Lau, he said something very interesting about diversity that blew my mind. He said, I don't like the term diversity. I don't know why we call it that. We should just call it reality. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, spot on. And it's like... Why not have everybody tell stories? Everyone's listening to them. It's fucking yeah. crazy when you watch yeah, like, Sex in the City and there are no black people in Manhattan. Right. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's, it's, yeah. That was only like 15 years ago, but it's, it's so not horrible. niche to yeah. make a black movie anymore. <laughs> right. Um, and I think Black Panther put the stamp on that. I agree. And, you know, and like, of course, there is a, you know, a niche element to everything like that, but it's like, that's. There are still always gonna everybody's going to see like, everything now. Yeah. A good movie yeah, is a good yeah. movie is a good movie, yeah. and we're going to get more good movies if a variety of people make them. That's just yeah. numbers, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and there is the always just going to be good. like a loud minority that's like upset. Girls are in Star Wars, but they'll go away eventually. The girls they'll, are better they'll than get the quieter. boys in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of always been the way. Jeez, people are so dumb. Yeah. Girls have always been better than boys in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That is true. <laughs> Ray is so a much better How is it not Star Luke? Wars to just <laughs> yeah. bring those better characters to the front? That's yeah. a better Ray idea. They're better. Five anyway. times better written than Luke's yeah. was. <laughs> I don't know. That's the that's the Luke one was a little bitch. Yeah. That's I, the one thing I see in this year's movies is just the the actual 
creative force behind the movie seems to be diversifying, uh, which yeah. is incredible, which is great. It's a crazy and, and, year and for society and culture. And I know. So we really and, need that right and now. And that's, by yeah. the way, that's off of just like, to me, as far as I'm concerned, just the way I have experienced this, that's off of like two years of having this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The public has only been having this conversation. I mean, the public's been having this conversation for a lot longer is the reality. But the, the in my, exp- it's my experience of it, yeah. the mainstreaming of it, that's like the last two years, and it feels like this year. It's like I'm. I feel like I am literally seeing the dividends of that, mm-hmm. of that conversation starting to happen and getting loud and, it and really tokeny. becoming the focus. No, it's not like when Ghostbusters came out. It was new the girl Ghostbusters. Right. Annihilation came out. It's like whoa, what a fucking crazy science yeah, movie. Insane. It yep. was barely a thing that it was a all female yep. cast because it yep. just it was a non issue. That was just the story. Ghostbusters yeah. is gonna like in history books. It'll be like before the 2016 election, yeah. everybody yeah. lost their minds over <laughs> over a Ghostbusters over, movie, which still blows my. Mind because that movie's fucking it's, good. It's really good. Totally it's funny. It's totally it's funny. no. That movie's it's very really funny. funny. Chris Hemsworth in that movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Chris Hemsworth, like five years ago, everybody was like, "What a boring actor." He's amazing. He's in amazing. Everything. Yeah. He's so yeah. Good. Have you guys seen Rush? I haven't. Yeah. Oh, Rush. Dude. Fucking awesome. I man. saw Rush as like a movie pass movie before movie pass sure, ever yeah, existed. Yeah. It was just like, ah, I I'll got some money. I'll this. see it. Yeah. And when that ended, I was blown away. It's fucking great. That movie's so good. In guys, Baron Zemo. Guys. Yep. Guys. We're about to hit the four hour. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Literally, I would have talked about that forever, but I realized I would have talked about it forever, and we're about to hit the four hour mark. I'm having so much fun. Not in any order. My honorable mentions were Beast. Very, very, very cool movie. I've heard about it. Very cool movie. Sea Beast. Uh, Red Sparrow. Yeah. A a movie that you wouldn't think would get made now, but did. (laughs) For real. For real. (laughs) Accident Man. Oh, oh, I really want to see that. Oh my god, I forgot all about accident. Accident man. man. That's that's my number three. Scott accident Atkins. Man. Scott Atkins. <laughs> Get out of here. You were Dude, never really here. He kills people and makes it look <laughs> so like cool. an accident, but then shit goes down, yeah. so he's got to uh, kill a lot of yeah. people and make Dan, it look I like an accident. Yeah. I truly really, really watch really it forgot immediately. About it. It's Ax- phenomenal. You're the one that got I'm me. I'm already movie. watching it. I told you about it. Yeah. Revenge. Oh, already did that. Super Troopers 2, Forever's the Worst. And Have a Nice Day, the animated Japanese, I think it's Japanese, like pulp fiction y riff. Oh, yeah. Super cool movie. Have a Nice Day. It's like 85 minutes. Yeah. And it is very weird. It's one where like you don't get what they're going for until halfway through, and then when that moment hits, you're like, "Oh, this isn't good. It's great." Yeah, yeah. it's a cool movie. I covered uh, mine throughout the show. I think. What about uh, what about you, Jacob? Anything I, I else? I said on my own right. mentions throughout the uh, I, for TV. Barry is super good, and you should watch that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we might I also well... have uh, oh, also in in my weird apology to Ed Helms, even though I just fucking hate him. <laughs> um, he's well, God, I, just, I don't break. get why everyone thinks he's so funny like he's fine whatever yeah. he's had funny movies usually surrounded by funny people but he does a dramatic role in Chappaquiddick and he's great and that Ooh. movie is very oh, good oh I wanted Ooh. to see that the in heaven yeah. very yeah, good I, I want the Jason Clark moment to happen it's been happening Ooh, in I feel like it's, it's getting closer it's getting get there. real close we're like getting yeah. close yeah. to the Jason yeah. Clark yeah, moment I want to see that and this is the one where you're like he's fucking good have the moment but uh you know it is what it is but speaking of Ed Helms apparently Tag is like pretty good I would love to see it yeah, this week. I'm I, definitely that's a great so dumb, and yeah. I've heard it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Here's the thing: I don't hate Ed Helms. It's just that I don't get Ed Helms. I, I so now I've made it a bit. Sure. In my bid now to be more positive, Ed Helms, you're good. You, yeah. You're good, <laughs> and you were great in Chappaquiddick. As was Jim Gaffigan. As was at the end of the movie, the old man sitting like two seats away from me that stood up, pointed at the screen, and said, "He was guilty of sin, <laughs> and he got away that with guy it." Guy was there, and then he marched knows. out. Of, he was like <laughs> 80 years old, and he marched out, and it was. <laughs> one of those where like 
I don't have any opinion on the. Yeah. It was a. It was not a an editorialized <laughs> depiction yeah. at all. Yeah. So it just it just showed it how it happened. Yeah. I have no opinion one way or the other about about uh, Ted Kennedy. But yeah. after that guy did that, it was the closest I've ever come to instigating a slow <laughs> clap. Like that, that guy's like schoolboy friends. With life Kennedy. just peaked, right? We all just had that moment. That's, that's fucking so cool. That was like I was waiting for that for forty years. He looked like he was like Bruce Dern old, where he was just like <laughs> like How's a craggy old man. But I mean, he got out of there quick after he did it. But man, that's awesome. but that was a really good movie. I think it's worth seeing, as well as Beirut with uh, John Hamm being uh, utilized for once. It's on digital yeah. release now. I didn't see it. With it's movie good. Pass. I'll watch it within the next. It few doesn't overexplain. It respects its audience. It's just like a solid 1995 thriller. Good stuff. Awesome. And Still waiting uh, for the John Hamm movie career to ruin it. Yes, it hasn't yet. And he's so one good of the best it. actors. Alive. I feel like he's, he's also sweat. he's like right there. He's, he's yeah, right he's, there. Right, he's been in a lot of. He stuff. He sweats yeah. booze better than anybody yeah, in the history with of time. TV shows you get you spend so much time with I this know. actor, yeah. and then it's like, oh, when this show ends, this guy's yeah. gonna be in everything, and then it know, rarely plays out that way. Yeah. I was literally just today thinking about his Baby Driver performance, especially when he's at the uh, the, the the bar the the. I love how we're all advocating for white actors to be to be given a chance. Jason Clark. That's totally what's happening. You know that scene where he's at the restaurant at the end? He's like holding the gun sideways yeah, yeah, and, he, yeah. and you know he's threatening them. He So the whole thing is like the, those characters, they sort of not even so subtly set up throughout that movie that they're like coke addicts. That's why they're yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. They're doing this for money to yeah, do like yeah. more drugs and stuff. Then she gets killed. And so now he's like alone and angry and, and he's probably got quest. all these drugs. And there's a thing like every time I watched it, I was like, man, he looks really intense in this scene. But part of it is just like, his eyes are real glassy and like puffy and stuff. He sweats booze, man. I that's totally. I was like, it. yeah, that's I, what it, Mad Men is all about. It clicked to me where I was like, he literally looks like he took all the drugs he had. Yep. Like she died. He just fucking took the load that they had sure. on them. He's he was pissed, like an English teacher before he broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. The it's first true. episode of Mad Men is like, um, he's he's given another opportunity at the office, kind of like he's finally come. He's had a downfall and come back from it, and then he just fucking squanders it. Like yeah, he's fucking uh, shit face to work and goes to a Mets shit. game. Yeah. He's he's one of my favorite actors. Like I yeah. really want him to be a leading movie man. And yeah. he's, he's not not doing well. He's right, doing I know. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, he's kind You're of just not been, wrong uh, though. He hasn't. Like, I want him to have yeah. like a. Like he hasn't had a breakout role really in movies. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did you ever Mission see the Gambler? Seven, John Hamm is the bad guy. Oh, yeah. into it. Love it. Gambler James Caan just constantly gambling away his out. Real good stuff. Real good stuff. All right, we have officially gambled our out over and over again over the last five minutes. But I just. Uh, about about uh, you're about to gamble uh, her out again. No, the in, in Beirut, <laughs> uh, besides John Ham, what is the woman's name from Gone Girl? Oh, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. Yeah. She's in She's it, awesome. and it's like a great role for her. Okay, wow. good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Hold on. In case anyone's still listening, we're on uh, all the social media. I like two movies. It's numeric two. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. I'm at Philadelphia on Twitter. That's with an F. Uh, you can read me on Cinedelphia.com uh, and uh, FarsightedBlog.com. Dan. Boom. Uh, at Dan Scully on everything. You read me at Cinedelphia and Findy. Um, I, I actually have an article coming up on Movie John Fuck about, yeah, dude. Uh, about uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible yeah. and Buster Keaton. So yeah. that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, that's everything. At Dan Scully and everything. Letterboxd, all that fun stuff. Philadelphia, uh, everything. We're Perfect. all on the same things. Yeah. We all work for the same people. Exactly. What do you got? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, That's plug your best. Twitter. Wait, that was the purest moment I've yeah. ever seen of you. You're yeah. a guy, like, I, I yeah. love you to death, and, and I've known you a short time, and you're already one of my best friends. But there's a shield around you sometimes that I try to crack. And right up. there, yeah, the shield up. opened up, 
You opened that door into Area X. It was it was unreal. The truth rose to the surface for a brief moment. Okay. Oh man, that was so. I wasn't trying to be funny. That was really funny. Hello. I'm on Twitter at a i l i t e a i l i t e. It means Cliff and Gaelic a i l i t e. I have a podcast called Based the Door's on still open. <laughs> I've been recording for 20 more nothing. minutes. I've been doing it for like over four years. It's a whole lot of fun. We talk about movies and TV and Star Wars and emo music. They recently had Philly. their last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, I did a great episode recently that was 90 minutes long with my friend from college, and we lost it. It's gone. So this was <laughs> this was cathartic for me to get it all out. I can't record again until Monday, so it was very nice to be able to podcast for four fucking hours. Yeah, thank you I've had listening. such a great time, guys. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, we are like sister podcasts, I feel. Yes, I love the influence you guys have had on my yeah. show and talking more about movies. Vice versa. Uh, I love movies. Please listen to my show. It's pretty much all I talk about. It's a good show. It's, and, I actually um, do listen to it despite like yeah. having been on it. I'm so glad to hear that. The way I don't Occasionally fascinating it. people are on it. My friend Ray, who is like, I don't <laughs> even know if it's okay for me to call her a friend because I just know her from Twitter, but she writes about space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Websites. That was a great episode. She's so smart and she, she's like a, a physicist and a space blogger. It's fucking awesome. She has a podcast now. Uh, I just like talking about life and it, it, truly, podcasting helps me get through the rough times a lot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's very It's fucking free me. therapy. That yeah. was the it's best the part best. about stand up comedy. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to plug anything except my podcasting Twitter. Follow me on there. If you like Star Wars, I'd love to talk about the non toxic parts of the Star Wars fandom with you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I didn't talk too much. <laughs> I assure you. Oh, we love you, buddy. Yeah, much, that was great. I, uh, I always interrupt people like I am right now, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's all how you podcast. Yeah, That's exactly. All it is. Yeah. A series really of is all it is. Concentric yeah. interruptions. Comedy bang bang is like sometimes unlistenable because no one can get a sentence finished. <laughs> My name is Garrett Smith and I like to movie movie. Oh, motherfucker. My name is Dan Scully and I also like to movie movie. My name is Jacob and I like to mosey mosey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tag, motherfucker! <laughs> we all know that you like to mosey mosey because we, we like, like to mosey. mosey. mosey.